bro. I'm over here counting this bread. I keep the faces down. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Um, even though it is a some people holiday, Memorial Day, first, um, respectfully give honors to all those people who served. I got a lot of family members who served. But um, yeah, so the market really ain't what it should be right now. So I did want to talk about a couple companies that I'd be looking at for investment strategies and a couple of points that I'm looking at and kind of the direction where shit is going right now. And like, if you are, I've been trying to stock shit. Uh, I'd probably say like 23 years now. Yeah. So um, actively trading on platforms. So I have a, a very good understanding of how to come up off the market when it's up, how to come up off the market when it's down. And also just like seeing the transition into the crypto market. So like I made a lot of money off that um, shitty ass board ape coin. And I sold that shit right in time. <laughs> No, <laughs> it yeah. was somebody on. It was somebody on here at the uh, PTR of that shit. Board eight, uh, board eight, uh, uh, what they call uh, launch or some shit. I was like, what the fuck? Well, they they doing a metaverse. That that particular token, I got no utilities. I'm about to pull up the market right now and see what this shit. Look. I'm about to pull up the crypto market real quick. I need to. FTX, but crypto.com be moving a little faster. So, you might say the crazy thing over the last couple of weeks, the market been fluctuating between the same two numbers. Bitcoin been going up and down. What the, the fucking ads? Bitcoin been going up and down between like 27 to 30. I ain't really seen it break past 31,000. And that's, that's, fucking really low for where it's been in the last couple of years even um ethereum ethereum was sitting at one point in time ethereum was almost four racks that shit didn't drop half of that and it's still under two thousand dollars right now so 1800 if i was going to invest in these particular um cryptocurrencies i would only be investing for a short for like a daily trade so this would be um like a day trading situation for real i would just put i would just drop in and then i'll grab the increase or either i'll come up off the short on a day-to-day -day basis and i'll pull out just because the market's too volatile right now this shit is fucking finicky and then um shit ford actually they i don't know if y'all be paying attention because what's Ford's share price right now you know manny you should always keep up with the fucking car prices up there man let me see it because <clears throat> it could be between 10 and 15 right now. Yeah, it, um, four stock is 1363. Oh, there you go, see? Yeah, so the market, they say it's closed right now. I, is the market going to open up today? I don't know. Um, right now, I can tell you that uh, the big three right now is optional for them to work today, so... I would be surprised if the market's not open up, opening up today. Nah. So.
So with um, the reason why I bring up Ford is because Ford may have an increase in stock. I don't see why they would not. So if they're at 13 right now, just yesterday, I read that they already released the they released their electric vehicle, um, the pickup truck faster than Tesla could get their truck out. So it was one of the people who pre-sold like Ford is such they so good with the marketing fam. These motherfuckers decided that they was going to um, make a whole press release about the fact that they were able to grab one of the Tesla people. What's up, um, Jesse? I ain't seen you in a minute, fam. Peace, peace, peace. I got to pull him up invite him to speak. But, um, yeah, they decided that they were going to release the fact that they um, were able to steal pretty much a Tesla company, a Tesla customer. And he canceled his whole order for the Tesla truck and he paid out for his Ford truck and he got it already, bro. So those are the type of like commercial things that give companies edges in order for them to have stock increases. So that's the type of shit we got to watch for. We do got to pay attention to the news to want to some extent if you're going to be a day trader in investment, because that is an expression of what's going on in the world and what's going on in the world directly affects the market. Peace, fam. You got something to say, Jesse? What's up, Michi? Hey, greetings, DJ. How you doing, brother? All is well, all is well. Yeah, man. Hey, you're absolutely right about the stocks, man. Uh, this is a time for definitely uh, investing in stock. Um, I'd even say get some Bitcoin, uh, real estate. You know, I, uh, I start real estate school. I've been studying for the exam. So I start real estate school at the end of the month. I should have my license uh, hopefully by the end of oh, probably beginning of July. I sit for the exam. And then from there, I'm going to go ahead and get my home inspection license. And then I'm going to get my appraisal license. What I'm trying to do is gear the business. I'm tweaking the business because of what's coming. And I want to be prepared for it because, uh, man, there's nothing better than real estate, man. And I know this thing is going to crash. And so I want to be right there positioned, ready to make some grabs. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on it. Stocks, you know, crypto real estate for me. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna ask you. We'll let you get into the real estate market with it being with it's going into this flipping situation. My banker just sold his house. And I'm like, for that's that say a lot. You see a banker selling a seven bedroom. He he didn't want to go under. He didn't want it to flip on him. Yeah, what's happening, because remember I used to do pre foreclosures and I still do. Um, what I'm looking at is, okay, so when I go in there and somebody's about to lose their home, one, I want to be the total package. I want to be able to appraise that property, put together competitive market analysis on that property. I want to be able to give them appraisal on that property. I want to be able to inspect that property. I want to be the one-stop shop. And so as I bring people into my company, these are things that I'm going to develop them to do, you know, in order for, um, you know, so that they can understand what we're trying to do. So what we're trying to do is build that relationship with the bank. Um, if that person, let's say they don't have any equity in the house, which nobody's going to have equity, this is where now your salesmanship comes into play with the bank. And that relationship comes into play with the bank. Because if I can get them, let's say if the person owns the house, <clears throat> I don't know, let's say they default on their, they're about to default on their mortgage and you know, they owe a uh, hundred thousand dollars on their mortgage. Um, the house is actually valued at 
ninety thousand. I want to be able to talk the bank down to fifty thousand. Give me the house for fifty thousand. I'll renovate it. I'll put it back out in the market so you don't have to pay the taxes on it. You know, and not only that, being that I do home improvement, you know, it's just it's so many ways to make money, man. And so um between real estate, crypto, stocks, that's that's really all I think. That's all that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's all I do. Um, because it's a lot of money to be made. And even though the market is getting ready to crash, that's why I've been telling people don't buy a house right now. Just chill out. If you feel the need that you think you have to do it, go ahead. But I'm telling you, you're going to you're going to be sorry. Chill yeah. out. I know the interest rates are going to be high. But if you put a good enough amount of money down, because you got to think, man, like you know, I'm down here in Florida and I'm seeing houses go for like six hundred thousand dollars. That's crazy. The job market yeah. is going to support a six hundred thousand dollar house. That's crazy. The housing market here in Miami is it was it was crazy like a couple months ago. It just dropped almost like a hundred k, but it's still like that shit skyrocketed. And then you know, like a lot of New Yorkers and stuff was moving down here and things too. So they that was the reason for the influx i just seen one of my partners and um he had his apartment when i had first came down here and got mine and fam he told me his like his rent i knew i much like he was paying like around 27 like because that's what i was paying around like 28 three for my apartment he was like he paying four racks but he off the water but still like florida it doesn't have a cap on what they can um bring your rent up on like michigan they have a cap on the percentage that they can increase your rent on every year florida does not so you would just be living here and then next month it was like we gonna charge you and like shit they just did it to me they're like we gonna charge you an extra 500 dollars, and i'm like oh my god i gotta build a house fam. And, see, and see and see this is what i'm saying that 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 now's the time to kind of be patient because that house that's valued at six hundred thousand dollars that house is probably 30 40 percent overpriced that house in a regular normal market, that house probably no more than like three hundred thousand or three twenty, but it ain't worth no six hundred thousand. So what I'm looking at is because you know I've been working, strategizing, getting the business laid out solid. Because my next move um, is going to be I want to get a, uh, a, a eight plex or a ten plex, and the reason why I want to do that. Is because, man, th this is going to be a great time. And then, you know, what I want to do is gear my business up to deal more with uh, housing homeless veterans. Um, so I got a whole game plan. But I'm saying right now is the time for self-development. It's, it's about self-development right now. If you're not developing in yourself, you, 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 need, you should have already started. But now is critical. And, and, and I, I can't stress, um, you know, get as many things as you can in that real estate game, because ultimately that's about a third of our GDP anyway. And so that real estate market has a huge effect on everything. You guys saw what it did in the 2008, 2009 financial crisis. Well, this is going to be worse. You know, no. they may have they have different things to deal with it, but it's going to be worse. There's, it's not like, there's not much room for us to be big players in the real estate realm. We can control what we can control because there's big fish like BlackRock. <laughs> and out of that, third, right. <laughs> they 
scroll like seventy percent of that, fam. Peace, Mitch. You got something to say? Hey, What's going well, on? Well, you know, I'm you know me. I, I'm just listening. You know what I mean? And I, I, I I'm listening to the talk about money and real estate and property and appraisals of these properties, right? And we, we, we might forget some things, but, you know, there was some consumer protection laws that were passed that made consumers exempt from commercial activity. You know what I mean? Like with the appraisal of the house or the buying of the house. Hey, Gacy, you would make more money by helping the person stay in the house. <laughs> you would make more money by helping the person stay in the house. All right, because housing has been deemed to be essential. And, you know, this has been the case since October 27, 1977. You know, we just don't go about exposing that housing and shelter and food water is essential you know to where it's without limitations you know i mean i heard you say that if the person was going to default on the mortgage and you would get the bank get it from the bank for fifty thousand. but in all actuality that note is what covered the house and the insurance and everything in, in the beginning. You know what I mean? So in, in the consumer protection laws that I study, you know, I think you would make more money keeping that person in the house and helping them stay in that house. All right. Because having a house over your head is essential. You know what I mean? And there's ways that we can go back and do that. Even with our own estates, we can help put people back in their homes. And it's just, you have to have the will to do so. Yeah, I... And the know-how, you know, and the know-how as well, you know, because this market game, we, 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 people have been, their families have been torn apart behind them losing a house or not, or having to pay for gas, electricity, and water. You know, that's a legal debt collection for anybody telling you you have to pay for something that's essential. You know, so it's like, do we want to keep playing the game with them? When we know they, you know, you can't, literally, you cannot buy a house, period. <laughs> period. You cannot buy a house at all. But, however, I get it. I get the I get the real estate game, I get the mortgage game. Yeah, uh, I mean the pre foreclosure side. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, you can stop a lot 10, of shit. You, hell yeah, from ten to 20, 20, 20 bands, you know, per deal. Shit, and, uh, uh, you can get the whole note back, bro, and then some, plus the interest and everything that it was sold for for yeah, that consumer. I mean, I mean, but I don't, I don't really get into that, man, because that's that's really kind of awesome. You should, though, because you do pre-foreclosures. You could stop the foreclosure and say, no, this is fraud. You could stop it cold, bro. You're an officer. I get you what stop it cold. Jesse saying as well, because like it's also it's like the low-hanging fruit and how much work going to. Because you 
aspect in order to prove the fraud or either just that type of paperwork versus a pre-foreclosure. You just, they just, right. Check. <laughs> is it, is it, no. on a word? Yeah. Validate that <laughs> fucking debt. I need you to validate that fucking debt. And if you cannot validate the debt because I can prove that the seller has been fucking paid, you're committing fraud. And you could take everybody's license and have them all thrown in jail. You are officer, bro. Shit. Yeah, my, my thing. All these motherfuckers that got these real estate licenses and these bankers' licenses, you can slap them all. But my, my throw them all in jail. My, my, my thing is, 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 is this yeah. is, is when I when I talk to these people and I advise these people, yeah. you know, I've I've read the note, I I studied this stuff, yeah. and, and and trust me, I I've gone through it, yeah. and to me. You know, the problem is, is that they signed that promissory note. That's so the matter. problem. That's the, well, okay, think about that. Let me ask you something. That price tag on, on that signature on that note. But here's did the, the bank, got, got, did the realtor, did anybody ask them what was the price tag on that signature? I have three family members, very, very uh, close family members of mine who are uh, real estate attorneys. My uh, daughter... My daughter is working on her AA degree in legal studies. She's going to yeah. law school to become a real estate attorney as yeah. well, as well as a estate attorney. What I'm saying is the problem that people run into mm -hmm. is when you sign that promissory note, mm. you know, if you didn't understand what you were signing, you should have sought out an attorney. And a lot of times people want mm. a house so bad that they're willing to ignore all of these things. Like, I'll tell you what I was looking at the other mm. day. I can't believe that people are falling for the, the, the bait and switch again. Now, we just had an issue back in 2008, 2009 with these interest, these adjustable rate mortgages. Well, guess what? They're doing it again. Now, now... Immoral, though? That's, 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 that's immoral to do, though, right? Yeah, it is. It you is. are, because that, that person who holds that position is a natural person. And you finna take advantage of another natural person, your ass deserves to be thrown in jail. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Because this gonna happen whether they like it or not. When I saw that, the first thing I asked the person, I said, what did, did anybody, did you read this agreement? Did somebody, did you talk to an attorney? I mean, did you not understand what you were signing? And, 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 and that's kind of what I come across. And I, I try not to get too much into the legal system like that because really yeah, what I'm yeah, to yeah. It's like, listen, I, well, um, the, the best thing I can advise you to do is one, you want to protect your credit. Yeah. You want to try to protect your credit. You're in the matrix. Oh. Can you guys hear me? It's choppy. All right. What about now? It's still bad. It's still bad. Hold on for a second. I don't get this. Reestablish um, your Wi-Fi connection or something, bro. Yeah, it... Okay, what about what about now? He also. It, it's saying a little better, but I wanted to point out perhaps what Meech said went over your head, but that was something that if you were to laser focus in what he said, I mean, you have that authority to actually do what you're trying to do. On a level, on a supreme oh, level, level, that it's like right. you you will be having you will be having mothers telling their babies to kiss you type of thing, like something like major, bro. <laughs>
I'm just saying. He got a he has he can, he got he actually has an obligation to do it. This is why they go through a pre foreclosure to make sure everything is right. When nine times out of ten it's not because the seller was fucking satisfied. The right. bank so and had the only interest hell yeah, he's an arbitrator. Shit. Hell yeah. I bet you a notary too. <laughs> but I understand the position workload and also when we talking about shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. It ain't even no it, it's not even a whole lot of work that he would have to do. All he would have to go back and do and see assess the value to every signature. And say, and if that person say if their signature is a million dollars, he goes back and recoup that for them and then some. And they'll definitely give him a percentage. But the issue, uh, I understand that being able to price a particular value on the, if that's what he chooses to do, right? But, but the house is priced less. When you do, when uh-huh. you value on a signature, that is not necessarily the amount that you will be able to recoup if you go through arbitration. Because every criminal aspect has a dollar sign attached to it. So if you have a, had a trespass or a tort against you, you will have to be specific into that manner and also make it tangible because asking people for money that they don't even have that much of is kind of right. intriguing. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this then, okay? According to the well, Fifth Amendment of the Bill of Rights, according to the Fifth Amendment of the Bill of Rights, my private property was used in a public venue. So that means I have to have just compensation. Yeah, but you can't, but but you, you can't. Right? Okay, so so this is what we're doing. All right? right. You can't mix common law with statutory law and administrative law. I am going to say like this. Like, we're not even on none of that. It's consumer yeah. protection law. Okay. That's what I thought. Even with what okay. he said was incorrect what? because it says common law says. According to common law, all codes mm-hmm. and statutes must be construed in harmony with common law. With common law, common that's law, correct. If there's no that's correct. party, there's no crime. So where is there the inter-party mm. if they took, if you had a closing, you put okay. the down that was at the closing, then they took That, that was the crime right there. That was that's the one crime. crime. That's one crime. They 15, 16, 70 times in bundles. That's three more times. Right. Exactly. There you go. And they three never more. gave you any consideration. <laughs> they never gave you any profit. And then they're going to come back and say you owe them? When right. Uh, so, the game? Well, but see, that's the thing, though. Hold on. They brought the obligation, too, though. So they did provide the remedy. They did provide the remedy. Okay. They just didn't tell you how to access the remedy. Well, there's remedy, there's remedy but but he, here's what yeah. I'm going to say. I, I, I've yeah. dealt with a number of these cases, mm-hmm. and I, I don't really mm-hmm. mess with this stuff anymore. But the people that I've helped, I probably put half a million dollars in people's pockets in, in getting them to sell the house, take the proceeds that you get from the house, mm-hmm. be smart about it, invest it right, mm-hmm. and then when the market gets back right again, make the move. But this time when you make the move, just pay cash for the house and be done with it. <laughs> See now on your end, on your inside, on your inside. Okay, now let me show you your power in the thirty that you could have really did. You could have said, "Hey, I'm gonna show you how to gift away your home." And for every dollar that you, the, the the for every value, all the value that you put into the home, every dollar's worth, we're gonna bring you back sixteen thousand for you gifting away your home. And that's going to happen in 45 days. 
So be 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 prepared to pack. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's the gift. If you go on the gifting yeah. side of things, so that's what I'm saying. Every you cannot sell a home anymore. They're trying to make housing what essential, where everybody has to have housing. I ain't realize this. They turn this shit into a communism, <laughs> where everybody has to have food, water, shelter, housing. And these things are without limitation. And they have legislation putting it that put this in place. So you sell a house if you want to. <laughs> the right people that know what they're doing can hold you accountable for committing fraud in trade and commerce because you cannot sell a consumer a house. Because a house is priceless. So this is gonna happen. From what I get based on the conversation yeah. you guys are saying, this was gonna happen. You break it. Can you hear me? Uh, DJ, can you hear me? It's still a little choppy. I know you said when you be in certain spots at your crib, you be breaking up. Yeah. There's some power and authority on this call. <laughs> they gotta, don't want to be here. We gotta learn how to streamline this thing, man. Like I'm, 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 I'm hey, sitting hey, in the hey, class. Hey, I'm ready, man. We really have to learn how to streamline this thing. Yeah, I can hear you better. Okay, okay. So, so here's what I'm saying. Okay, so it, it, this is what's coming down the pipeline. So you, you're gonna, you, the United States is headed in, in in a way to where you know um, you're gonna own nothing. You're not gonna own nothing. It's gonna be owned by somebody else. Move around a little bit. You're talking about the World Economic Forum said about 2030. Yeah, they said everybody good. But that's the same that's the same template of all these years they've been coming at us with. This Gasara, Nasara, that's the same thing. It's just a different name. Yeah, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this is what I'm saying is, you're going to live in a society where the 1% is going to own everything. And you're not going to have any ownership of nothing. But they're saying you're going to be happy. Well, that's not true. That's already that's already happened. That's already happened. That shit is over with now. <laughs> that, that's already happened. That's All right. Saying. When you were registered as property, right? That has happened already. That shit is over with. Okay? You better get your consumer estate... In order, I promise you, all right, because it will be lucrative for you and you will be exempt from payment for anything now. This is what we're tapping into as of now. So you also have to look at what that looks like because that's right. I've said this before because the, there's a difference in, mm -hmm. uh, well, just having a consumer, we have to find the balance because how are you just always going to consume but never create? And also being. Correct. As there you go, right? There you go. In technically a bracket, so prepaid. It's a prepaid exemption, okay? Now, because your energy and labor went into producing the house, the car, the food, the clothes, the shelter, the water. You know, what I'm saying helping the water stay clean and things of that nature. Your energy and labor went into that. So, as a consumer, those things are now priceless. Because your energy and labor went into the providing for those things, of those things. No, I, I concur with you. I'm not debating that aspect. I'm no, 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 no. I know. I know. I know. I just want, for those who didn't know. All right. Yes. Because when we say we can consume without reproducing, we have to always reproduce. 
So that means if you if you are unlimited, still please go to work for because we still need you to pro- help provide services for the whole. It is not a, a, a mentality of slavery. You are a, an investor. Your energy and labor is priceless, and we thank you. So whatever you produce out of this company, you don't have to pay for it anymore. And that went across the board. Go ask the Federal Trade Commission. That went across the board. And whatever it was pertaining to anything essential. And I'm going to yield right there. So y'all people need people need to really see that. Just Google the term essential consumer goods. Just Google that definition, folks, and you'll see for yourself. You like also same way how I express to people, like when we play Monopoly, how many different people are on the board? Most people are just looking at eyes in order to move around the board. Most people forget about the banker because the token users are consumers. But there is a creator or there is a money mover with involved in this situation and all i'm telling people is you can jump in and out of both sides sure can sure sure can you can have one one foot on the sea and you have one foot on the land as the true gods that you are because here in this country over here in in america (laughs) we create our own money out of thin air and that's evidence that we Cryptocurrency. do it. Cryptocurrency. That's literally, we're literally watching motherfuckers. I ain't talking about no fiat paper currency that motherfuckers got to print and press. Like, I can go on. But cryptocurrency. Hey, but that, that, that print and press, <laughs> that print and press, you was creating that shit out of thin air too, wasn't it, though? And it was accepted all over the world. People, but the same. Still is. <laughs> system. Well, yeah. all of Previously, didn't have a minting system, but we do now. If you have a computer, mm-hmm. you have a phone, you can generate. That's a right. That's right. Yeah, that pie, boy. I like that pie. <laughs> so we in a different time. Even watching, um, like how real estate market, we're watching, um, cars be sold on the blockchain, houses be sold on the blockchain. I, one of my peers on Facebook, he had shown me some bonds that was on the blockchain. Ethereum bonds that's transferable. Yeah, see, and that's the thing right there. See, the only thing that scares me about this blockchain thing, man, whoo, way. Quantum computer. Is that it gives you, yeah, because it gives you the perception that you're in control, but in all actuality, somebody else is behind the scenes controlling the whole show. So it's like, damn. If we force everything over to the blockchain, though, trust me, they already got a system in place where everybody's going to get a black credit card. And if you don't do what the fuck you're told to do, they just turn your card off and your chip. You can't get access to shit. So it's like uh, it's a a catch 22 to it all. I'll explain um, just for clarity, because not to steer anybody away from having fucking private money, because also cryptocurrency is a perfect example of how individuals have the ability to do what a lot of individuals desire to be sovereign. Because my question is, whenever somebody ever told me they were sovereign or they believe they had, they shouldn't order I'm like where your currency, where your land, that where your government. So it's easy to establish a government on paper because all governments are paper. And it's uh, it's not as easy to acquire land, but it's possible. 
one of the harder things to do is acquire a currency. But now that has been made easier. And that's the reason why you're seeing government crackdowns on people being able to generate these cryptocurrencies. So when you say that we are going to be involved in this particular system, that's through uh, that's through enrollment and through acceptance as usual, because that is a centralized system that people are going to be KYC'd in because you're going to have to give over your social security number in order for you to receive those benefits from the government. Now you can be in a private system, a DeFi system, and you don't have to give up none of that private information and you can still generate your bonds. Like my partner who has the other NFT project, The Life of a Negro, um, he has it to where he has a trust that is established on the blockchain in a DAO and all of his children receive benefits directly into their wallet per that trust. And if any, he said, if any child ever was to pop up that was his, they will be able to provide DNA evidence and then they're instantly dispersed their portion automatically from that centralized blockchain. So you can create private systems that the government has no control over. And that's the issue that they're having right now. But if you're going to be taking that black card system that's attached to the United States blockchain that they haven't released yet, they only gave you all the currency because <laughs> a lot of people don't know. They didn't have their own crypto wallet for years. Nancy Pelosi said it. But they just been waiting and slowly letting y'all be integrated. That was the whole reason for the whole Bitcoin release. And Bitcoin wasn't the first one. It wasn't the first one. And smart contracts not new either. They've been out since 1980. So they've been planning and playing with this shit. Crypto itself is, is old. You said what? You got to go back. Crypto, crypto itself, cryptography, the blockchain. All yeah. that is old because it started with the bank when they came up with the internet, the ethernet, that, that's when they came up with the system, the ledger. So it's all old. They're putting paint on it to make it look better. But I think from, from just learning about this consumer uh, protection, all of that is still a distraction because if we're at a, if we had a standstill for all timers and we're supposed to be able to get those things out as essential, wouldn't it be wouldn't it behoove the person to say, you know, I'll take what's essential, I'll take what I need for my, my um livelihood and my family to be good, and then I'll assist in the community affairs of the society at whole to make sure we are productive and I'm not just consuming. That that is contingent on so in order for you not just to be a consumer, you must actually be able to provide a service or a product. So that means people actually gotta start doing business outside of just their the things that they do. Well, as, yeah. That's where we lack as a people. I when I go ask people what business models they got or what they doing, they struggle to give me an answer. It's okay to have a nine to five, but I always tell people you gotta be doing something for yourself and your family. You can't pass that nine right. to five to damn children. That's right. Yeah, see, in, in, in my in, in my opinion, I think everything should get right back in harmony with nature. All right, where everybody has their own land, and you come up with your own product or service. You know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm always be the fan of the a fan of the bartering system. All right, because I can't say that the next man's energy and labor is not equal to mine. Because we can put the same amount of energy and labor into it together to help feed the whole. You see what I'm saying? So, so you know, yeah. I'm gonna always be a friend. 
and I and I actually think we've been doing that since like the 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 last part of the seventies when the credit card system hit. We were trading our information for houses, cars, bank accounts, and and the like. Yeah, rappers do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Types of shit. Mhm, mhm. But um, that's I was gonna ask you based on you mentioning the bartering system. Um, yeah. We have the ability to create a bartering system for all of us. Like, like you yeah. can have. Own, like you can have your own currency, your own token, your own ecosystem for your family. And then that's the standard currency for you all in whatever services or products you all provide. So if I want something from right. you, I got to take my currency, swap it over into yours so that you will be comfortable in receiving that transaction. And you can do the same with my currency. This is where we need to be educated and start aligning ourselves because like a lot of the shit that people are aiming for. Yeah, but can they, can I okay, say for instance you offer something. Say for instance you offer something, right? And you say, "Hey, you don't want to accept my coin." But I need what what you got. But I need what you're offering. But you don't accept my token. Well, he's talking about swapping. He was talking yeah, about Yeah, so if token. if Right, 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 right. You ask me what tokens do I do accept, and then you go right. to that, and then you bring me that one. But what I was uh, saying, you what I, but what mm-hmm. I, was I got you. I got that's you. still a distraction. Why? Because if, first of all, a dead nation is a nation that can't feed himself themselves. So if we're constantly out here continuing to worry about computer programs and being on a computer and staying home and not doing the land and not growing the food and not planting the seeds and uh, putting our hope in these uh, trust companies to get our foods from wherever, to grow our foods for however, to make whatever, we're a dead nation. So what is the currency going to do if I can't eat? What, well, is, what, is, well, what is the blockchain going to do if there's no crops to be grown, if there's a if there's a big war going on where all these countries say we're not dealing with Who America the no hell more? can buy land for free out here? I understand what all y'all are saying. My family owns an ass load of land. And on top of I just got offered another 400 acres that I'm about to get for less than half an M. So that's what I'm saying. It takes... Well, yeah, energy. But it depends on what you what you're calling that piece of land. Are you calling that uh, that piece of land a tract? <laughs> are you calling it something commercial, or are you on the consumer side of things where it's only going to be utilized for personal, family, and household, where you cannot incur debt for? So this particular parcel of land that I'm talking about is not uh, even the United States. So all of that don't even apply because I can't bring the United States. Yeah. Trust consumer law. protection consumer protection laws apply across internationally dear brother because everybody are natural persons that's the definition of a consumer natural persons that's that's it and that's all natural persons who created the consumer well, protection laws well uh, they 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 were they were founded after legal tender was no longer required for the payment of debt that's what actually instituted that all right and that happened back in 70 when they when they created the fair debt collection practices act okay when they did that they gave the definition of the term consumer all right because the congress itself was experiencing illegal debt collection going on within the cabinet members and their personal family and households 
some of their homes were even getting foreclosed on behind false pretenses. And some people not just not knowing banking, period, or our monetary policy, period. All right, so they had to deem some previous laws, previous, prior the laws that were prior to 2010, all laws prior to 2010 have been deemed to be inadequate to protect natural persons. They were only afforded to help corporate entities or commercial activity. All right, so it was invading of private property. It was an invasion of privacy, period. So they had to come up with a set of rules and principles that were based around nature. Okay, these set of these three laws, which is the Truth in Lending, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and the FDCPA, Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, are based around the laws of nature because you're dealing with consumers, natural persons, okay, and their credit. All right, because only the natural person has credit. Now, the business can build credit or business credit, but the driving force behind the business is the man, all right, which is nature, natural. So they had to draw a line. Anything pertaining to personal, family, and household is exempt from commercial activity now. And this has been the case since 2010. Obama put these laws in place to protect consumers. Okay, so here, here's what I'm struggling with. Okay. You guys keep crossing up two jurisdictions. You keep talking about a natural person. And, and, Correct. And a, a, a natural person and Correct. a person or a natural uh, people or a person are two different things. It's like it's like it's like you you guys. No, are no, saying, no. We're, we're doing no. this in plain English, Dipper. No, 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 this is no, no, all no, plain no. writing. But this it, is under it, plain like, simple. But it's we're like not using any saying, legal definitions. We're not losing any legal leaves. A natural no, 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 person no. is just what it is. You and I, as a man, that's what no, a natural no, no, person. No, 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 no. You you guys are saying in one instance you want to be in the jurisdiction that gives you limited liability, but then you want to be in the other jurisdiction that is unlimited liability. No, I'm not. So I'm not saying. I'm not saying either. either. I'm not saying neither. I'm saying I'm exempt from all liabilities commercially. That's what I'm saying. So then, so then, so then you might as well all just liability commercially. You commercial might as well just shit. I never signed up for the shit in the first place. <laughs> yeah, just go, just go, to, go to probate court right? and cancel it out. Just remove oh, yourself oh, from the public trust. Well, that's why we're teaching. That's why we're teaching people to do a will and having it deposited with the probate court, so they can do that. <laughs> but yeah, however, yeah, however, you, the so even the social has been deemed to be a credit card in the consumer protection laws. So I mean, you understand why they came up 3. with that system, 8 right? Million, Three point eight well, million a year. Uh, 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 that accumulates under that number every fiscal year, every yeah, fiscal but year. Mean, but I mean, you know, why every they came fiscal up. year. You know why? They well, came yeah, they up had to that. give you a way to pay for something. They had to give you a way to pay for something when they didn't took all all the money off the street. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah you know. So it was an unlimited credit line for a natural person. It was an unlimited credit line. Okay, so when you give this information away, which creates an account that secures a what? What does that secure? Credit. Thank you. 
Yeah, man. I'm I'm on this is where I'm gonna tap out because I'm never gonna tell somebody to go down that road because Well, that's the only out, way you can buy a house. That's the only yeah. way you can buy a car. That's the only See, way you can get a credit then, card. Then, you then, have to give a registered and secure information. There are people there are people that have done that. There are people that have done that that can't get back in the country. There are people that are living in the woods that can't get back in the system. So my thing is, if you're not prepared to do what you're saying, then I highly suggest you. Uh, well, that's what I. That's I what I teach. That's yeah, what I teach. I, I teach and educate people on how to do these things. Of course. What, what bro? What, what, okay. what um bro is saying? He's. Can, I shared some court cases as well from people who have previously been using 1099s, and they was able to pull down six million, seven million, and the feds came and raided their ass, and they did five five years. Actually, my people know them personally, and I also know somebody else who has some trouble with that particular. Right. Who was sympathy? They didn't know how to. They didn't know how to protect themselves. Who was the injured party? Because the United States cannot claim financial injury. The issue is you're taking because they're insolvent from a system that's Thank not. Poor. This is why it's important for us to generate our own currency because. If, if, I like no, that. this is a question, DJ. If they would have told the as a copyright the, on it, they would have asked where was the where was the. Uh, what, what about the instrument was incorrect versus saying correct. the feds come and say, oh, you did something wrong. They're like, oh, I didn't know. What did I do wrong? No, you have to no. know what you do. You have to study. Right, yeah, because that information that you gave to the IRS, that information that you gave to the IRS has a price tag worth more than whatever was on the 1099. So actually, there there is no crime that has been committed because there is no injury. See, and that's date. People don't know how to protect themselves. There was a crime because there was a penalty of perjury. They lied about the interest occurred on the instruments. No, they could. How can they? How can they lie about the interest in, that occurred on the instrument when there is no lawful money of account? Hey, this is the thing, though. They got to explain it to the feds, not to me. I'm not the one. Well, the feds is the ones who who the ones put these laws in 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 practice. Okay, the feds are the ones who said HJR one ninety two was absolute. The feds are the ones who said that money and finance is the laws of uh, of our mon monetary policy. These are the feds saying this. But see, people are going to two different entities. Okay, when they're dealing with the IRS, and this is why I tell people, hey, be careful of using them damn IRS forms. Know what you're doing. There are two IRS. Okay, you're dealing with one on the public side and you're dealing with one on the private side. The I.R.S. and the Internal Revenue Department are two different entities. They're two different entities. One monitors the activities of the Federal Reserve. The other monitors the activities of the Treasury. And does the accounting on both sides. All right, we, we have to understand there's a Federal Reserve and there's a Treasury. They both have inter internal revenue departments. They both have internal revenue departments. But also, it needs to be made very plain that United States citizens who are actually operating in a beneficiary capacity, and some of them don't even understand the situation that they're in as it pertains to that constructive trust, are trying to engage in aspects which they have no authority to and have never had these conversations. Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me when they when they when they deemed all of our ancestors creditors of the United States by the passage of HJR 192. 
You mean to tell me to keep us from killing the fucking government, <laughs> the people that were running the government, they had to provide a remedy. And my grandparents were a part of that remedy. Your grandparents were a part of that remedy, which all and trickled on down to us as the credit of the nation behind the HJR 192 Public Law 73-10. Okay, Where gonna... your signature is the collateral. Hold on, hold on, brother. Um, I'm sorry, but your signature is the collateral for everything that has to be valued. So when you're signing that promissory note, the value of whatever that it is that you're purchasing, that's the value of the signature at that particular time. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you sign. Anything you sign becomes a security ostentatiously because that signature has been authenticated through the Security and Exchange Commission. It's been authorized through the U.S. Treasury, the IMF. That sign of nature from that consumer is what keeps this country running and keep our monetary policy in place as well. Because that's what's needed. That's what's preferred in order to create any stocks or bonds. Louis T. McFadden said that on the floor of Congress back in 1932. Jane, and then uh, James Trafficant reaffirmed it back in 1994. So, you know, I, the, you, you were right about the lack of knowledge of, of, of these things. But, however, these entities that we're going to, they should be operating... You should be able to just go in Walmart and say, hey, I'm going to scan everything and they zero out that transaction and you're going about your business. They do the accounting on their end and so they can replenish the goods, just like how it's set up. That's how it be, but people have Mm -hmm. running from the new world order because of y'all, if people Mm -hmm. really want credit Mm -hmm. to work that way, you got to let, you got to have to take that government wallet. Yeah, but see, you've not already, but see, you've not already gave the energy and labor away on credit, <laughs> on credit. So where does that take an account for? Because if people ain't getting credited for their energy and labor, what's going to stop them from walking off the job? Okay, so we have to give them incentives and say, hey, we need you to continue providing the goods and services, but you're unlimited. You're unlimited and whatever you choose. They mortgage on everything. They mortgage that's, everything and put it in the pledge. You know, I'm going to say that's not going to happen. Negroes, Negroes and just people in the world, period, are just too lazy. If they know that well, they... Got- I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because everybody's connected to the internet and everybody too. is awakening. I'm going to be, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they would do the right thing. Bro, once they realize, once they realize that they're unlimited, hey, now we need you to go out here and do do good for other people, show other people how to and wake other people up, and so they can start doing good for themselves and their families, and so forth and so forth. We can break the cycle, exactly. and we can perpetuate the good. If I know if that's that what's in our hearts and wills to do. Dollars, if I know I had three point eight million dollars allotted to me every year. I would have mm-hmm. a tutor for my ch- my offspring. I would That's have right. an uh, institution built up where there's no homeless people. I have That's an right. institution where it's a cookhouse. I have an institution where we can learn how to grow aquaponics, all these things, ecology, all That's this. Right. It would be, yeah. it would be my will. The average and it's there, though. It's there. 
yeah. go buy a Cullinan and go grab some change and yeah. go Instagram flexing with the rest of that shit. That's the average but individual. But you know why, right DJ? That's like no, that I can't. I don't know. I can't say that's the average individual. It's like that because of what the society is breeding. That's why, because this is what they constantly flashing in your face, flashing in your face, and it becomes alluring, but it's all attached to some type of monetary value. Because if a person knows within themselves they have this capacity, they're not going to look at the allurement of someone else who's presenting no. this type of capacity. They're going to say, you for know sure. what I need to do for mine and my family and my community, because everyone wants to do that outright. That takes a lot of work, and a lot of people aren't really willing to do that type of work. It starts with me. Well, I, I, I can't say that now these, now these days because people now see the, 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 the value of personal family and household now, all right, behind the, the pandemic. Mm. Shit, people was in their houses with their kids working from home, mama and daddy. The kids going to school from home, mama in the house uh, uh, doing her job, father in the house doing his job. Put they, they put the order back in the family and say, hey, if it's pertaining to personal family, you can go read the CARES Act, too, where they've deemed water, food, electricity, housing to be essential. And this cannot be un overturned or undone. Obama had to come in and start it on the Democrat side. Trump came in on the Republican side and closed the door. I'm I'm very optimistic. I am very optimistic for our people. But I, I'm just saying, from what I'm saying right now, these people is back dropping their kids off at these daycares and yeah, it's, it's, it's and hot girl summer and hoochie uh, daddy summer. Yeah, all that. Yeah. They don't have better agree. Options. You can't do better if you don't know. But better. and that that's what that's I'm true. saying. You better, people have to want to know that that's knowledge. True. What I'm saying is that take it's yeah. a so lot. You that, that's a lot them. for an average person. You get what I'm saying? No, me and you have to comprehend it, understand it, understand it, and then bring it to them in the simplest form. I, look, 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 I'm doing that for me, my exactly. family, my community, my people, but I also got family members that I couldn't drag on this boat. You get what I'm saying? There's people I can't drag on this type of information. That's, That's what I'm true. saying. I'm not saying that I'm not out here in the streets for trying to get my people together, <laughs> but what I'm saying is the average person ain't trying to do that much work can you just hand it to me or unless we don't create a system like the u.s and just give well, them what the type of that but that's what they i'm saying that's what we it. would have to do for them because a lot yeah. of people are going to put this type of effort into what we're talking about you get what i'm saying right. that's a lot yeah, for yeah. A, a, a person who's not in this well, type of knowledge who isn't if you give somebody an incentive like if you give somebody an incentive exactly and say hey i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you how to go if I'm gonna show you how to go get some money out of your out of your cell phone account, let's go help pay for the cell phone and whatever else that you want because you're the one who created and established the account. I got okay. it. If I don't mean to cut you, up, but the same yeah. way you're out here playing with paperwork, I can show you how you can just take a cryptocurrency and stake it and make money with that shit just sitting there, and it's way less work. Hey, well, or, or you don't have to play with money at all, crypto in included. <laughs> you stay on my, you can stand on your consumer side of things and say, "Hey, I need these things for personal, family, and household, which I can't incur debt for." Oh, well, how do I, that, that's on them. <laughs> how do I elevate as a consumer? Like, how can I? How can I increase my network? Well, because every you don't need every, to. Why would you? Everything, everything is what based. Well, because everything is based on the consumer. Everything comes out of you. Everything comes out of you from your energy, your labor, your mind, 
your will and your emotions. That's what everything is based around. And, and that and comes from you, the natural man. Until so now the natural is. man is in a higher, always has been in a higher position than commerce because man is what creates commerce. You see what I'm saying? Commerce can't function without man. I can, I can curve. Nothing can, nothing. So, how do I level up? No what do you mean? You've up. already you've already leveled up. What? All right. How, how many documents have you signed that became valuable? Just just answer that one question for me. Huh? How many documents have you ever signed in your lifetime that were that became valuable? Every single one. All right. They're going to answer to your question right there. But I'm so the value. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. I'm. I'm, I'm going to finish to you. Now, what value did you place on anything that you've ever given away prior? Because you still can go back and do it. Ain't no statutes of limitations on going back and correcting errors. Never. There's never a statute of limitation on that. So what value did you place on your name prior to you giving it away? Your date of birth. Shit, the social security number for that minute. Shit, you traded it. And the signature, right? How much value did you receive from the usage of any of those things that established an account or created a security interest? I'm just saying. I say for me, for the technically the stuff that I actually went back and administered because I've had my stuff in order since Very good. 20. Yeah, um, I probably say in racks because I only had to cut in one, in one person once for utilizing my name the way I didn't see it was. See, BJ, you from Michigan? I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with you. You one of them Michigan folk? Yeah, because <laughs> you know, you know the game. Okay, but, but I, got a question. I, I can't, I can't, I can't refer these questions to you because you're you're actually out here doing the same thing. But however. The, for the value of everything that you've ever created in your life. Everything that you've ever created, whatever it was, a security, an account. I'm just saying, where did you, where, where are people telling them, hey, my name is this amount, holds this amount of currency value. And I'm going to extend my credit for the house and the car, which they actually did. They extended their credit for the home. They extended their credit for the for the for the car, the job, the bank account, the credit cards, the stocks and bonds. They issued the credit for it, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I the, think I... the value. See, here comes where the value. Where does the value come in at? Because they accepted that shit for value, whatever it was. They accepted it for value. So I'm gonna tell you like like uh-huh. um you can't be mad at somebody for running off with your shit. Like if you didn't yes <laughs> the fuck I can. Villages on the deal and they ran off with the bag. You supposed well, to tell well, well, hey, well, I, hey, hey, you know hey, but what what happened to what happened to equity? 
Come on now. These people not at equity. They're in a defect. Equity. Oh, they they, 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 they have to be equity because equity hey, is the spirit of law. They have to be yeah. equity. Hey, hey, but what I was hey, gonna say was what I was gonna mention was he said to level up, right? Why, 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 that's right. Why would a person hold on though? Why would a person mind about uh leveling up when they already have food, clothes, and shelter? Isn't right, that's working for food, clothes, and shelter because we have been conditioned to be competitive? What do you, yeah, that's that's true. We have been conditioned to be competitive. That is absolutely right. It was all banking. Uh, real it was all banking. That's that's what they've been that. teaching us all of our well, lives. Banking, which is capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm a capitalist, bro. That's why I'm. Yeah, but it's not a capitalist society when everybody using the same shit—a birth certificate and a social security number and a signature to do to do everything with. You know, so it's a communism for real. That's the same theory. Is I'm gonna step on whoever I gotta step on to get to the top versus being from Detroit. He just told you, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's what we gonna do. I'm just gonna hey, we from the gutter. That's what we were educated hey, to do. Hey, I grew I'm up on the east side. Shit, yeah, you know how I'm dirty and dangerous it is over there. From, yeah, Jersey too. Yeah, I, I I gotta give it to my Jersey folks. I've lived in Jersey and it's just as grimy as Detroit. <laughs> so you talking? You're not talking to no uh, Harvard scholar. I've been in prison two, three times. But but the thing is. This is what has to change. In order for that to be a change, it has to change with me. Yeah, so got to be the change. Yes, we do. I want to continue to poison my people just to get a dollar. When back then, right. that was yeah. the to do. I'm a poison. You got to sacrifice that. That's right. I got to sacrifice that shit. So the change I got to sacrifice. I got to sacrifice. And see, and that's what I've been teaching, teaching my sons, not to, you know, go off topic. I've been saying, hey, I need y'all to... Start thinking about how hey, we don't need to live with money. Money is a figment of our imagination. Money is a false perception that makes you believe that you have to pay for something that you already own. And that's what I'm that's what I'm embedding into my 17, 18. You know, my five Now, if they choose to go out here and play with money, that's solely up to them. And, you know, I make provisions for that. Every day, my five year old talking about something. Uh, the consumer cannot incur debt for personal family. <laughs> That's good. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Cash for love. You crazy. I'm sorry about that, DJ. We got a little crazy. Jesse, what you got to say, bro? No, what what I what I was saying, man, is you know I'm you know, I'm sitting back and I'm observing, and let me ask you guys something, man. Okay, what what if you had a car business, right? your business you know you're running your business you know, yeah you got your marketing you know you take care of your family yeah. your children right it's what yeah. if i what if i go and i you know I, I do a deal with you you know you uh -huh. guys finance the deal and i said you know, you know what, the, uh -huh. hell, the hell with the promissory note i'm gonna just take the car i'm not paying for this because i already own it H how would you guys feel well, about that? well you would have to go well we would have to go through some type of arbitration because we have an agreement <laughs> before you can take my car there's an arbitration clause in your contract all right, before you can repossess my car or any disputes, we have to arbitrate. So you can't just come take my property because you might send the repo man and might be buried in a six-foot deep casket. <laughs> Sending them over here to reclaim my property that I didn't give you my signature for. Okay, now my signature was worth 100000 You got it? Oh, Michi, he said if you own the car. <laughs> uh, but see, even if the, even if the car lot, even if with the car lot, 
Okay, if I'm going to sell you a car, I'm going to do the honorable thing and say, here, go ahead, take the car. All I need you to do is sign this contract right here. You don't owe me no more money. I'm a, I'm a, and I'm going to say I gifted a car away and I took a loss. And I'm going to file my insurance claim because I gave away a car. And then I'm going to go back and do recoup my gifting on the back end and say, hey, for every dollar that I gifted away, it was worth 16000 IRS, go ahead and cut the check so I can go buy a fleet of cars again and resell them, rinse and repeat. It's, it's just that simple. See, put the uh, consumer first. The long, as long as you put the up. consumer first, don't put the business first. Put the consumer but first. You, you, you all, Say, hey, I'm going to give you whatever car you want. I'm going to give you whatever car you want. All I need you to do is sign the purchase agreement. That's all I need you to do. You are operating. You you are operating and incorporated. Uh, uh, what they would call. Don't matter. I'm on the open market. I'm on the open market, though. I'm on the open market. I got an EIN number. I can give away whatever I choose to give away, whether I'm an LLC, a business trust. (laughs) I can donate to whoever I choose to donate. And I can recoup the gift on the back end, whether I'm... Okay, Okay, so so basically you're saying I get a car from you and I run that car in the ground and I decide I don't want to pay you um, you're saying you're gonna you're gonna write that off as a loss or donate it is what you're saying. Oh, you no, you didn't already pick at the beginning purchase agreement. So I, that's all I need. That was my payment enough. That's payment enough for me. Sign the purchase agreement. I'm gonna send that purchase agreement in with my tax obligation with a zeroed out balance, and I'm gonna recoup sixteen thousand dollars for every one dollar that I gifted away, and then I'm gonna file an insurance claim. Okay, because I took a L on the commercial side. Because I didn't make no money. <laughs> Man, hey. That's a lot. Of, I, I, I got it. I got, hey, I'm going to say this here. I'm going to say this here. You know, I, I, I got a dude calling me now, blowing up a phone, want, trying, to, trying to get me to get him out of jail, but I won't touch it. Because I well, told him to cut that out. To do is to, all he has to do is go back and place a price tag on his signature because he signed his way in there. So he goes back. No, 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 no. What I'm, what I'm saying is what, what, what I, what I'm sensing. I don't know, uh, man. It, what, what you, what you're talking? That's kind of that's some shady stuff there, man. It's not shady. The IRS is. If you go read the tax laws, see, I know the tax laws. <laughs> I got an aunt, I got you, an aunt I, that's been working in the IRS for thirty-five years. I got an uncle so who's I, a city councilman. I got three attorney family members, and I'm telling you, what you're that, talking about, that's going to land you behind bars. No, it's, no, it won't. I've been doing it already. It, it will never land me behind bars. The only way I'm going to get behind bars is if I put myself there or sign my way into it. Cause that's what they want to. <laughs> so no, it's not gonna happen. My body is held in. Of course. Well, let's do a quick room reset. No, what I was saying, my body is held in trust. Okay, so my executor is not gonna allow that shit to happen. No way. <laughs> Let me reset the room. We exempt. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you good. I'm sorry. Um, um, first off, um, it is Memorial Day give honors to all the veterans those people who serve or gave their life in order to make sure that we had a better one ourselves i do come from a military background. both my parents are marines so we want to give honors right. to them. okay um 
It's Money Mondays, Trust Fund Babies and Markets. Earlier, we opened up and we were talking about the standing position with the crypto markets and the, the housing market and also the stock market, the bond market. And I just wanted to get some of you all's views on some of these particular, you know, like situations. So, um, gee, um, everybody, um, well, I know you're knowledgeable and you spoke about the housing market earlier. How do you feel about the direction of the stock market? And if we're investors, kind of like what we should be, how we should be setting ourselves up and what we should be doing with our money right now. In terms of the stock market, you buy when there's blood in the streets. It's going to come back. It always does. It always does. You just want to be smart about the companies that you're investing in, that this, you know, the stock that you're buying. You want to look at these people's uh, financial statements and you want to look at uh, how long that they performed. You want to look at, you know, their, 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 their growth. And, you know, uh, it's, it's just really simple. It's like, it's like a three, three point formula that you, you just want to stick to, but it's very simple. But I would definitely say now's the time to buy. Keep buying. Even if it hurts, keep buying. Because what's going to happen is that stock that you pay for $10 when the market recovers and that stock goes up to $5, you're going to make a substantial amount of money off the deal. No, I can't care. And that's why like, I wanted to open up this room because I, I watch, like, I wake up. Like, I'm probably about to cut on Bloomberg in the background on my computer while I'm listening to y'all talk and jumping in and out because I watch the things like I'm, <laughs> the things, those transactions, those ups and downs in the market and also listen to them talking about, you know, where we were two years ago, because these aren't things that we always keep track of. So it's good to hear it from people who actually work in these fields and it helps us to manage better the direction we're going to take or move our money in. So. If you're going to move money in this capacity, for sure, educate yourself or you're going to take a loss. That's just the way. And even I'm going to be real with you. If you gamble, which stocks is, you're going to take a loss. May not be big, but it's just part of the game. Like my pops told me when I started riding, riding motorcycles, he was like, yo ass going to fall. He was like, it's part of the game. And I fell. Motherfucking bike came right from underneath my ass. <laughs> it's just it's how it's part of the game, fam. But that shit isn't to discourage nobody from it. But you, everybody get that um, they bumps and bruises. Shit, it's like saying you're gonna become a black belt without ever getting hit in the face. I didn't got hit a couple of times, not many, but a couple. So, <laughs> just like you, people got to be willing to jump into the market because scared money don't make no money. And this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Some people will never see this shit again. Like with the market being shit. And the development of certain blockchain technology at the same time, crazy. Bro, Bitcoin. I, I had people tell me it, I was crazy when I went out and I, I bought these bitcoins uh, around twenty eight thousand. Listen, man, if you understood what was getting ready to happen, you'd be jumping on Bitcoin like crazy. Even if it's point thirteen, thirteen percent of a Bitcoin. I was in right now. This shit was almost what. 50, 60, not too many. Oh, man, come on, son. Opportunity. Like, you can deal with the Bitcoin up and down fluctuations. Like, from 30, 31 to 27, 28, that's not bad. That's not going to hurt. Yo, DJ, what I miss, man? I was, I was on the phone. <laughs> 
um, Michi and um, G, just they was they was having um, mutually respectable difference of opinions. Miss Goku and Vegeta, go at her, bro. Go at her, fam. It was it was it was interesting. It was interesting. They got it live. Oh, man. No, but you know, you know, but you know. As it pertains to like consumer protection law and things like that, and and brother, brother Jesse, he works in real estate market and has certain licensing and also has families, members who are attorneys, lawyers, and stuff like this. It's like kind of like my situation, you know. And then also knowledgeable processes. It's not like he just talking to a completely green. So. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was. It's, uh, I'm, it was I'm gonna let you hear the replay. I'm gonna let you hear the replay. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta hear what y'all was talking about. You know, um, it's not, you know, it's not against the consumer protection laws and stuff. There's nothing wrong with that, but uh, that shit is. Uh, I had to understand what it means to also when you say consume. Like you ain't building, you just start consuming. That shit sounds like destruction too. At the same time, um, you know who you be listening to? I said that. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you're right. It does, it does. I'm like, yeah, you got a point that 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 word at the same time it it has a double edged double edged sword, um, and stuff like that. But you only have you have these laws in place because because of how the system is and where it's going but what happened when you fix it the thing is if you're comfortable dealing in a consumer aspect like i did you're going to be very comfortable in the way that you're going to be very comfortable in the way um, take care of you in the near future you're going to be comfortable on you're going to be comfortable getting your credit deposited into your wallet it, you know, just you know, like, like everything that it seemed like a lot, that it seemed like a lot, they gonna fall right into that paradigm dealing in the consumer, consumer aspect. aspect. And the laws that are there to protect consumers, the laws that are there in order to protect beneficiaries, the laws that are there in order to protect people who are a part of these systems. And I have no problem with that, but it's always about, like I said, when we play Monopoly, what's your position? in this game you on the board or are you the motherfucker moving the money i'm the motherfucker moving the money I'm not playing these games with these people in a consumer role there is no there is no space for to be a producer right isn't that, is that that's the whole not. problem what you were talking about dj being able to level up i'm about to say let um brother jasper speak on it because that was my question earlier i had asked i'm like where's the level up in a consumer aspect right. if i'm cons- how do I monetize off of my consumption? But he said it's not necessary. But I'm not a unless everybody has an IQ of 140 and above, I'm not fucking with that with everybody. <laughs> no, Jasper, you gonna say something? Yeah, I was I was just gonna add and mention that it's okay to be like you say, make the money and be on the money side of things. But in all actuality, you are firing the beast that's controlling the people. On the consumer side, you're telling them, okay, we comprehend that there's no money. 
I comprehend that the value is that application that you've given me, which is an issue to currency, which is an issue to credit. How is the credit being issued? It's coming from me, that template. You're telling me you're going to give me credit. So when I sign that document, that application, that's giving me the credit. You see? So now on the consumer protection side of things, from that which I comprehend, if they're saying a consumer cannot incur debt for personal, family, and household goods, and they're saying that you have essential goods, which is water, housing, clothing, the things of these natures, then that takes away the whole, I need to level up because if I have a vehicle that's working for me fine, I'm gonna travel in it. If I have a home that's sheltering me, I'm gonna be happy with it. You see, it's not gonna be, I gotta get better than you. I gotta get more than you. Oh wait, I gotta have more than you. It won't be like that. And how would you level up as you say? Well, you'll level up your time into putting your time and effort into something that you actually want to do. Most people don't want to work at Burger King flipping a burger for no $8 an hour when perhaps they want to write books or perhaps they want to actually go cut grass. But they'll be cutting the grass in a Rolls Royce. They'll be, cut, they'll be writing a book in a Bugatti. They're not worried about, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. Oh, the money, the money, the money. They're not worried about the money. They'll wake up and say, wait a minute, everything's taken care of over here. I've got food, clothes, and shelter taken care of. Let me put my interest in something else. Let me put my interest in cultivating the land so that we can have food. Let me put my interest in cultivating the minds of my offspring so that they could be the future doctors, lawyers, or will we even need lawyers at that time? So the dynamics of the system on the consumer protection, it changes your mindset because now you say consume. We are consumers, whether you say you're not, you're consuming air, aren't you? And if the IRS, which they are planning on doing, want to tax the air, they're going to tax the air that you're breathing. So being a consumer is not about being stingy and selfish, at least from how I'm looking at it. It's not about being stingy, selfish. It's about actually understanding there is no money, that your time and your effort is what's going to increase the society, your society or your community or those people in your locality that you want to help. That's the level up to me. No, I and I get that, and I appreciate your candor and also your your perception and point of view, as it pertains to your level up. For for me, the because of my involvement with certain business and also government contracts and stuff, the only way I see that for me, I'm not saying this is what it is, but the only way I see that being possible and what I, what I know personally is if there's a small eco community that is already financially backed or financially set in order so that they can establish a system that will be self-perpetuating and then even still there's going to need to be some type of service or product in order to even make that happen so you like all the service and the product the state already, right I, now gets every year three point go look it up on the social security the state gets from every birth they get 3.8 million a year from funded from the government so the money is there. The aspect of they don't have money, bro. They don't have money. You just you said it yourself. They don't have money. I the got credit. money. That's the, the reason why the credit. Money not the credit is what I'm I, talking I'm about. Silver. The 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 funds, the grants. They're getting grants to put the roads down and and all these other things that they say that we need, that we're needed. The zone improvement plans from us giving them our social security and all these type of things. They're building these things, saying that we need them because we have 
signed up with them. So it's not like it's not like that. It's not about the money at the end of the day. If for them, it's about the money. It shouldn't be about the money for us because guess what? If someone comes to me and tell me right now, okay, I'll take the life of your offspring for a billion dollars. My 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 offspring's life is priceless. I'm not taking no money. I I I concur. Yeah, you my children are priceless. That there is no monetary amount on them, and I get that. My only thing is when it comes to establishing, and it's not necessarily when I said. I'm, we are designed to be competitive. Me, myself, the only individual I'm competing with is me because I design what it is where I push myself and I beat my own goals because I personally don't see a need to compete with other people because it isn't too many people doing exactly what it is that I do. And that's not to sound arrogant or anything. It's just that I picked a very particular lane that don't too many people deal in if you know exactly what my some of my companies are. So... I technically don't got too much competition. So I don't necessarily feel like I'm, I'm just saying like, as it pertains to what I'm going to leave behind for my family and our legacy, how do I love what? Because when you talk about business models and things, somebody's going to be controlling something because classism doesn't just dissolve. There's going to be a top, there's going to be a bottom pause, but you understand what I'm saying? There is, there's always going to be that because we either have monarchies, we have democracies, whatever. There's a ruling class, and then there's always going to be somebody. Do you? Th these wealthy families will not allow themselves to be absorbed into the same position as regular average individuals. You want to know how I know? Because I'll never let my family do that shit. Not how hard they worked. But, but what about but what about the average person who doesn't have the wherewithal to get there? Where's his protections at? Is his protection a pallet box house home with a tent over it on the side of the road? Where's his protections at? It's all right for people that have the wherewithal, that have the mental capacity to go out there and create those structures that you're mentioning. That's absolutely fine. But what about the other people? And 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 then on top of that. How many billionaires are there in the world? Are there over 500 billionaires the last time I checked? But there's poverty, there's homelessness. So what is the purpose of being a steward of money if you're not allowing that money to embedder humanity? Who gets to dictate how I get to move my cash when I'm the one who woke up every day and grind for that shit? No one. No one is saying that anyone has any dictatorship over your funds and your uh, sweat equity. Yeah, so that's that's solely when I establish for my estate and my family, that's for my estate and my family. Now, per how good we do, we'll be willing to establish some philanthropic work and then, you know, shoot some of the change off the back end. But that shit is for my bloodline and everybody that's the mentality that melanated people are lacking, and that's the reason why they're behind, because everybody else understands rule number one, self-preservation. Take care of yourself and your family before you start going out here mixing and matching and doing shit with other people. So until we get that shit in order, we are, we're so loving, that shit destroys us. But that's that's our that's our that's our issue. We have a very, like the, the the whole idea of what what we're talking about is a utopian, you know, like a, a perfect 
situation. You know, we don't need money. Everybody's, you know, equal. We we all can just have all of the nice. No, shit, that but... utopia is actually evil. Have you ever looked it up? That's an evil perception of that man who made that up. That's not nothing good. That's not that's not equity. That utopia is a false. Is a false. Society. I'm I'm not I'm, I'm I'm talking about just I'm talking about the idea of you know everything can work perfect society. I'm not talking about you know whatever somebody's definition of what I'm talking about the the idea that you know we uh we we don't need any of this. We can do all of this because everybody's gonna be on the same type of time. You get what I'm saying? Like how DJ is talking about everybody's not gonna be on the same type of time, and how you talking about so people don't have the wherewithal or whatever it is. You know, there's there's gonna be levels. There's always gonna be levels because. Because that, 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 that's how we're built. We're, we're built to be on levels. People are going to want more. People are going to want to do more. People are going to want to do less. You get what I'm saying? That's why so that, does, that does that make someone better than? Does that make someone better than the next person? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just asking because just because a person, we all essentially are going to meet the same demise, and that's death. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, yes, self-preservation. You're supposed to save yourself and your family. Absolutely. But when you come to a position in your life where your essentials are being taken care of, now you can start implementing those wills that you want to see happen in regards of helping other people, helping. Because back in the day when we were tribal people, when we were actually tribal people, everyone helped everyone. Look at the Mormons. How long it take them to build a house? Or rather, not the Mormons, those other people in the uh, woods, the Amish. It don't take them long to build a house. You got 50, 60 Amish people picking up a house, moving it, because they get it together there's power. You see, I always say this. If Just imagine if that millionaire march, when all the people went down there, say, you know what, let's open up a little kitty. Let's put some money in here. It's a million of us here. Put $2. That's $2 million. Now, back then, $2 million is a lot. But the mental capacity isn't there. The togetherness isn't there. It's, I got to get my million dollars before you get your million dollars. I got to do this before you can do this. And that is something that is plaguing us because at the end of the day if there's a protection that's saying food clothing shelter is essential consumer protection i mean that's like a no-brainer for me limited and not limited now if i want to be a if so, i want to be a car mechanic i open my shop come on bring your cars i take care of it that's what i want to do with my life and my time so I, let's say we're, we're, we're two people and I cut down a hundred trees and you don't cut down a hundred trees. We both gonna get the same, the same thing under the day. What you cut those trees down for? Did you cut those trees down so that we could build a house that your community could have a house? Or did you just cut the trees? Like what was the purpose of you? What was your intention? Cause every action is based upon an intention. I'm saying well, whatever it's for. If me and you are standing here and I cut down a hundred trees and you don't cut down any, but you still gonna benefit from everything. Like, it, 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 do you not see like the the problem in that? I'm not saying like, I'm not for my people. This kind of other. I'm saying if some people are, you know, not gonna do because they, let's say they don't have to or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or they don't have to. Whatever it is. But I'm saying if because because that that that's how you create the 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 the, the system. The, the, not the system, but like the the separation and you know um, the, the the quote unquote leveling up. If I'm willing to do more, you get what I'm saying. That, that, that that's the point I'm I'm making. I'm, I'm not saying that you know I'm not doing it for the community or whatever or blah, blah blah. But I'm just saying if I if I myself decide to do more than such and such, you feel me? How does that work in this type of system? It's merely a question. I'm just I'm just I'm dialoguing with you. Do more, do more, and and as far as the consumer protection is what you're concerning uh, regarding this in from a consumer protection aspect, which is already in law. 
I mean, I, I was talking about, I was talking about more in like the, the whole, you know, um, the, the fake utopia I was talking about. Like if, if, if we're not worried about all of that, we're doing everything for the community, just that and the other. It's okay. The same okay. things that's happening right now though. What's the difference that's happening now? It's no difference now. I just mentioned there's over 500 billionaires in the world. You have one, you have one person that can, that can change the magnitude of everyone's life overnight if they so will to do that. So. Where's the balance in that? Everybody not meant to be rich. Some niggas gonna die broke. That's the fact. Hold on, hold on though. But you are already rich. No, you're no. y'all have to stop. Yes, you it, are. You you y'all are lying to people. I've been letting hold on, hold on, rock hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking you about You even money. talking Just about the me. social security. Hold on. The person hold, forget that. Forget, no, no, no. Forget that. Forget the social security. Forget the logic of man. Forget all of that, right? Two of the most essential things that the creator gave you, he gives to you for free. Air and water. Free. I'm yeah, as a, a natural individual, yes, you are very wealthy just through your family and your experiences and just having what you have on top of your shoulders. Yes, I completely concur with that aspect. All I'm saying is motherfuckers is out here selling dreams. Motherfucker been watching too much Disney Channel and people get caught up in bits and pieces of little bits of information. I went to school and learned this stuff. I came up in private school. That's why I've been able to excel in this particular type of information. That's the reason why I even ask the questions I do and scrutinize the shit, even when I know the parts that work. But I also know what's for the public is for the public and what's for the private is for the private. And I will not violate any trade secrets and put myself or my family in a position to where the feds gonna come knocking my door. And trust me, the government know exactly what the fuck I do and who my family is and everything. And I have never had a problem with these people. So I know it will work. And I know it's gonna send y'all to the feds. And whenever you hear me say that shit, please believe I'm not saying it just to be, you know, arrogant or anything like that. And we have opportunities of a lifetime right now. And what I personally feel, and also knowing the background of a lot of these processes and how they were actually established by United States agents and things like this, I know that people are being misdirected from where they should be or what it is they should be doing in order to close that wealth gap. Because being dependent on a situation that you didn't establish, that's no different than a fucking handout, fam. If you didn't make the system in order to send over the credits to yourself, you're being dependent on another individual. And when that system cap excuse me, collapses, what does that mean for your family and its stability? It itself is gone. Why would I allow my family to have that type of volatility? I would never. I'm the chief of my family, like literally documented chief. I could never do that shit. I, I would want them to remove me if I was out here moving loose like that, telling my family that, I'm gonna make y'all get paid off some birth certificates and social security cards. Fuck no, I'm a grown ass man with mouths to feed. And I do understand consumer protection laws. I also understand where my family relationship is with the United States government. We never gave over our rights. We signed the first treaties with these motherfuckers. Like first treaty with the United States, look it up. With the Indian tribe. That's my grandfather and my uncle's name on that. So I understand and I will not put myself in a lesser position and take handouts from my lesser. 
which the United States is. So I'm going to establish like Prophet Noble Drew Ali told individuals, and this isn't, um, this isn't, uh, you know, in order to praise the Moors in particular, but this is a very factual statement. He said that Europeans going to teach you how to run a government, which they did. You can establish a system and you can have members and trustees within your own network and you can generate credits for your people the same way how the Seminole tribe 15 minutes from my house does and everybody got black cards and I know them because I know the CEO of the tribe who run the damn casino and I seen this black card. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm yeah, it's different out here, fam. <laughs> My house getting clean right now. That's why I muted out. My bad. Um, Je anybody got something to say? Uh, I know Jesse. You you've actually had experience with some of these processes and things like that. Even like this is not to discourage people. It's to be fucking forthcoming because nobody's gonna talk to you about the bad parts. Do you have any stories or any examples about some of these things that people are expressing? And just because. Everybody just like Jay, rainbows. Go I've ahead. seen a, I've seen a lot of stuff, man. And I'm telling you, man, I'm telling people, listen, man, just work hard, work hard, make good investments. And, and, and if anything, what you should be doing with your kids is teaching your children how to pool their money together. It's like, you know, I got two daughters and a son and I'm telling my children stay home. You know, bring your check to the pot. Everybody bring their check to the pot. My son is finishing up his uh be finishing up his sophomore year, cybersecurity. He's already getting offers, eighty, ninety thousand dollars right out the gate. And I'm telling him, bring your check to the pot. My oldest daughter, she lives in Europe, she's coming back over here, and I'm telling her, bring your check to the pot. My youngest daughter, who's studying uh getting her AA degree in legal studies, I'm telling her the same thing. I'm teaching them how to bring their money to the pot and work together as a unit. That's how you got to do it. And then make good investments. That, you know, back then, man, our grandparents were having like, you know, 10, 15 kids. The whole purpose of that was you got 15 different checks coming in. The only thing with them is that they, they didn't really understand the system they was dealing with. If they had had a little bit more knowledge in terms of the system and investments, it, man, we'd be, it'd be crazy right now, you know? Um, but, but that's what I'm telling people, man, just, just work hard. All this easy way, man, don't mess with that stuff. If you do, you know, people was talking about <coughs> 1099 OIDs. I got somebody calling me about that too. And I told them, I'm not going to help you because I told you to leave it alone. I Bro. told you, you're going to get yourself in trouble. And they I didn't did. listen. And they got that letter from the IRS, <laughs> man. And they're in trouble. I just shared a quick five years for that shit. And people just act like, oh, no, they paperwork just wrong. No, these motherfuckers had millions before they even play with the paperwork. You think they didn't go find the, like, they, man, fam, flew a motherfucker out first class to come do his paperwork. Homie, I know. They still locked that motherfucker up. And you think you are any different with your regular less than 100,000 bank accounts? They just haven't got to you yet because they got so much accounting to do. It's a lot of people here. That don't mean they're not going to circle back around, fam. You think they're not coming to get all this PPP money back from them? 
Yeah, man. You, yeah, that money was supposed to be used for uh, working capital. But that wasn't what got people in trouble. It was the fact that these people were fabricating fake Social Security numbers and stuff, man. Saying that they got this many employees when, you know, they're going to look at your tax return. They're going to look at your prior year's tax return. And, you know, these people, I guess they weren't smart enough to realize that, you know, hey, that Social Security number that you're using, they have records of that stuff. And you can actually view your account online with the IRS to see what what has been reported. So you, you just can't just <clears throat> there's a right way to do things and there's a wrong way to do things. And, and I just encourage people, man, you want to get around like minded people. It, you know, it, it's like, you know, when you when you when you're dealing with businesses and trusts and stuff like that, these are these are persons. These are persons. These persons have a will of their own. And these persons have specific purposes. You're like prime example. A, a, a corporation is a person. It, it, it gives you more rights than your incorporated estate. It gives you more rights. For, for example, your incorporated estate, you, you can't have more than $10,000 hit that bank account. If you do, you're going to have to explain where you got the money from because your job or whatever you're doing don't justify that. However, if the money hits your business account, ain't nobody going to mess with you because it's a business. See, these are things that we, 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 we weren't educating on this stuff, man, you know, in terms of trust. You know, you get a trust, you get an irrevocable trust, that, that trust is the whole assets. You don't put cash in that thing. The moment you put more than $13,500, you're going to pay 37.5% taxes. So you don't want to mess with that. You don't want to mess with that stuff. You got to understand what you're doing. Or if you're saying, okay, well, I have a second citizenship from another country. Okay, great. You you know, I want to set up an LLC outside. Okay, well, look at the four tax systems. How you want to be taxed? Well, this zone here, no tax. Okay, set up, set it up in one of these no tax uh, zone countries. Depending on where the money's coming from, if it's crypto, great. You can set it up in a place like Nevis St. Kitt. That's a person. Then you open up, Ooh, set up an offshore trust. Yeah, it's, they, they're persons. And so, for instance, to keep yourself out of trouble with the United States government, you, you, you would have yourself as a managing member on that LLC. That way you can report your W-2 taxes, um, you being a managing member, but you don't have to disclose the income because you don't own it. The, 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 the offshore trust in Cook Island own it. So that trust in Cook Island is a person, and it's protected under the laws of Cook Island. And that LLC in Nevis is, is property uh, is is owned by the truck. So I mean, there's different ways you can do this thing. What I'm saying is, before you jump out there and do something, man, go talk to an attorney. Go go go, go talk to someone who 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 has been there, done that. That's what they went go to school to an for. Attorney so, who I'm about to no law. Look, see, go I was just to about to tell you that trigger word no for these law. people, bro. That's a trigger word. Call, telling them go no, talk I'm to serious. an attorney. Attorney means to turn over. So, man, like, listen, no, bro. this is fact, bro. This is not, this wait, is not wait. fake. For the sake of the room, because there's so many new people and listeners. That's why I'm like, that's it's a trick, bro. Hey, man, I, I'm going like, to tell you this here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this if here. If you need legal man. advice, yes, go talk to attorney. If you need lawful advice, you have to you have to do your own due diligence. No, that's not even necessarily true because it's particular. Um, there's particular counsel that is knowledgeable in natural law and certain inalienable rights and equitable situations. So you can find competent people 
for your situation and you can contract them in on the council. That's what I was, that's what I was trying to get to the point before y'all started, you know, like going at bro, because you can't. Attorneys, attorneys. No. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, you can find people for a particular situation. And I'm somebody who I've appointed an attorney in a particular situation that got remedy because I knew what was going on myself. But it's, it's like how you said as well, Jasper, about making sure that you get educated yourself as well. As much as you can, even if you are going to have a third party allocate some of these things on your behalf, you still want to be knowledgeable, fam. So, um, but like he, like how Jesse also said, somebody with experience as well. Sometimes it may not be an attorney. It's somebody who went through these situations. I can tell you about it. Like my partner, job, very experienced. Like he has a DTC number and every So a lot of these bonded processes and SEC transactions. And even I have people on my team with Series 7 license and stuff like that. They're experienced. They may not be attorneys, but they can tell me about their experience. And I yield. Yeah, the, the key is, man, I just want to see everybody in good health. I, I, I want you to, you know, live a, a fruitful life. And, you know, whatever you whatever your heart desires and whatever you, you know, work hard for, um, I want to see you get to where you're trying to go. And, and, and sometimes, man, it just takes that you sit down and you plan and you just make good decisions, you know. Um, you know, that, that's what I want to see. But I don't want to see anybody locked up in jail and then they calling me or calling, you know, bothering other people about trying to get you out of there when, especially if we, we told you not to do it, don't do it. You know, these are traps, man. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, you know, that like, like uh, DJ was saying about that PPP money, man. You know, people making fake social security numbers and, you know, then people taking that money and buying like, houses and cars you, you that they told you what that money was supposed to be used for and people decided that you know what i'm gonna do what i want to do no nah, it doesn't work like that that money's supposed to be used working capital towards your business that's how it's supposed to be used and and, and, and dollar, people dollar face back eight transactions i mean two, they know what you know with that money every time yeah they they know and, and, and see, and see, if you're gonna do transactions, man, remember, man, everything should be done business to business. You should not be doing anything with your personal account. You shouldn't be co-mingling. You shouldn't be doing any of that stuff. And if anything, if you got a business, man, listen, whenever you do an expense for your business, you need to sign managing member or authorized representative of this, this LLC, therefore, so it doesn't show that you're co-mingling with your personal uh, uh, assets. And then if you're going to transfer monies from your business account to your personal account, just let your accounting accountant know that it was compensation for you. That's what you did. You know, it was compensation, you know? And so I just, like I said, I want to keep y'all out of trouble, man. I don't want to see any of you guys in jail. I don't want to see any of you guys going through stuff, man, because I've seen this stuff and I'm telling you, there were some times where I was so bought in to what people were saying, man, and I'd almost, I almost got caught, but then my family, the people that are surrounding me that I trust, you know, I would call and run things by them, and they would always tell me, no, 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 don't do that. Matter of fact, call such and such, call Bob, Bob, Bob got you straight, or call Bill, you know? You know, my grandfather, was a real respected man and you know he spent a lot of time on the golf course with these people building relationships so because of who he was 
those relationships automatically flow over to me. And so this is why, you know, if I don't know something, I'm going to go ask because I don't want to get in trouble. You know, I have children. My children are my legacy and I want to see them be the best they could possibly be. I want to put them in the best position that I can put them in, but I don't want to see them go to jail. I don't want to see any hurt and harm to them. And the same thing with you guys, man. I don't want to see you guys out there. Somebody tell you to do something and then you end up in jail. And now this person come telling you, oh, well, you didn't do it right. Or you didn't study hard enough. You know, all that crazy nonsense, man. Uh, you was chopping up a little bit, but also what he said, though, um, stop taking advice from people who don't got shit to lose. Like for real, like these people, some of these people don't got no families, anything, and they not risking anything with what they telling you. Like you got to look at that. Y'all shouldn't have friends who ain't got shit to lose. The people who don't got shit to lose are dangerous. They're very dangerous. And that also mean in some capacity they haven't established nothing for themselves because they don't they're not fear isn't always bad and i heard somebody i was, I was just reading a comment somebody was saying something about operating in the capacity of fear fear can save your motherfucking life like how i said yesterday i have a fear of going broke i have a fear of my children me not being able to feed my children i have a fear of not amounting to certain things in life just shit, being a bum so that shit is going to drive me in order to be better I'm okay with fear in that capacity, but I'm not going to be anxious and allow things or the aspect of things not happening in order to distort me or distract me from gaining my goals. You feel me? So that's the difference. Fear isn't always bad, but what, what brother uh, Jesse is saying is he's informing you that a lot of people who are out here teaching these processes who haven't done a lot of these things themselves, like, so I went and got certified in taxes. So... I, I immersed myself in a situation that way I just wasn't on the outside looking in. I learned how they teach people how to deal with it on the public side. And I also know it on the so private side. So you know side. about category five, five, you know about category five form? You said category five what? Form, category five form. Um, I can just open a book, bro. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know off heart. I'm not a tax expert. No I just, I just no, got certified. No I'm not you mean like class five gift in the state? Oh, yeah. Exactly. So now, so now the question is, right, the tax agent, when you're giving him these Category 5 forms, 1099, W-4, all these forms that fall under Category 5 forms, they're not checking that it's a different state form. So from the beginning, they're already committing fraud on the document. They're clicking that it's a income form. Can you verify they doing that? If you paying income taxes, they doing that. If it's a gift in estate tax, that's a you have money coming in if it's documented as income. And that's the reason why people gotta know how they should be moving money. But the because w, loans those forms are not income forms, is what I'm trying to tell you. The form fall under category five form. So just the mere presence of that form on your lap, in your hand, it automatically shows that it's a gift in estate form. It's not an income tax form if so it, the problem a, is a miseducation. The irs form yes it's a, it's a it falls under it's an irs form but it falls under category five which is gift in the state okay so the thing is 
<laughs> the crazy thing is y'all are using other people's paperwork and processes and telling them how their shit is going based on what they put on there. And all honesty, a motherfucker got, who creates it has the ability to do whatever they want to do with it. So whenever like you send in the process, uh, a particular document, you be like, this is supposed to be for this. If it's, they can always write underlying clauses and also adjust documents to where they can say that. Wait, this but the tax agent didn't, didn't fill the form out for you from the beginning is the point that I'm saying. The tax agent didn't didn't have the knowledge that that form was a gift in a state form because just like there's a box to click income, there's a box to click gift in the state. That's not... So it's not making not, something uh, up. That, so as a, as like as a H&R block representative or anything, that's not their job. That's not their job. It is their Unless job you come because in. you're confiding in them. You're confiding them in them to do what is correct because you don't have the knowledge of it. So you're going to them because they're Hell, supposed to be the professional. Attorneys, bro. These people not attorneys. These are tax That's agents. That's a service, man. Like they if, hold. If you ever learn something, I apologize. If you allow another man to fill out your other stuff right, then you're incompetent. That's a, that's law. That's a fact. Good, but I I go ahead, bro. I'm, Yo, a lot of those things that you're talking about, W-2s being gift tax forms and so forth, and so so as a lot of 1099s are also gift forms and stuff like that. Um, when you go to a tax professional and you expect them to fill it out a certain way, we also have to realize it didn't start with that tax professional. You have to go back to your job and talk to them about that stuff. Exactly. So now, so now you go back to them and you ask them, say, are you aware that this is a, a category five form? Perhaps they're going to say no, because they didn't know. Because if they knew from the beginning, why would they want to do fraudulent on you? Wait, so that's but, the problem. But here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. So DJ, he told you he got a certification in taxes. He learned the private and the public way, right? That's DJ. I can't say H&R Black is going to be the same way. Nine times out of ten, when they do hire sprees for H and R Block or any tax office, they do it like they just learn procedure. Just teaching them correct. They just learn right. how to they tap just, the spray right. button, enter name, everything. So that's all the point right. I'm saying. It's a lot of surface level knowledge that the people don't know. They're not comprehending. They're not getting. Basically, it boils down to this: we're not getting full disclosure on none of these unilateral contracts. So, because from the beginning, it's a unilateral contract. We didn't get full disclosure. It's automatically null and void. You have unclean hands because if you would have gave me all the options from the beginning, now I'm at a salad bar. Maybe I don't want tomatoes. Maybe I just want pickles and walnuts and a little bit of salad. You see what I'm saying? But they're not disclosing all the information. And that's what's happening across the board. So whose job is it to, to, to pretty much correct that situation? That's the question. It's your job because you're the one who you put your that's your Picasso. You put your name on that. Document. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. That's an exact point. But how many so, people correct any of that? You know what I'm saying? People don't correct. Like if, if you come somewhere and you order a Big Mac and I give you a chicken sandwich and you go eat that chicken sandwich, then what what, what are we talking about? If you don't go back to your employee and let them know or up, say something, that, type that, of stuff? that was a poor example because I was just at a steakhouse the other day. I asked for a T-bone steak. They brought me a ribeye. When they came back with the with the bill, I said, y'all didn't even come talk to me about this change here. 
I ate it because my party's here and I didn't want to wait another 20 minutes for a steak. Who's going to take care of this? Oh, don't worry about that. Took it off the bill. When I place my order, if you don't deliver my order, who's, whose fault is that? So if you would have just paid for it, then what? Then that would have been the gift, the kindness of me just wanting to pay for it. That's my option. That's my that's my uh, prerogative to say, okay, I'm going to pay for it or not. But what I'm saying, if, if, I don't do if, if your food gets you, switched and you leave with, with by, by, if, you, if your food gets switched and you eat it and you pay for it and you leave without saying nothing, then what? No, nothing happened because nobody was, was noticed of anything is what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. We are, we're, in a, we're in a social engineering uh, uh, society, bro. If that happens, you could call back and say, people do it all the time. They do the social engineering stuff. They call back and say, yeah, my food was X, Y, and Z, and they refund you, or they tell you, come get another one. So that's kind of a poor example. The point I'm is... Not, what, what I'm saying is notice was given by you. Most people aren't giving anybody notice of anything. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying that it, it can't happen or there isn't any retribution to happen. What I'm saying is if you don't notice anything, if you don't give anybody to notice, then nothing's going to happen. And most people don't give anybody notice about anything. Yeah, this I, I might think this is that, but if I don't give anybody notice, then what? Then that just means that you didn't have the comprehension to know that you were supposed to give notice. That doesn't make it right or wrong. I'm I'm not saying it makes it right or wrong, but I'm saying the notice from us is, is is what is what's needed, right? Because because people are gonna do whatever. If you you say it's one thing, but they use it as something else. If you don't say anything, then then what? It's it's gonna it's gonna continue. You have to you have to put that notice in there. Of course, but if you don't know, then you're not gonna say until you find out and learn. And then once you learn, that's when you're gonna say, wait a minute. I didn't know I had this option here. This option had it been presented to me from the beginning. I would have chose this option. Who can we talk about this? Peace. I got a question about what y'all just started discussing. Um, it's, you know, this is a real high level conversation for a layman. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's, it's like being in kindergarten for me, you know, and, um, I want to give notice, you know, for my 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 essentials, water bill, power bill, gas bill. And I don't know if I, I don't remember if I was in this room last week and a brother was explaining to me that I, I haven't uh, completed my processes yet with my documents. But um, he was saying it don't matter that all I have to do is give notice to those entities and I can start um, having my account. Uh, take care of my mere essentials. Uh, I just want to be get some clarity on giving notice. And, you know, I said what I said to let you know that I'm not in the know, you know, as, as, as far as being well-versed like you guys are. So can you expound on that for me uh, a little bit, please? I'm about to say, forgive me, brother John. I actually just walked back towards my phone. I only heard part. I only heard the end part of your statement, bro. Forgive me. Brother John, you still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Can if you don't mind, can you repeat your statement? I only heard the end part of it. What What I was asking was that I'm pretty much in the kindergarten status with the information, you know, cause I, I, to me, it's a high level conversation. I've been on here probably 45 minutes or an hour, I think, you know, um, I want um, some clarity on giving notice 
for my mere necessities, water bills, power bills, you know, um, things of that nature to, to start giving notice. I haven't completed the processes with my documents yet, but I'm working on it this week. But um, I just wanted to get some clarity on giving oh, notice to okay. those entities so I can start offsetting those uh, those necessities because I'm, I'm looking at it, you know, in my head, I'm like, I got these these coupons that came in the mail and I normally just take care of them, but I'm understanding the process a little bit better. So I'm like, let me see if I could you know, have my account take care of this. And the brother explained to me, like I said, I don't remember if I was in this particular room the other day. And he was like, it don't matter if you did your birth certificate and gain access to your trust and all that. You can offset, you know, your necessities right now by just merely giving notice and then um, uh, endorsing the documents in the proper manner and, and go from there. So uh, I was just asking for some clarity on giving notice. That may have been Brother Michi who has said that because I know he's big on the consumer protection laws. And also I know um, Brother Jasper and also um, Manny, they have been able to rotate closely with Brother Michi. So they have dealt with those. I'm, tr I'm familiar with the consumer protection laws, but the processes that I deal with are a little bit more um, in depth because of my particular status. So the way like Jasmine be saying it all the time, she say I'm spoiled. And I am, and you know, the universe has spoiled me. So hey, I'm weak. <laughs> like, and so my particular situation isn't the same as everybody else. But I do understand what you ask, and that's why I feel like Manny or Jasper may be a better fit to answer that particular question than I myself. She says you got pretty privileged, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's be, like, you know, we got the tribal status and stuff. So, like, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely different. Your situation is definitely uh, a little bit different. Yeah, I'm about to say, you know. yesterday I showed my genealogy, bro. Like, right now, nah, that's, that's 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 some heavy information right there. Oh, and for um anybody, real quick before we get into bro answer, there is a link pinged at the top. Yesterday, we held Sunday service in the Discord. It wasn't no hooping and hollering, none of that stuff. We went through a couple processes, and then we sent over some NDNA so people can actually start going through their own NFT projects and stuff. So we're integrating people over into other aspects, but we also doing NFT giveaway, token giveaway, and also a small, a small cash app giveaway. So in order for you to be eligible for that, just um, click the link up top and then, you know, join the Discord servers and stuff so y'all can get access to this information. And we giving away all that information for free because that's my biggest thing about this shit. If I know so much about money and finances, why am I charging my people for any of this shit? I don't have to because I do. I got actual businesses, fam. I got cannabis companies that pull down more money than I would get from doing some of these fucking tax returns. So it's all about how you establish yourself. But I know this is what some people heads and where their hearts are. So I'm going to make sure that you can at least get to that part so we can get to a bag together. And to get in the bro question, because, um, oh, Manny, you want to answer this question? No, uh, what I was going to tell him, if it was Michi, he needs to reach out to Michi. Oh, Michi, I can't right? even tell him. He came back in the room. He came back because I pinged him. Um, yeah, I was on a phone call. Sorry about that, guys. I had a phone call that I had to take. 
Very I didn't say the brother said it might have been Michi. I was saying I didn't remember who was expounding on it, but he just told me and, and he wasn't he was saying it in such a way. He said, bro, look, you don't need to do nothing. He said, put them people on notice and take care of your business. You know what I'm saying? So I just was trying to get some clarity on, you know, the process briefly on putting them on notice so I can move forward and where I can go read and, you know, get to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's where, that's where the essential consumer goods definition comes in at. All right. Where the consumer exempt from incurring debt for anything pertaining to personal family and household. Uh, we find this legislation under title X 111-203, which is a part of the wall street reform act. <laughs> And it's also the gifting associated with consumerisms based under the HR1 uh, 2017-2018 tax reform bill signed by Donald Trump. So one was done by Obama and the other one's done by Trump. So and this, and, and I'm, it's, it's, you know, uh, people have a hard time understanding that a, a natural person or a man or a woman cannot pay for anything. Only a corporate entity has to pay for something. So if you're not, for whatever service that you have or, or have, have acquired, whatever product that you have acquired, you're only using it for purposes of personal, family, and household. Now, if you're on the commercial market and you're playing in the commercial world, you know, then you will be subject to those regulations. <laughs> but as far as a consumer, even even the investor is a consumer or a natural person. So they're even exempt as well. All right. Because without the natural person, there is no investments made or no investor. So you, you put people on notice. Okay, what, what, what do I mean by, Michi, what do you mean by a notice? Well, you're going to notify people just like they would notify you. Say, for instance, you're suffering from an eviction. Right? You're going to send the eviction team or whoever is coming after you in the eviction, you're going to send them a, a lawful notice. Explaining the value of something they had already accepted on a on an investment contract or a lease. All right, that lease was invested and the security deposit was secured. Where did you get a turnaround on your investment? Because you raised the property value by living there. Property don't hold no value of anybody living there. But what was your value? What was your worth? Was it did it outweigh the monthly rental agreement? Of course it does. Because having a roof over your head is essential. All right. So you want to put them on notice of those things. Where housing has been deemed to be essential. And they are supposed to zero out the rent every month and follow with their monthly tax obligation as the management company that they are. Uh, this is the general, generally accepted accounting principles. That if you have an EIN number that you have to follow. 
So it's just, you know, a level of competency that we have to come by. All right. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, you know, doing the investment side of things, but we got to understand something. Hey, 1977, legal tender was no longer required for the payment of debt. Disco and drugs hit the scene real hard after that. To keep people's minds bogged down on keeping them trying to pay for things that if you wanted some crack cocaine, guess who had to pay for it for you? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they were selling they was they were selling moonshine back in the day and the US government had to pay for the moonshine even though it was illegal <laughs> because you can't tell a natural person that they can't have something that's been deemed illegal in commerce <laughs> so they still the, <laughs> they still had to pay the Irish bootlegger for his his booze because an American wanted it. So, you know. But, however, it's, it's based on what you know as well, too. You know, we study these laws. We study these consumer protections. So, you know, you will see what's going on physically. All right. Every company has to bring that obligation down to zero when they're dealing with consumers. It is what it is. The price of life is no more. The cost of living is no more because <laughs> you cannot put a price on life. And that's what investors and real estate investors and, and brokers and bankers and lawyers and judges. And that's all they've been doing is putting a price on life. And life is priceless, in my opinion. Shouldn't have to pay for anything if you didn't ask to be in the world. Well, since you were chosen to be here, then that means all things have been prepaid for you. You know, people don't actually realize that they came into the money wealthy or came into the world wealthy. And that wealth was monetized tenfold. Behind you securing interest with other entities. Your parents did it. You did it. Grandparents may have done it too. But however, hey, we can take control of our situations at any given time. And I'm going to land right there. Always send notice. A gentleman always sends notice. So, um, Brother John, he gave you the codes and stuff. Hopefully you was able to grab them. If... If he was moving too fast for you, I do recommend that you brother um, back channel Brother Michi because he is very knowledgeable in the consumer protection laws. And, um, yeah, you, you should probably get some one-on-one -on -one time if you're pretty new in this. That And also go over to his room and sit in. That way you can pick up on a lot of the conversation because they do be pinging a lot of stuff up top. And that's for anybody else. Like, I'm not no funny-style individual. If you're looking for particular information, even if I myself don't deal in that information, I'll direct you to it. So... But I'm not, that's not to say I don't deal in consumer protection laws. I'm just saying, like, I'm not biased like that. So he had, he do have a chance. I do recommend you go to it, fam. Yeah, we, uh, so damn, I've been having some problems last week with, with Clubhouse and with just communications, period. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's becoming a hassle. Uh, I don't know if you all have been experiencing, you know, cell phone outages, calls dropping at an unnormal rate. We still in 
Me and Retrograde. Yeah, Retrograde. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so it's a lot of interference, cosmic interference out there. Yeah, I've had a lot of calls dropped now that I think about it. Yeah. What did you say? You in the Matrix, oh, you in the Matrix. Yeah, I was about to say, I heard somebody, but I couldn't make it out. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so sorry, seeing the Matrix heavy. Well, I, if anything, like, yo, it's like, if look at this, like, a Michael Jai White situation. That man is... He's a he's a multi master in his craft. He went and he learned this one style. Let's say he learned Shotokan, he learned Taekwondo, Jujitsu, BJ, whatever it may be. Man got almost seven black belts. So that means in our capacity, that means he picked up a little bit on banking, picked up some trust law, some contract law, understand consumer protection law. That way, when he go into the ring, he's a fucking killer. You got to do the same. You can't just think that one way, one piece of information is going to just be it. And you figured it out. Now you're dirty ass rich. If it happened, oh, man, thank God for you. <laughs> like, for, but in most bottle cases, that shit up, <laughs> in most cases, that's not it. You like for us, like we don't get the same luxury as a lot of people. So we got to tighten up and we also got to make sure we pass this information down to our children. So make sure that you knowledgeable in all realms. Banking, trust, contract law, consumer protection law, fair credit reporting, got cryptocurrency, blockchains, just moving of money, shit, social skills, being in marketing, being able to scale a business. You, we gotta be supermen and women out here. We, we remember, we keep on saying we great and all this stuff. We gotta motherfucking do it then. Y'all better get on YouTube and learn some of this uh, crypto stuff and, and not all of this, you know, BC stuff, too. You got to be diverse. Yeah, I'm going to show you. I was going to show you all something that I did. It was um, they're slowly doing it. OK, uh, when I made the issue that it was a essential consumer good. Um, we got some gas. <laughs> we got some gas. Uh -oh. and some fuel. What? Yeah, I'm gonna show you the receipt. No, that was able. That filled your tank up, didn't it? When we got that gas, Michelle, filled, we filled your tank up for that, didn't we? Yeah, here I'm gonna show you all the receipt. Hold on. Let me show you where I use my card and everything. Them consumer swords ain't no joke. No, they not. <laughs> here, let me so, see. what I so what I do recommend for anybody who's actually it. Everything within your family should be structured out. And uh, Dr. Jesse, because he actually he helped me to take care of some in-house family stuff like a couple, like almost a year or two back. And um, very, very, like just the manner in which certain parts of my family or my family office, somebody will handle the consumer protection aspect. Somebody will handle our assets and like the moving of our assets. And then somebody will handle the scaling of our businesses. So my family got different. Literally, my bloodline family has different fields that we take and handle our business. So there's a place for everything that we're talking about here. It's just the way that you do it. Even your accounting information yeah. is just the way that you do it. Go ahead, Brother Michi. Okay, here, I'm going to just show you the...
a receipt and how it should should be. Okay, if you're looking at my PTR, that is the receipt. All right, so now, now the shell that we went to was on Woodward. And they were they were aware. I said this is only for uh this is a consumer transaction. I swiped my card, I, I did the contacts with my card, they got my card number right there, and that was the result. We're not supposed to be paying for gas or fuel. We're not supposed to be paying for that. So are you saying that they that your char your car not gonna be charged when you swipe it? No, because that's a consumer account. If it does charge, it has to go back in there in this trust account that I got set up through PNC. <laughs> trust yeah, the back in Yeah, hell yeah, you got to. Right. This is a consumer transaction right here. And see, this is the stuff I need to understand because I, I got a LLC um, set up. Right. I got not right. profit. You know what I'm saying? I got Navy Federals. Right. You know, I need to understand how to uh, structure these particular entities along with uh, correcting my status and, yeah. and get, you know, get my house in order. You know, and I'm also, you know, looking at my genealogy. And before I even got on this platform, you know, my spirit was bugging me like, you an Indian, boy. You've been knowing you an Indian. And I wasn't just, you know, on the auspices of I'm a Moor. You know, everybody a Moor, and that's cool, but I want to know what my bloodline connected to. And that just was bugging me. That's what I'm... <laughs> Yo, I feel that 100. And respectfully, bro, you're completely dead on, but everybody's not a Moor. And I crush that ideology respectfully because in science... That shit is flawed. And logic is flawed. Everybody, every individual. And then also when we talk about the original people of the earth, which is the Khoisan people and the Twa people. And we talk about, because we have to, when we say that statement, and I don't mean to just switch gears like this, but this is a, a, a lot of people have been getting told, are told that we all are Moors. That shit is not true. And if you look at my name, I carry a bay. I'm a Moor by blood. So I'm giving people a slight little bit of education right here. When... The Khoisan people and the Twa people, when they were roaming the planet, and they're still some of them are still living to this day, and when these were some said to be the first people on the planet, <laughs> there was one large continent. So if the individual right. was where we believe that right. Africa is, and then they they walked over to where we now know fucking um California to be. This is one single landmass, and then it's split. These are the same, these are technically the same people, but in linguistics and in law. Moors was, and you look at etymology, the word more was not established until the 1400s. Before that, the the Europeans are the, they were referred to as dubs and duffs. And also the word dub, dub glass, as in for Douglas, was referred for dark skinned people. And we were referred to as swarty and things. So that is a exonym or anonym, a term that was given to us by another group of people, not something that we called ourselves. And so for you to say, not not specifically you, for anyone to say that we all are Moors, or for them to say that that means melanin and carbon in our blood consanguinity, motherfucking having carbon means you're organic. You can so that mean 
uh, you're telling me a goddamn piece of broccoli can be a more or uh, something that's melanated in carbon. You're telling me an olive can be a more. So we like in words, that's not correct. Everyone is not. You a got man. you got the Washington's too, though. Douglas Washington. Mm-hmm. It was many different tribes. But the thing is, I I see that as to be nationalism and the same thing that we should be trying to get away from, which is separatism. No, so even in that, you're you're has a bloodline like how Brother John has said, and you all come from a specific group of people, and it is disrespectful to your ancestors for you just to pick up on somebody else's heritage and just be like, "This is who I am." You don't know if your family was born with these people or and not. And even and even and even from someone like me who deals with uh, a level of uh, religiosity, meaning like I actually. To the best of my ability, I do the actions in that which is written, right? The whole premises of that, it just never settled well with me to say that someone who we have uh, given the, the status of being a prophet or a messenger from the creator would go through that type of situation in which his daughters would do these type of things to him. So just the whole premises of where they say this bloodline comes from, it's a it's a flawed foundation i don't disagree at all and that's the reason why i tell people best thing because everybody's been given a blanket story we've all been told that we all come from some form of fashion of slavery and this is a and this is no disrespect to any of my elders and who came up thinking these things but technology and information has got a little bit better and we can actually you know like dig into records and pull people on their bullshit so when we actually start looking for slave ship manifests, we only see like warehouse boats that potentially and mo when we look at the records, most of these people that were coming over here were Europeans throughout this time. And Africans were actually banned from being in the country and they wasn't even allowed to wear a fez and stuff over here. So when you look at the history and the timelines, that shit isn't what who actually happened. And my family actually had indentured servants, over 300 of them, and they weren't all melanated. So when we go back to the story and we realize yeah, because that was property at the time, people that yeah. was property. But look, your family potentially owned property because they were exactly. And they were telling us that people were the property. Lincoln said he didn't. He didn't. Um, he didn't do what he did to free the slaves because he said he couldn't tell people what to do with their property. That and that's a fact. You can't tell me what to do with my own personal, private family business. These people owe my family money, and this how they working off their debt. And this was the case in a lot of times. And in a lot of the first people to come over here and establish the 13 colonies were melanated people, fam. Because the, the King James, King James was a melanated man. And he was the first to allocate out a land patent over to the Virginia Corporation. So you think he was giving land to people that was kicked out of the country. The Europeans was kicked out because some of these, like these were the outcasts. They didn't get sent over here to come find land. They got sent over here. No, because no, no. They came. They the ones that came over here were the Protestants because they were protesting the king. They came they were, over here and established the religious freedom aspect, bringing the their own ways of life, their own thoughts on, yes, on the Magna the Carta. The, the Protestant Church they protested the 144 letters of Mark Luther on the door, and this is where the Christian Church later becomes um, established, and then we get them over here in the states. Yes, these were the outcasts. Because Catholicism, and then um, this is even the reason why 
King James was willing to deal with them because remember, King James was the one he remade the Bible and put it out so people could actually see some of this text for themselves. So this is it makes sense as to why he will issue out a land patent to those particular individuals. But it was two separate groups. It was the ones who was established in colonies and then it was the ones who was coming over here being servants. And we were taught that we were somehow mixed up and tied up into this shit. In most cases, our family was already on this land and we were dealing with them and we was whooping their ass. So it, if we go into these people's schools, why would they ever educate us and tell us, you know, they never tell us in the books that they was out here digging up graves, eating body parts of Indians and Europeans. But if you go to the Smithsonian, it's record of it. They're never going to tell you the whole truth because it makes them look bad. And it also gives you no reason to respect or fear them. And even when it comes to these processes, I just said something very profound. They're never going to give you the whole truth. Uh, how many of y'all, <laughs> how many of y'all ask the question, where did this shit come from? Who gave, who, who started dropping the UCC in that capacity? Who started telling people to do 1099s in that capacity with them being the lender versus the borrower? Who started telling people in order to, you know, start going after the Fair Credit Reporting, Fair Credit Reporting Act? Just that as uh, somebody who is a student, it's all I was always taught to question the author and their purpose when they present information to me. And a lot of people don't know where this stuff is coming from. And you should always have an objective mindset when there's new things being presented to you. Especially if we don't know where it came from. Any questions? Anybody got anything to say? Anybody want to come up? That's all I just want to add to that, that the wealth, the wealth is not the money and stuff like this. The wealth is the hist is the knowledge. It's the comprehension. That's the wealth. I feel you, but you know how many bright people I know who don't know shit. I mean, excuse, well, actually, they they know a lot, but they don't know how to get a bag. Some of these people struggling to pay their own bills, like, and they can't feed their family. So, and then even still, the consumer protection laws, like, you can really run, you can run that. Like, you, if you know how to run that, like, you could probably get groceries in your crib. You could put gas in your car, but you can, and cars are essential. You can even go get a whip and stuff, right? But. How many poor righteous teachers have we seen come up? Just like you, let's use YouTube as an example. All these people, if they wasn't making money off of them being digital panhandlers and presenting their cash app to you, how would they be able to sustain? I mean, that's the question that I've always been having because I've been on this journey for quite some time now and I've always been apprehensive of just giving funds away. But at the time, at the same token, it's like you, the the information is there, and we have to start using it for what it's worth, so that we could for the people who can't get into a better financial position when it's already if we're under military rule, which we are, we're under martial we're under martial rule. Anytime a president can issue a, a executive order, that means that we're at war, we're under law, right? I mean, under uh, martial law. So if we're at law, we're at martial rule, right? And it's clear because we have the uh, the police running around, so that's another indication, right? So what position does that make me? Does that make me an enemy combatant? Does that make me a civilian? 
Does that make me part of the military? What is my role in the design of this system? What is your role? That's up to these individuals. Because, like, the same way how you can fall into a consumer aspect, you also can be a creator. You can create a brand. You can create a business. You can have a fucking Gucci, Louis Vuitton, afford a gym. And then, technically, you're not just in the consumer side. But when you go home, of course, you got to consume so you can live and maintain for your family. But I'm saying, like, are you just going to be in one side or are you going to be in both sides? Because, like, I just can't. You're still a consumer on that side because you will be consuming all of the proceeds and the profits that you're getting. The consumption never ends. Yeah, that sounds super destructive, fam. That sounds gluttonous. How is that? If, what are you? If you made, if, the reciprocity. If you made, if you made a, if I am a, a creator, first of all, I am a, a procreator because I don't. I create from materials that's been created already. That's the first thing. All right. The creator is the creator, and I create from what is already established. The minerals, the rocks, and so on and so forth. That's the first thing that I comprehend. Right. The second thing is, if I do make a brand, a clothing line, or whatever. The purpose of that thing is to consume something, is to gather something. And what is it that I'm gathering? I'm gathering finances. I'm gathering capital. I'm gathering to the end of it. So the, 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 the premise of using the word as a spooky word is really not justified because at the end of the day, the consumption is happening at a natural rate. Okay. And if you keep on consuming and then if you don't put like, but. Even in that aspect, you said that they the can the company was built out in order to consume. You can't consume if you didn't build something in the first place. You're only going to be in you're going to be in a lesser position if you just consume. So what about what about your offspring? Aren't they consumers? Yeah, and they're also so are they to are some, they, to some extent, are, they, are they evil? Are they have a, a, a negative connotation look, as calling I'm, them a consumer? No, no, no. I'm about to I'm about to express something to you. In the average household, in the average household, a child is a liability. In my household, a child is an asset. Absolutely it's an asset. He's an asset. And, and an see, asset how you, to the see how you just constructed that business real quick? See how you just constructed that business? No, my baby don't got no birth certificate. He got a tribal certificate. I'm Lenate, fam. No, no, no. And we had a home birth. It wasn't so, even in a hospital. So the question would be. So now you're on a different level playing field. That's why he says up to you and according to how you want to construct your type of business. That's what the brother was saying earlier. I work in aspect of prevention. I'm not trying to be out here correcting shit and cleaning shit up. I'm just not going to let it happen from the jump. Yes, but that was a that was something that you've been, that's a, 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 a what do you call it, like in, entitlement that has been given to you that other people haven't been afforded that entitlement. That's a pretty <laughs> privilege, DJ. Stop playing. Oh, <laughs> that's a birthright. Exactly. That's what, that's many have that. It doesn't negate the fact that you have. It doesn't put you in. It doesn't make me envy you. It just says that there's another way to conduct your business. And you have to have the wherewithal. You have to have the different options to be able to even Conduct your business in that way. And my business is my business. Not, not, they say we have an identity crisis. Yes, we are. They say we are uh, civilly dead. Yes, we are. Because we don't have our own. We don't have our own family structures. We don't have our own societies. We're out here, Walmart, Burger King, all these different societies, because that's what they are. Let me ask you this here. Have you ever watched the movie The Banker? 
with, with Samuel Jackson? I have. I love it. Yeah, if you haven't watched fired. that movie, yeah, you, you need to get that movie, man, and watch it. And then while you're watching that movie, I want you to think about, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the Northwest Ordinance, which is the Eagle, right? That's the, that's the second jurisdiction we're talking about. Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2, right? We're talking about other properties, right? So when you watch that movie, I want you to think about the three statuses in America. There's three. You have white status, the people on the white status. You have the people on the black status. And then you have the American Indian, which is another five status under the Indian status. So but I want you to think about those status when you watch that movie and understand what that man was talking about when he was talking about the issues they were having because he laid it out. He laid out what was going on. He told you the biggest issue is economics is what he was telling you. Oh, map. So he laid it out. So essentially, um, your political status, you know, is extremely important. Your genealogy records are very important. And if you haven't started on it, you really need to get on it. Because otherwise, for people that don't know who they are, that black status is reserved for you. Even if you're African and you come from a nation or you can connect back to a nation over there and a tribe, then that's still better than that black status. But like I said, there's three statuses over here and you really want to do your homework and your due diligence because your political status will affect every aspect of your life and everything you do from loans and that's what that movie was talking about because they was talking about redlining um you know predatory lending or or not having access to capital it's the same things that we're going through a lot of people are dealing with today and i can tell you um that indian status is definitely no joke i don't care what anybody say to you uh, because the way they're using Indian is not from an ethnological standpoint, but they're using it from a political status. And you have five statuses. You have a a treaty Indian. This is the Indian that existed before all of this shit existed. You have a federally recognized Indian. You have a state recognized Indian. Then you would have what you call an urban Indian. And then you would have a misclassified Indian. So once you understand what's going on and you understand the game, then you'll be able to move. You'll be able to give your business up how you want to run it. Uh, but that your political status is extremely important. And I don't care what anybody tell you, but I'm telling you straight up, that Indian status is real. It is no joke. It's pretty. It's pretty. But um, yeah, I, also I, one more status, though, and I had shared this with my class yesterday. I actually showed them the case law from the, I don't, it's on my computer. I can't post it in here, but it was the Chayuga Indians with Great Britain on their behalf versus the United States from January 22nd, 1926. Gotta love having a photographic memory and the opening statement within that case. And this is a United Nation document. It says, um, (laughs) Indians are subjects of international law. So therefore, understanding that we are recognized internationally and you do not have to fall underneath the United States constructive trust to do anything. But 
And and if you say you're foreign, aren't you, don't you? If you classify yourself as foreign, then you fall under international law as well, if I'm not mistaken, right? If you have a corporation soul and you're foreign. Yes, but I'm just so you're you're completely right. Anything outside, do you know that the district of D.C. or the district of Columbia, that so, ten mile square radius? So now the question complete. would be: technically, everyone that has a birth certificate is foreign, right? Um, that can be subjective because those states have contracts with the District of Columbia and those contracts are pertaining to them allocating out citizenship and things along those lines as well. But you cannot allocate citizenship because in the law, in their law, the only way you could be born a United States citizen is if you're born in Palomar Tall, which is the island of the conservation, or if someone actually signs a contract. So the, just and the birth certificate, they do. The birth they certificate doesn't declare you a U.S. citizen. No, but they signed a contract with Social Security Administration. Then it asked them about what their status is. And then they acknowledge that they the then are you. You have the Baby Act, which my name isn't on that uh, pledge that my mom signed. And I actually have the original document. Okay, well, let me it. ask you a question. Have you, have, after the age of 18, when you were in the Asian majority, did you ever use your Social Security number? If you did, then that's a form of tacit agreement, and that for sure acknowledges that that contract, therefore, is valid at that it, time. It could never be valid if there wasn't full disclosure. But if it was a unilateral it wasn't, contract, how can it be valid if they never gave me, if they never told me that I was already legally dead after the seven because no one showed proof of life on, on file? If that's you're not legally dead, fam. That's a corporate entity. It's a legal fiction. Separates it from you, like I, I comprehend that. I'm not. I'm not saying me. I I know the, who I am. No, no, no. I understand. I'm just saying separate the but two. All the business that, 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 that you're in control of. Yeah, that illegus is considered not living. Am I mistaken? No, you're right. So even in that aspect for you to when we're talking about we're talking about the business in this relationship. So, so now so now we're technically using a dead business that doesn't have no owner. So technically we're all out here committing fraud. And not only we out here committing fraud on that level, we're putting we're matching up birth dates with that name. That's not correct because my mother's birth date is one day. The birth of that certificate is another day. So technically, technically at our home level, we're all committing the fraud from the beginning. Bro, all, all they really did. Go ahead, Jesse. All they really did, man, is when you were born, they 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 asked your mother, uh, "Do do you want your?" You know, they didn't give it to her in 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 plain terms. Uh, they just simplified. They just said, "Hey, listen, do you want a social security number? You want benefits for your child in case something happens?" Essentially, what it is, man, you're a part of the public trust. That's all it did, man. It tied you into the public trust. And by you being under the public trust, you're under Congress. Congress determines your privileges and immunities, which are the people under the 14th Amendment, right? And so the problem with this society is that you have these political action groups and special interest groups who have a who who use lobbyists to push uh, whatever their personal belief is or their law of conscience onto the public in, in public policy. So you know the, the part that sucks about this society is. You know, whether you like it or not, if that if these people push this 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 law into play and it passes, well, it's binding on you whether you like it or not. See that that's what sucks. Uh that it's people not are binding on you. It, if you're it is. If you're part of that public trust, absolutely it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless you're unless you're so an you Indian. You can't remove yourself from it. I'm not gonna discuss that on here. I'm not gonna do that.
And I have a question though. How come the urban Indians really don't get talked about in law? Well, they get talked about in law, but how come we really don't talk about the urban Indians? I'm about to say, look up, look up, my, look I, up my I, cousin. I see it. I, I see it. But I'm just asking why, why we, we, we rock all these other labels, but we really don't talk about urban Indians. They're, they're spoke about, but it's within our own community because the thing about an urban Indian is an urban Indian looks just like all of us on here. We, we not walking around in moccasins and headdress. So it's the, we have our benefits. We have, we retain our rights and everything, but we look like everybody yeah, else. So I understand that. that. I, I understand that. I embrace it. You feel me? But what I'm saying is. You're not under yeah, the jurisdiction it, of the tribe. Yeah, it, it says that in the law as well. <clears throat> it gives you the description of the people. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm not understanding, right, man, we rocking, we embracing so many terms. Some of the terms not even in law. But we actually is ignoring urban Indians. Well, you just, the thing is, you, you just need to be American Indian, man. That That's it. Just keep it simple. The original peoples of the uh, of, of North America. That's it, man. All this other fancy stuff, man. You, you don't even need to do that. It's just yeah. American Indian, man. That's it. That that's urban it. Is the inside term. That's like that's what we call ourselves. Like if we off the res and stuff, bro. That's not really a. We don't utilize it as like a legally documented designation for us. We just like if you if you grew up in the hood and you know your tribe, you consider the urban Indian, fam. That's more so what it right, is. Isn't that a status? No, it's technically not a legal status. We we all are classified as American Indians, regardless if we on the res or off. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like literally that's just the in-house term. It's like it's it's how we literally separate us from res Indians from us who grew up in the inner city. Yeah. Well, um, somebody, Asaru, you had a question, bro. I see you came up. I just want to say, I just had a comment, you know, uh, more, more American, more American. That's definitely a, that's definitely the highest status, and that's definitely a status. Double A two 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 one forty one of a general and permanent character. I concur. Well, um, I know, I know more, Moorish American is a term that was actually coined by Noble Drew Ali and for that particular religious no, actually, affiliation. Actually, it goes further than that. It goes all the way back to the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, which is the longest running treaty on the planet. More, so, uh, Noble Drew Ali realized that Okay, that they were overthrowing, trying to overthrow the republic, and he did. He set up the Canaanite temple in 1913 as a counter move to what the uh, Jesuit order was doing as far as the banking situation, and so that's why the United States Corporation Company had got bankrupt. That bankrupt also in 1913. Hold up. So let me let me get let me get this straight. So you're saying a Moorish American is higher than an American Indian? Moorish American is the highest status. 
in the NSA. I've seen, I've seen okay. so many Moors get their skull okay. cracked. Don't, 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 this is not for argument, brother. Look it up. It's in the Library of Congress. Clocks of Destiny. It's in the Library of Congress. This is not me so, saying. Go ahead and look it so up. Let me, so let me ask wait, you this. Wait, real, real quick, brothers. Real quick, brothers. Be, um, for the sake of the audience, can we do this articulately? Because I really want to hear this bill. Because I know it's going to be conducive to everybody. Because I, he, bro, just, he just um, mentioned the Clock of Destiny document. And we, we we know that that was made by Moore's brother. It was also deposited into the Library of Congress. Now, Brother Jesse, I would love to hear your point. So can you continue, please? In peace. Thank you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, what I'm saying is, it, you know, Moore's American, man. I've seen so many Moors in the courtroom just get literally hammered and trashed and disrespected by the courts. And I get all of that. Anybody who's that gone part. in. Anybody who's gone in as a true Indian and they their their status and everything has been uh, corrected. They have a tribal government. They get treated different. They get treated different, especially if you're a federally recognized tribe or treaty treaty Indian. Um, they're going to release you. They're going to release you back to your tribe on, on the condition of if you commit uh, a felony, you just can't come off that. That person can't come off that reservation again. They come off the reservation, they're going to lock them up. So so, so what I'm saying is I have never seen Moors treated with respect in the courtroom. And these guys that I've seen, they've gotten their skull crap, you know, crashed. Okay. Um, I've it, seen it is, it, okay, uh, I there's, a, there's a war. I, I, what you mentioned there's a war right in Chicago. Now, atrocities that you're mentioning. You're mentioning atrocities and you're mentioning things that not only happened to Moors, but it happened to all melanated people that come into the courts. Now, let's just start for a second. Let's just start for a second. Moors who have, you know, Moors who have not studied and showed themselves approved is just like anybody else who have not studied and showed themselves approved. Okay? If they do not have the affairs in order, okay, and, and, and they don't have a living trust in order, which connects them to the subtrust called the Constitution for the United States, which gives them the Article 3, Section 2 jurisdiction, consuls, according to Article 3, Section 2, which also connects them to the Aboriginal Trust, which is the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, which is the longest-running treaty on the planet. Barack Hussein Obama just go ahead and signed it for another 50 years. It's the longest-running treaty. So the Treaty of Peace and Friendship is the trust for the land. The Constitution so, for so the United States the Constitution for the United States is the trust for these entities to operate here on the land. Okay? So, and so let me ask you a the question. Moore's trust, your trust, is supposed to connect you to those things. Three trusts Twice times great. And when you stand on your square and show yourself approved, okay, okay, no matter where you are, okay, then you will get a favorable response. I'm doing this all myself here in Yonkers. I don't have any other moors or anything. I've been in courtrooms and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you this here. I studied and showed myself approved. Are you you a subject of Muhammad the Sixth? Excuse me? Are you a subject? I don't understand of, the question. Are you a subject of Muhammad the Sixth? 
You breaking up, bro? He was. He's asking. You're breaking up, and I. And so I just want to understand what, what where you're going with the question. No, no, that's not conducive no. to what we're trying to go with as far as status. No, no. I, I spoke about. Oh, let me finish. I spoke about that status, right? As a, as a Moorish American, is double A two 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 one forty one of a general permanent character. Now that 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 deals with citizenship and nationality, diversity of citizenship and nationality. Okay, that's on the record. That's not the, for the argument. I'm not here to argue that. I mean, you can say that you you know Moors, and I've known Moors who, no, 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 who, who haven't studied and shown this other proof and got slaughtered in courts. And guess you, what? It's not question. Article 3, Section 2. It's Article 4, Section 2 courts. I asked you a question. You brought up the Treaty of Peace and Friendship. Are you a subject of Muhammad oh, VI? He's asking that as it pertains to status, bro. That's why he's asking that question. It's based on what you just said. Brother, listen to me. Listen to me. I can't even get you to answer my question. I can't get you to answer my question. We're going to keep it real, real simple. We're going to keep it real, real simple, brother. We're going to keep it real, real simple as far as status. Everybody can go look up what the status is. Then you can go look up what an American Indian is, or, or you can look up whatever tribal, whatever. Okay? Okay? Because the uh, the ancestral state is from all of Canada, all of what you would call North America, Mexico, South America, and the Caribbean islands. That's the ancestral state. So all those people are boys. Now, you can go into whatever little tribalism that you want to go into, but for the record, the Treasopedia Friendship is the longest-running treaty on the planet, and it gives more Americans the highest status on the land, because this is why I came to the stage. We were talking about status. I didn't come up to the stage to debate. Anybody. I asked you one question. I only I'm came to make you. the point. I'm not debating you. I asked you one question. Are you a subject under Muhammad VI because you used the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, 1786? Are you a subject? Just keep building, bro. Just keep building. That's, that, that's all I'm asking. Because keep... I know brothers, I know Moors, specifically in Southern California, who went to Morocco, who got their citizenship under Muhammad VI, which make them subjects You're of Muhammad standing on Morocco. See, this is where you get that twisted, brother. You're standing on Northwest of Mexico, Northwest Africa. You're standing on Morocco. This is the this, this is the empire. In You're talking about law. the the state. Sorry, You're talking Wait. about the state. You're talking about the political state over in there that came into law. existence in the fifties. You're standing on Morocco. Muhammad the Sixth oh, is occupying that I'm not seat. Sit here and argue all of this, bro. I'm not arguing. I'm saying Muhammad the Sixth is occupying that seat, and in order for you to bring that treaty in a courtroom. You have got to be a citizen of Morocco, the kingdom. Or they will run you up out of there. I've seen it happen two times. I've they, seen it happen they with one brother. Me out of there. They I have me one out of there. there. I've seen I'm one brother. Yonkers, New York. I'm in the third citizen. largest city in New York State. I'm in Yonkers, D block land, home of Mary J. Vlogs. Right now, I'm outside sitting down in slow bomb in front of building three. They ain't never ran me nowhere. 
Everybody knows me. I just asked you a question. Anybody you know I anywhere on the planet, you, you know, they know, they, they know somebody from Yonkers. So I'm telling you, you that question. they never ran me when I went into them courts. I asked you a simple question. Were you a citizen or subject of Muhammad the Sixth? That's now, all you're I telling me you. that I have to be a, I have to go over there to Morocco in order to bring in the Treaty of Peace and Friendship or they'll run you out of there. And I'm telling you, I'm in the largest city, the third largest city in New York State. And they ain't ran me no fucking where. And I brought that treaty in there. And my treaty is part of my estate. Oh, well, let's look at the what do you, what do you the mean? Let's look at the rise of the Moors. They tried to invoke that particular treaty, and these. Uh, well, well, we're not talking about the rise of the Moors. They haven't studied and showed themselves approved. Next question. Okay. Well. Okay. Right. Right. Because no. see, they don't. They don't have none of them. Brothers, I, 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 none of, let me speak on it. None of them brothers no. got a living will and a trust with a fee schedule in place. None of. Them no, I'm about, so like I have several like, and I'm not like I'm just I'm not trying to yell over nobody, and I just want it to be peace and stuff, bro. Just because like I do have several grievances about what you said, and I came up at Temple Twenty Five in Detroit, Michigan, so I I know the science and stuff, and I also I objectively reject information that has come from Moorish Americans in order to stand on foundly as information because the clock of destiny can be looked at subjectively. And for this one particular body of work, for us to stand on this as being foundational, when there are no maps that have not came from Moors that actually identify my landmass, which we call like a Lenape Hokan or Turtle Island as a Mexum. And my family has documented evidence of being here over 80,000 years. So for you to say that this land is just all Moors, that I subjectively disagree. So um, we can continue now. DJ, I have no comment. I just think, you know, you have 300 plus treaties that were signed before that Treaty of Peace and Friendship. And to say that a Moorish American is the highest status on the land, when you have these treaty, you have these treaty Indians and to not recognize those those treaties, man, that's 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 kind of disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. What I'm saying is is that it's not me saying it. I'm not pontificating it. This is what I'm saying. I understand everybody's level, and I understand. And I respect their and I respect everybody's position and their sovereignty. All I'm saying is is when you go check the record, that's what the record says. It's not to come at me. It's not to come at me and try to attack me. Well, are you this? That's it. And all this. No, no, no I'm, I'm not saying, saying, go I'm not attacking check. you. I hey, hey, you hold on. I'm just saying, go check the record. This is all I brought up. Just like we're looking at, like you would go and look at Social Security Administration, Section 1721. What are the, what are the, what, you know, when is a person considered missing? It, 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 it's not me saying it. It's the, Social Security, it's the Social Security Administration saying it. So these are things that are just out there. Don't, don't kill a messenger. That's all I'm saying. I yield. Yeah, I don't think I'm trying to kill the messenger. I'm just trying to get clarity because it doesn't make sense to me if the Iroquois Confederation No, no it's not uh, usually that. Because what it usually is, it's about he, people. Now he asked me to respect him and give him time to speak. Bro, and there and he goes again, cutting me off and will not give me an opportunity to speak. Let's, let's not, let's not <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be civil, man. I'm trying to tell this man 
The Iroquois Confederation. Build, just build. No pointing fingers. Let's just build. Keep going, please. The Iroquois Confederation wrote the Articles of Confederation. Had a huge hand in that. I don't see anything where the Moors or the Treaty of Peace and Friendship came in effect. That treaty was written in what? We're talking the Articles of Confederation. We're talking 1781. The, peace, the Treaty of Peace and Friendship yes, came in yes. in 1786. And then you have 300 plus other okay. treaties that was get, written by the Indians. We're going to get all into this all day. Y'all going to talk about something else, man. I'm out. No, it's all, it's all G. Like, it was so for the aspect of that status, like, just in, in retrospect, let's, uh, let's come to some consensus on this point and let's agree that the American Indian status and also because of them mixing more in Indian in treaty is synonymous and equivalent as more. Let's just go with that and let's move on. Let's talk about yeah, Exactly. That's all I was saying. And everybody getting their panties in a bunch. Come on. That's all I was saying, brother. Got to move around to it. That's all. Sometimes it just take a little bit of time. We good. <laughs> so, um, like, and one thing um, I do have, I have, um, Cosmo Ill had gave me some documentation about um, Noble Jew Ali Financial um, plan. And I, um, I had it somewhere on one of my phones. I probably still got to save to my Google images. And it was talking about how it was important for us to establish our own hospitals, schools, and be industrious individuals. And it's the same exact things that we have within our treaties within the indigenous communities. And if you know about the history of, um, Drew Ali, it was said that he was raised by, um, Cherokee parents as well. So it's like, these are, these are things that you can't just dissolve within yourself they're incorporated in you from upbringing because these things are naturally within our communities. So in retrospect of the the dialogue that was just happening, we still are closely related, even if we're from different tribes and we still all have the same goals, which is in order to take care of our family, our estate and get to it back. And usually it's to get that shit done sooner than later. So I'm, let's talk about some solutions. Um, with us going into this pending depression because it's going to be bigger than just a recession and you all's mind what what safe proofs have you put in put in place in order to protect you all's family um we can go around the room or do popcorn whichever marco you go first and then we'll go to get um guess jesse I'm sorry. What are we doing? I'm outside with the babies. What, what happened? I heard my name. You are good. No, we talking about what safeguards we put in place in order to protect ourselves from this upcoming recession. And, you know, like with the credit system potentially collapsing and within the year time frame and um, just this dependent, um, excuse me, this particular um, decline on this economic situation. How are you protecting yourself and your family? Oh, I'm um I'm increasing my network. You feel me? Trying to get these um this this crypto situation together. You get what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to bring as many of my my wanting family into the know as possible. You know, it's it's really that push right now. You know, um, other than that, I'm look look look. I'm taking it one day at a time. You know, I'm trying to trying to protect my babies the best way I can. You know, that's peace. Brother Jesse, you got um, any comments on any other safeguards that you putting into place? Because I know you said recently that you just um, you're grabbing your real estate license and you're ensuring that you're going to be able to capitalize on the market bottom out. So um, any other things that you got that you don't mind sharing? Because I know 
like I know me and you we done had um off channel dialogues. We both understand what's for the private is for the private, what's for the public is for the public, and we're not gonna violate ourselves um giving up trade secrets over these public platforms. <laughs> Brother Jesse, you here? He may be off. He be moving around. He probably moving around to work. Well, um, we'll swing back around here. Brother Monarch, you got anything, any safeguards that you putting in place for your family as it pertains to this depending, I mean, excuse me, this um, declining economic situation? I don't know. I keep on saying dependent. <laughs> so, Brother Monarch off mic, too. Um, I might just start moving some of y'all down and invite some more people up. Manny, go ahead. I can't hear you if you're talking, bro. You may have to, your mic, um, you off mute, but your mic ain't working. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. What the fuck? That shit wild. <laughs> your volume low. Drop out and come back. Now? Oh no, you better. You better. You good. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll have put the mic uh put the mic back in. Uh nah man. Um <clears throat> just building out more entities and stuff like that. Um looking at building out more business entities, open up more trust, looking to acquire land here and stuff like that. I have I have printed out some of the land packs here in Michigan. Man, um, the real estate and like the real estate game in Michigan, yo, the property is going cheap as hell right now. It shit is look kind of ridiculous, and I'm looking at brick houses and everything. But overall, you know, um, looking to build out some um, some businesses, build up some credit and stuff like that. Um, grab some land, learn how to leverage it especially for the coming times that uh, Michigan is going on right now. Um, we, you know, us in the Michigan, like, especially like Detroit area, uh, the big three is like the main things you pay attention to. And right now I heard like a lot of the plants are closed um, during this time. And you have like, uh, it's a shortage on everything. So um, they pushing the wagon air up here like crazy. Uh and but like it's slowly been going like you could look at the inventory on the lots um that tells you a lot <clears throat> they're hiring people paying them um paying them pennies to make these vehicles now um chrysler don't pay the same like that so that shows a lot of signs and um everybody's always hiring so uh it, it shows a lot um where the uh economy is going for michigan and probably for overall but um you know you know how, how we are so just preparing for like what's to come just in case anything flip over um i don't know how the summer is going to really look you know a lot of people be thinking like oh yeah this that third like gas is expensive flights are going up and i'm like damn i'm like this might be one of those years where people might just like keep their asses at home yeah, they've been in Michigan. Um, for anybody familiar with that particular area, I know who Dan Gilbert is. He manages Quicken Loans, and he also controls. Don't he own the Cleveland Cavaliers? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
stadium or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fam got money. Yeah, he just built. He got them. He built the Little Caesars Arena downtown Detroit and stuff where we have a lot of our guys. He didn't pretty much built up our whole downtown Detroit, and he controlled a large portion of the real estate market in that area. And the real estate market, he started laying off people and actually started paying people out their contracts for work. And like pretty much just like giving them buyouts because he can't afford to keep them on staff. So you that when people start getting laid off in the, the real estate market, which controls like how bro said a third of our fucking economy, yeah, that is that's alarming. You should be paying attention to that. But um, brother John, what type of safeguards are you putting in place in order to protect your family throughout this economic decline? Brother John, brother John. Yeah, I'm getting my mic on. Uh, uh, trading uh, US thirty. You know, um, we got a group on um on Facebook, uh, US thirty Metro. You know what I'm saying? And um, getting back into real estate and just getting my my trust and and my family affairs in order you know, building with guys like yourselves. And I'm in Chicago and um, I was up in Detroit last year for the first time in quite a few years. I got family and, and friends up there and um, I was looking at <clears throat> the property situation. I actually walked a few blocks because um, I think I was on eight mile. One of the, um, one of the moors up there is a friend of my, my cousin and uh He's a he's a chef. They got a couple of restaurants up there, a comedy club. And uh, I was explaining to him, you know, that we need to get together and uh, start buying up some blocks. You know what I'm saying? And with, with my nonprofit, you know what I'm saying? I want to take and give people opportunities in the community, you know, to work with us, you know, and they can live in the houses that they rehab. You know what I'm saying? And just start establishing our own communities and educating our people, just bringing that village mentality back. You know what I'm saying? But I'm starting in Chicago and it's just a conversation and I'm putting it in the universe. You know what I'm saying? But we could change things very quickly. And like I got some investors here. You know, I'm looking for somebody with a, a Illinois uh, uh cannabis craft license because they got a facility that they want to build out they got a warehouse and they want to build out a state-of-the-art uh growth facility so you know it's just finding the right people with the right energy you know to work you know what i'm saying yeah. so that's what i'm, I'm about to say you <laughs> i'm about manny was yo. about to get you. yo <laughs> yeah we could probably help you out with that and say that's a link up that's that's link link yeah, I'm gonna say Hassan actually is developing um some genetics up there, in Illinois, for one of the contracts that we got, and we gotta yeah I get it be getting old saying that shit. We got a federal exemption for cannabis for research and development, so we we got a network of. I don't heard you say that so much, DJ. My yeah. bad for cutting you off. <laughs> you gotta say that shit like every twenty times a day, don't you? Because like. Cannabis industry is a very up and coming and emerging industry. And um, as long as we put ourselves in the proper area, 
industrial side outside of the human consumption, we're going to be able to assert our families in a lifelong situation, like for multiple generations. That human consumption shit, that's the short end of the game. People got to, like, they got to open up their vision. But that's all that the government been allowing them to see for so many years because of the war on drugs. And when they started banning hemp cannabis, they actually stopped the development of that particular industry. So it's honestly year, almost 100 years behind where it should be. But, hey, um, look, look, hit me, in the, hit me in the back channel. You know, my best friend, he just... uh. He just shot the pilot to Queens of Cannabis. I don't know if y'all seen that anywhere. He got like a set of doctors in like four states. And um, they got like an Amway thing set up where they selling CBD products. You know what I'm saying? The D8, all that stuff. These these are sisters and, and um, Asian uh, sisters that are doctors. And um, they actually got farms in Oklahoma and California. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to find the right people to work with. You know, I got I got puzzle pieces. You know what I'm saying? And I just got to put my own formula together. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of things that we could do, but you know, one's just got to come together and 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 put a plan together and and put it to action. I'm ready, Manny. Can you link with John and, um, so we can set something up and then we can see like um, on honesty, which grow would be best in order to link up because we do got networks up there in Illinois, but um, it's so we can like we have the time we have a consultation so you can have a whole overview of everything that we're dealing with because we got international contracts too. And it's like, yeah, we've been, I've been CEO of this company, like going on what, four years now, but it's, I'm third tier. It's over 20 years old. So like, we not new here and we already, the network was established. My membership number like 119. And this is just in our particular branch. It's hundreds of us. And we got people with micro grows in certain States, large grows, commercial grows. And, um, we got people who just growing hemp for industrial reasons. And we also got government contractors too. So I'm going to say just tap in with us. I'm going to make sure that Manny um, grab your information so we can have a WhatsApp call. John, you say you're in Chicago and Detroit. What you say? I'm in Chicago. Yeah, I'm in Chicago too, bro. I'm, I'm getting your back tunnel. We got a link. Okay, cool. Well, that's peace, John. Um, Jasper, what are you doing in order to ensure your family's financial safety throughout this economic decline. Jasper must be away from the phone too. All right, you gonna pop Jasper down to the audience. Um, anybody got any questions, y'all more than welcome to raise your hand and move on up. Um, Brother Asaru, um, what, are you putting in place in order to protect your family throughout this economic decline? Oh, well, um, definitely, uh, you know, having that more, having that, uh, living trust in place, you know, having your affairs in order. Uh, I'm going to do another trust. Uh, I'm going to do a gun trust, uh, uh, and, uh, put my brother in his, uh, firearms instruction business and the family members, you know, connect that with, with the, with the gun trust as well. And then, uh, working on building a, uh, building a house on the 10 acres of land that I have down in Virginia that my mom left. So that's clutch. Uh, 
you know, just uh, trying, you know, uh, and the most important thing uh, is enforcing the, the, the order fee schedule that I have with the living will, the living trust. The order fee schedule is very important. It's nine pages long. And so for anybody that tries to do anything in any way, shape, or form to me or any of the beneficiaries of the living trust will be will be hit with severely financially. So that's that, that's the best thing that I do. And I'm still working on it. The other thing. No, that's what's up. That's peace. You making sure that you what the state that you establishing is gonna be protected as well. And that's sneaking ahead. So no, that's for sure. That's dope. Um, brother Smoke Chief. Um, what are you putting in place in order to protect you and your family throughout this economic decline? So, fam, off the mic, brother. Um, Jesse, you back? Oh no, there you go. Go ahead, brother Smoke Chief. You good? I see you come off mic. What you what you had said? You can repeat that. I mean. No, I was asking. What have what are you putting in place in order to protect yourself and your family throughout this economic decline? Oh, I don't. I got my, my affairs in order, a little piece though. You know, got my estate, my trust, living trust, living well going. I'm trying to know. I'm saying, get my get my little tribal situation going, my little family tribal situation. So I'm doing a little thing. Got my nonprofit going. So I'm heading in the right direction. I believe it, one of the biggest things for us to pay attention to is how tight money get when we get into these particular situations. So if you offer offering a product or a service, you have to be mindful. Like so large companies, they always do projections on what they plan to bring in quarterly and yearly. Right. So I do the same thing in my company because we scaling and we've been able to get bigger and bigger every year. So I have an understanding of what I'm going to bring in this three month period um, and then all the way out to the year. So I understand what my year to date projections are. And then I go back and I look at where I was at and then I see like how well I'm doing and things along these lines. So with us going into the real estate market declining, people getting laid off and stuff, I have to factor that into my company projections. So I have to understand because like when COVID happened, even some of my online businesses that make bands, you, I just started seeing a decline because people are getting tighter with their money, even though that they have interest in education, they have needs. They got to, you know, put gas in their car so that they can go where they need to go. Make sure that they have enough food in order to feed their family because the government wasn't cutting stimulus, not at least not the way Canada was. People in Canada was getting good over here. Like people got what three, four payouts for the whole what, two year period, if that. So understanding like the amount of cash flow is going to decrease, like cash flow is going to decrease. I also, me personally, I'm making sure that I'm able to pick up a lot of that cryptocurrency as well and be able to leverage off of that. So, like, just when y'all, when we talking about what we doing for our family and our future, especially if we got businesses, be mindful of your projections and that you potentially, shit, if you see companies like Ford, Amazon, Tesla, all of them take fucking hits, it's pretty possible you may as well. But we have something that a lot of these large European companies don't. 
we have access to our people because we are our people. And if you learn how to tap into them and leverage them and get your people to love you and your product, you're going to be set because we are the, like, we're the main sustaining aspect of the United States dollar. We're the largest consumers. <laughs> and that's the reason why a lot of our people are so comfortable falling into the consumer realm because we are naturally the largest consumers. Um, that's John. Yeah, Jesse's still muted. Need to send another message. Oh yeah, and for anybody who just came in here as of recent, um, be sure to click the link up top. Join the Gleam. You can receive an NFT, some crypto tokens, or cash app just by um being involved. The, the main goal is in order to start educating people and start integrating them over into these digital aspects. All of the information that we're going to be giving over on the Discord is free documentation, whether it's about the UCC process's status. Yesterday, we walked everybody through the DS11, and we talked about the DS10. That's That was pretty much the passport process as it pertains to correcting your status. Super simple, way easier than doing a lot of these documents and stuff that people have been talking about. So we walked, through people, we walked people through that process yesterday. And we also did a walkthrough of the UCC-1 and the UCC-3 documentation and what the UCC is used for in all of its different capacities. So, man, nobody was charged for that. All you got to do is just come to the Discord. I have no interest in charging people for things that, one, I actually made money off multiple times. And, um, two, that's old as hell to me. <laughs> like, I, I literally have 10 years in with this particular set of information. So... Um, right now it's a whole new ball game and I feel like it will behoove my people to get past that hurdle right now so that we actually can get to, you know, getting to a bag as a collective. So like how, um, brother uh, Jesse said earlier, he have, have his children bring the money back into the house, back into the house, back into the pot that in that same digital aspect, that's operating like a DAO, a decentralized, um, autonomous organization, or just operating as a family office. And you have a pot that you utilize and you generate interest off of and you don't move off the principal, you live off the interest and you also allow this to fund all of your other business ventures. It's multiple different options. But when we work together, like pretty much what we talking about that, um, that family office stuff, that's in order to break it down in layman's terms for some of y'all, it's a big ass susu. It's a susu with your family members. That way you don't got to, and but everybody is rules and regulations for it. So, in our family office, like we we generate money off of our family credit, and um, because everybody's old enough to have credit now, except for the babies. But we make sure that the babies, when they get to a certain age, we extend over our credit to them. That way, by the time they're of age, in order to start utilizing it, and we also let them use a credit card with a limit on it, and so it can have a revolving account. They already have pretty much seven fifty, almost eight hundred scores by the time they eight. Excuse me, by the time they're eighteen. But this is all by, you know, working as a team. And we are a group of people who have an issue with that. So for me personally, it took me to have to show and prove to my family that I was actually um, knowledgeable and, like, capable of doing it for them to even have an understanding of what I was talking about. Really, I just had to show up with some money, and they knew I wasn't doing nothing illegal. They, they started listening. And that is unfortunate. That's how a lot of our people are. But, hey you going to do what you got to do to get your family in line right or wrong. Hey, you know what, bro? I want to expound on that. Um, 
the the uh the 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 credit line you know i i got some associates you know with work relationships whose families own you know large corporations like neely food and poultry here in chicago you know my father started working for their grandfather back in the early 70s you know what i'm saying and the man started that company with a horse and buggy you know what i'm saying on lake street and they sold that property for like maybe 15 million dollars and just built a new corporate facility right off of i-55 you know what i'm saying and it's other uh anglo individuals and i i, I dislike us being melanated and our um our examples of wealth creation or just you know family empires you know we talking about them you know what i'm saying but i said all of that to say that they operating off of credit lines that's 100 years old 200 years old you know from trust and you know other entities you know from corporate business and we got to educate ourselves like the brother was saying his children were in college and um, you, the thing that you were saying about the family Susu, but I got to outlook that instead of allowing our children to go and work for these other corporations, that we establish our own corporations, just like everybody hollering back and forth about Elon Musk buying the asset that he just bought. We need our own, you know what I'm saying, as a collective. And we can start small, you know what I'm saying? So I started, you know, I got me a mentor, actually, so I can understand purchasing businesses because it's cool to start some, but what about purchasing some where somebody passed away or it's a great business, it's profitable, but, you know, a person is in a, a, a family dispute, divorce, whatever the situation is, we can purchase that asset, you know what I'm saying, and move forward. If, if that's your forte and something that you vibe with, you can operate it, or you can be just an absentee owner, you know what I'm saying, and live off the business income. So that's where I'm at with, you know what I'm saying, buying one business that's established, that's running, you know, and truly understanding that process. And then we can start passing on these companies, real estate, equipment, you know, um, funnels, you know what I'm saying? So just it's about brothers coming together. That's in engineering. That's in uh, uh, computer security, you know what I'm saying? Like one of the guys I went to high school with, he went to Notre Dame on a football scholarship, right? He ended up getting with a guy over there that had like 30 some Burger Kings. And then now he's doing um, uh, security for the government contracting, you know, holding the information <clears throat> on, the, um, on the servers. You know what I'm saying? So dude, you know, it's a, it's about who you around and how you how you level up educationally. You know what I'm saying? And that crypto, that's the key. We start getting our people to understand that system like y'all talking about. We can start teaching these kids to trade. You know what I mean? And then once we build our own, not build our own per se right this second, but start getting the, the robots to trade for us. You know what I'm saying? And being able to have solar panels and things to start uh, mining. You know, it's so many different things, but people got to play to their strengths, things that they like, that they enjoy. 
something that you got passion in where you would do it for free. That's what you want to do for a living. And I, I see the whole concept doing what you love, something that you would do for free. You know what I'm saying? As your business, that's what's happening. That's peace. And that's a fact too. And even when I tell my, um, my mentees or anybody who wanted to be a student of me in the past, whenever they come to me and they be like, I'm trying to, you know, get some money and stuff with well, my first question to them is always well, shit. What do you like to do? Because nobody's trying to force somebody to do some shit they don't like because they're not going to do it long. And then you're not going to make no, who wants to make money miserably fam? Who's into that shit? I'm like, and I know a lot of people are clocking in in aspects that they don't care for. That's the reason why I always tell people, you got to start designing something for yourself. How else are you supposed to escape the matrix if you're not building a doorway out? So, and then like we, like I said, that's the benefit of being a creator too, because you get to fashion your own world. I tell people all this, this all the time too. You, there are only limitations are the ones that you put on yourself. Like you get to redesign yourself as many times as you see fit, recreate yourself as many times as you see fit. So like, don't let yourself be boxed in, yo, is we have so many options, so many opportunity. And I just want people to be able to have access to the information. That's really always the issue is either somebody hoarding it and then they're putting a dollar sign in between the information and the people or it's just they're being they're not properly educated and then they misdirecting the people. So I've been fortunate enough to be properly educated. I know how to code. I've, I've made my own NFT projects. I have my own crypto coin like it's up on a blockchain and everything. And it's to the point now where we're developing our own blockchain. And we also work with other top tier blockchains that people they got some of these currencies in their own wallet right now. So like we just giving that information away for free because shit. You know how much money I make off NFT projects, fam? Ain't nobody tripping on this stuff. I'd rather onboard y'all so y'all can get some of the bag. <laughs> right. So thinking about attaching that coin to an actual product like some electricity or some gas. You know what I'm saying? I think I heard somebody talking about some fuel in here. I was in Arkansas last year, and one of the guys, he's a... um a government contractor and his family has land down there. So we working on putting together a fuel desk where we can sell the diesel to the farmers down there. So we'll have a gas station where we can sell all kind of fuel. So that's why it's imperative that I understand this process with, the, you know what I'm saying, with our nationality, because we can take all of these things to a, a whole Buck Rogers, you know what I'm saying, space type era in real time in our lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And if we prepare the world for when we transition, and this is just my personal belief, when we transition and say we come back for whatever reason, if we want to, if we made to come back, have it go, our children, our family will be set up where we come back to a wealthy family. That's how I'm looking at it. My bad. I'm, my bad. I'm reading the comments, um, a.k.a. Big. I might say, bro, um, for sure, swing up here and promote your GoFundMe. And I um I do got a plug for you, bro. In order to um onboard some other people, my I you know this is a I'm a trans I'm I'm a transparent dude, fam. If it's about business, you know, like pushing the people forward, um I don't mind. 
but I for sure want um, other people in the audience to know about what you and her talking about in the chat. But yeah, I do recommend that you create a DAO for that particular process too. And you will be able to onboard. You know, so a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization, it allows voting rights for particular things. So let's just say like all of us in here, like in this room, we want to move some money together for an initiative. Let's say we want to um, we want to make a, a resort and we want to have like um, an education system on a resort. And so we're going to raise the money together. But in order to ensure that this money go where it's supposed to go, no one person will control this and they will all raise the funds. And then based on the money that comes back, all of us will then receive money for the payments back into our own wallets. So when you incentivize people like that, they'll be more inclined in order to invest. But what you'll be doing is also splitting equity. So I don't know if you're necessarily comfortable with that, but that is a better option than just and you will get more traction than just sharing a GoFundMe because the crypto world is booming right now. So, um, bro, it's I was just on the phone with a billionaire last night and her husband's a billionaire and my my business partner, he pulls down bread like he's one of the top film producers of our generation, bro. And it's just money is closer than you think that's the best way i can say it and it's just about putting yourself in a proper position that's really it and the doorway is just open but like even being like being knowledgeable the reason why i be on them phone calls is because i'm usually one of the most knowledgeable people about cryptocurrencies or nfts and stuff and i've also been able to provide evidence on my concepts and i took a break from my other company like november december till probably like february so i took like a three four month break just to get properly um acclimated and educated in this particular process and now i'm the person that some of these billionaire companies are having on the phone in order to develop their projects just because i took out a little bit of time to study fam and y'all can do the same shit. it's not hard but it's all, like your network is your net worth too because based on my other companies and things i was able to get you know business relationships with people who know people and that should open up doorways yeah that's 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 real true like i was i was um talking to some folks yesterday on here and uh the sister was telling me about you know getting my idea down on paper because she has investors and I wasn't looking for no investor per se for what it was that, you know, I'm always looking for an investor, but, you know, I received the information that she gave me and she even offered her assistance to assist me. So, you know what I'm saying? Those are the type of people that I like being in the company of because, you know what I'm saying? I didn't got money with complete strangers. You know what I'm saying? Like my first business back in the early 90s. I had a nightclub in downtown South Bend over Bergner Department Store. I didn't want no nightclub. I wasn't thinking about no bar and restaurant. And I started doing concerts and things like that. And that was because I helped one of my friends, you know what I'm saying, facilitate his dream. Because he bugged me for two years about that damn bar that old man was selling. You know what I'm saying? So it's just having an open mind, an open ear, and being able to see something when it's nothing there. You know what I'm saying? And having the faith and then having the information to put it together and make it work. And you can do it. And you saying how you do it. And, and especially getting the information and educating yourself and putting it to action. 
That's what make it work. No, that's a fact. And like having clear vision, if you don't have a plan, some form of direction, it makes it very difficult for you. And like, um, yeah, <laughs> like throughout them transitions and them businesses, like just knowing it's hard to integrate yourself into these these new technologies if you don't understand them. Because like it got to the point where like we're doing NFT projects and people just look at NFT projects as artwork. No, like it's it's really big companies that's coming on board. Like, you know, like the NBA got NFTs, fucking Coca-Cola and all of this stuff is just not pictures. In some aspects, it's um it's services from their business, it's discounts, um, private access and things like that. So you're able to benefit off of off of the wave. And this is what big businesses do. And if you don't, like you you gonna miss the bag. And even not even not just looking at the now money. If you just thinking about the future for your children situation, that's the reason why we built all the tech company. That way that these solutions and these APIs that we set up and we hold equity on that we lease out to other companies, my children benefit from this and their children benefit from this particular software. It pays to fucking learn how to code, bro. That's that's going to be one of the most lucrative fields to be in. All these movies and stuff y'all watch, how much shit is ran by computers and AI and stuff? So if you don't want to learn how to code, at least put your children in a coding camp. And one of my, my peers who actually has the other NFT project that y'all seen in the, um, in the Gleam link up top, um, he actually is a much better developer than I am. And he also has a coding camp just for children that he offers. And he um, if you go to his Discord and you ask him for the coding camp for children, he will send you a link that um, offers it to children for free. So hopefully that would be beneficial because now you've just potentially increased your family net worth based on you aligning your child just with a new skill. And then even like some, remember we used to be against our children gaming and some of our parents used to be against us gaming. It's to the point where children are getting paid to game. I'll, people are getting paid to listen to music. People are getting paid to watch streams. It's going to really soon somebody, I know the company, they're dropping a podcast platform that you're going to be getting paid just to listen to. So the podcaster is going to get paid for like, just like how we on Clubhouse. This is why this club, I'm trying to get people on club. This shit about to go short because people not about to be leaving their energy over here where they not getting bread for it. A lot of people, unless Clubhouse going to offer a monetization feature, people going to leave this bitch soon. Because if all y'all can get paid just for listening to me talk right now, wouldn't y'all change platforms? Pew. That's all I'm saying. So understanding where the, like where these plays lie, understanding how to invest into these companies early before they drop. Shit, LimeWire coming back. Blockbuster coming back. All because of the blockchain. You think this shit not serious? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Toys R Us dropped back. LimeWire, oh my god. Yes, LimeWire has LimeWire has big contracts, bro. They're coming back in the NFT side. And look, 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 we, we all think that they, you know, that they just been dead. They probably been getting ready for this this whole time. Like they, they probably they probably got like 20 hey, years on motherfuckers. Fact, bro, the fact that 
So this is where you, somebody either bought the rights to LimeWire and they're revamping it because they seen the NFT play or otherwise LimeWire just been sitting on a bag and they just been waiting for this drop. Them the two options. That, that, that's what I'm saying. And, and shit, knowing how motherfuckers can, you know, be tapped in, they damn near seen that shit. You feel me? They like, hold on, look. We could do this in, in about 20 years. Motherfuckers ain't even gonna see it coming type of shit. Like, that's, but, but that's how these motherfuckers think. They planning 20 years ahead. The same way we talking about um our, our people not getting into stuff because it's not a lot of it's not immediate you know funds it's not immediate um like visible you know it's not that microwave you got to put this in the oven you feel me and, and a lot of motherfuckers has been been putting shit in the oven for a minute you know what i'm saying bro y'all over here fooling in my discord why y'all just dropped out of this picture in there? you seen it <laughs> i just seen it bro oh my oh my god and that's another thing about the Discord. The Discord is a collective community. Um, I just said, like, it's not just for me. It's for everybody. Like, fam, they over there posting whatever they want to post, talking about whatever they want to talk about. If they want to open up a voice chat, have a conversation, share screens, all of that is available. They can share documents, all of that stuff, and just, like, operate. It's better than a damn website, for real, for real. Like, Discord been around for, like, 15 years, and... If it's any bit, and also, if you're going to have an NFT project, you need to get comfortable with Discord. You need to understand it because that's where, if you don't, so there's um, particular blockchains that hold NFT projects. You know about Ethereum and, you know, the OpenSea, and then they got the different Solana platforms. If I want to drop my NFT on these different blockchains, I have to go through their launch pad, right? So when I go through their launch pad, they're going to ask me what's my Twitter and my Discord for my NFT project. So if you don't have a Twitter and a Discord project, you won't even be allowed on some blockchains, depending on the way that you're trying to upload your project. So I'm really give, I'm acclimating y'all already before you even get into the crypto part. Because <laughs> just by you having your own personal Discord, you can I can show you how to set up your own server and stuff. Or you can just copy my, my fucking setup. I don't care. Literally copy the same setup I got and just add your own artwork into it. And boom, you got a Discord server. But you got to at least get over there to see what it is in order for you to put yourself in a position to make some money. And those of you all who are, you know, picking up on these conversations, and like um, yesterday, some of the um, some of the sisters, and no disrespect, some of the elder sisters was in the room, and they was trying to, you know, understand how to use Discord. We, set, we took some time aside. Excuse me, we set some time aside, walked them through. It took like less than two minutes. They had an understanding, was able to catch up and get everything done. It's simple. It's a lot simpler than people think because if people who've never used it, and these are also our elders, can catch on quick, you can as well. But like, it's super beneficial. Marco was on there yesterday with us. Marco, um, let me know what you think about Discord as a platform. Uh, I was just gonna say it's not it's not hard. It's just a learning curve. You get what I'm saying? It's like with with uh, any of this information. Same thing with it, NFTs, crypto. You feel me? You got to learn it a little bit. You know, get 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 familiar with it because it's not it's not typical. But but I honestly like it. Like um, I haven't I haven't been in it as much re uh, until recently. Like so, I haven't seen all of the features. But just uh, um on the being yes being on it yesterday with DJ um I think it's I think it's very valuable. Uh, as a platform because it, it, it does it does everything and there's so much that you can like I'm seeing the possibility I'm like oh we ain't even we ain't even started doing that stuff you know I, I haven't seen it being done yet so yeah it's a lot of uh, possibilities it's just look it, it's nothing but a quick you know a little video go watch a video on YouTube how to discord you know and then dive into the server you know you, it's the same thing with anything else you got to learn how to use it first you know it's gonna be some features that you don't know about that you gonna have to you know 
you know, slide into, you know? Yeah, and we got private channels that people can't see that they only can access through NFTs where we got a lot of the documents stored. So people just can't come over there and be stealing documents and then trying to charge people a thousand dollars for a damn free affidavit that don't mean shit to me in all honesty. It like I made some of these documents when I was like twenty-three years old. <laughs> so but they still hold weight because they was form they was formatted out properly as it pertains to affidavit, fam. Huh? But like, yeah, it's no reason if you understand business. And you understand, like, if you just, if you're a bright individual, you understand how to take care of yourself without, you know, charging your people. Now, if, if you need a service from shit, if I got to do some paperwork, yeah, you got to pay me. But if you just, you need some information, man, all that shit is on the internet anyway. All I did was just restructure it in a capacity to where it's more simple for you to understand. I put it in a better form of layman terms at some t- sometimes <laughs> because legalese is a lot for our people to pick up on. Peace. I see you came back, Michi. Um, I had asked a question earlier. Um, you wasn't in here. I was asking everyone, what safeguards have they put in place in order to protect themselves and their family throughout this financial decline? Yeah, that's that's a that's a good question to ask. All right, because people see it happening. All right, you gave some good information especially about the banker selling his own house. <laughs> so shit, that speaks volumes to me. I, I know a few lawyers that are doing the same thing. You know what I mean? So there's definitely a, a reset that's taking place and the redistribution of wealth uh, has occurred. The year of Jubilee is upon us. And we've been in Jubilee, but we haven't been operating like we were in Jubilee. I mean, and people are having a hard time uh, wrapping their minds around, you know, some of the stuff that I talked about, some of the stuff you talked about, DJ, and, and, and others. I mean, because they're they're so accustomed to going along with the program. So, but like I encourage you all to do, you know, I'm always saying this and keep it real simple. I make sure you have a will in place, a trust set up. All right, so that we. Nobody can say that they control anything on your behalf. I'm just going to keep it just that simple. Declare and decree what you want. So be it. You know, that's that's how how I've been living, and that's what I've been doing. You know, on my side of the fence. You know, but I had to educate myself in trust law. I educate my myself on the state law to realize, hey, that puts me in a higher jurisdiction than admiralty or maritime. You know what I mean? So, consumer the state side of things, man, even more enlightening. The more the more I I set out to understand the consumer the state side of things, the sky is the limit. So, with that being said, definitely have some safeguards in place, whether you're going to be in receivership or <laughs> are you going to be in trusteeship or transference, however you choose to set up and operate, make sure you have those safeguards in place. All right, because 
the, the, the rules of engagement are here. Right no, there. I concur. I concur. And um, I'm actually, shit, I was just checking. I got a flight in like a couple, a couple of days on my way up to Michigan. I, um, I'm going to go see my, our matriarch. I'm about to go uh, tap in, go spend some time with my grandma and my mom and just go make sure that they understand how I've adjusted my estate plan and the place that they hold in it and make sure that those documents is updated and sealed in the family. And yeah, so like I do that probably like twice a year with my family. That's yeah, that's definitely a good thing because that's exactly what I'm doing today as well. Um, my my aunt she had a heart attack a few days ago, so uh, we're all gonna gather at my aunt's house on the east side. And, my condolences, bro. And then. Yeah, 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 definitely. Appreciate it. So we're gonna act accordingly. But yeah, it's definitely it's a definite that we alert our family members of what's going on, especially those we have held in trust. Whether they know it or not, we're gonna protect their interest. You know, because I, I feel that, you know, uh out of one comes many. Or out of many comes one, I mean. You know what I mean? And that's me representing my family into the next millennia and, and my children and their children so you got to pick up that torch and carry it because <laughs> everybody some people will abandon it you know what i mean and that's sacred <laughs> can't abandon it administer it to the best of your ability do your research uh when i do people's estate planning i always recommend that they get that estate and trust administration for dummies. Let that be your guide. Because it tells you pretty much how, how to administrate any estate and any trust to, to the simplest form. <clears throat> People just got to be willing to do it. Can you imagine going back and reclaiming everything that your ancestors left behind? And the stuff that they're attached to, shit. That's a full-time job in itself. Well, uh, if anybody have any questions for me, go ahead and ask them. But, yeah, DJ, definitely, no. that's definitely needed. Yeah, I do, um, I do recommend that if any of y'all do have, especially like the consumer protection laws, y'all can come up and ask Michi any of y'all questions about any of the things he was talking about earlier. And I know um, John um, was asked some questions, but I do recommend that y'all take the time to get y'all clarity right now because I got to get to work in a minute. Me too. I got a family barbecue to get to, so I, I'm not going to rush it. But however, we want you all to have clarity on whatever it is that you want to do. Because right, you all gathered here today and tapped into DJ Signal because he has the valid information and valuable information, you know, that we all could utilize. Or whether you're on the consumer side or the commercial side. But you got to draw the line somewhere. You choose to plan, plan on, you know, operating on both, better damn know, know what you're doing. Or you stay on one side of the fence. 
until you get conscious and aware of the other side of the fence. Because we all should be conscious and aware of, of the commercial side of the fence. You know, but on this consumer side of the fence, you draw on the line and say, uh-uh, commerce can't come across that. That's where it is bond. So if you got any questions, comments, or concerns, please address them. Uh, if not, I, I will be on tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, uh, from 7 to 7. Uh, and, and that's uh, the reclaiming our lives amongst the living, uh, consciousness and living amongst the living. So reclaiming our lives and consciousness amongst the living. That's the name of the, uh, of the, of the group. I also have my own clubhouse and club rooms as well. So, you know, send me a friend request or drop me a line in the back channel if you have any uh, comments, questions, or concerns, and I will ask, answer them in the appropriate manner, <laughs> or at least try to. <laughs> hey, DJ, why did y'all always come in when you say you're going to leave? <laughs> Bro, because that's why I was... <laughs> oh, Every time he's like, I'm gonna go, y'all, in a little bit. Zap, well, <laughs> yeah, but see, I, I, DJ, DJ has a dynamic that he's going on, and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get off topic, you know, because it's valid, valid and valuable information that people need to know. And I come in with my consumer shit, and I don't want to, you know, change the dynamic. No, 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 I no, think no, it's no, a great no, dynamic no, to no, add hey, to I, it, honestly. I, I know how I, do I know. I know everybody who I deal with, and I know what I be doing when I invite y'all up here and make y'all moderators. Right. It holds its place, you know? Yeah. Everybody's situation is different. But one person in the audience who actually needs to hear what it is that you have to say. So I'm never yeah. just like, yeah, let right, right. type of group of people. Oh, fuck that. We should be respectful. What That's right. Come together and be one on one accord. No, nah, but y'all open to build on thing, and then also this is um this is my partner. He has a very provocative artwork. I'm about to actually um change the pen. Some of y'all that joined in the alerts, um, but this is the one who actually created um the life of a Negro in a people that has abilities and it also has components where our people can make money and some even what some people consider reparations. So, um, bro, while I um, change the link, the floor is yours. Yeah, I just got kicked out of a Twitter space about all of this. It's funny because they see the um, they see the the PFP and then they they want to come to me on the back channel and be racist, like, "Hey, man, how cool is that?" And then they invite you to the floor to speak. And then they want to argue <laughs> with you and say you're ignorant, you know what I'm saying? Because you actually got something to say. And then right. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, because they, they they don't like the fact that they that they were actually gave people reparations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and 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 they and they didn't benefit from it. They can't benefit from it. Because well, you got they, they you gotta have a certain bloodline. <laughs> huh? Yeah, they, are you saying that you know they received their reparations right after the Civil War? You know, U.S. corporation paid out the Southern uh, farmers that owned slaves. Right That's after. right. That's right. Then they didn't do it. They didn't do it until they came in and apologized for slavery. Is when they started cutting reparations for the copper tone man and woman. Yeah. 
Yeah, buddy. So we got a little bit of a different platform. You know, yeah. uh, I encourage you all to click the link, go to our uh, website, read the white paper. But I just used basically my um, ability to code. I created a game, an augmented reality, which once we drop it, it'll allow all of you to go and post content. So if you're ever involved in a racist event or you see a racist event happen, post it. We send out all of the other members to go verify that it actually happened and get the source material, the source information. We pay you both for those actions in our tokens, right? And then once the- and source um, data. Of course, yeah, yeah, we do on-chain data and all of that. So um, once we verify all of those things, we issue an NFT to the place of business that went against you in a manner that you did not like. And the only way they can have that NFT removed is if they pay for the NFT, they have to purchase it. And once they purchase that NFT, we release those funds back into the liquidity pool in a staking format. So it's reparations. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> With that. Oh, yeah, would... brother, brother Job. This is the brother who I was telling you about, brother Michi, who was slapping the red stickers on people doors to the crime scene and shit. Crime. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so this do you see how these two situations can kind of go hand in hand? If it was one of those situations, you see how this particular platform can actually help pull some money down. You see how you see how we're able to integrate the two sides this is why i want people to be educated mm. in the technology because it's beneficial for us to learn how to utilize no, that's big oh, that's, that's amazing that's right need to link up bro if you're no. going around putting red stickers i actually just yeah. want to try to interview you and get to get some of your pointers hey, from hey, you I, hey i promise i'm getting goosebumps y'all just talking <laughs> right. yeah because uh when they when i posted them up uh, let them know they had 72, 72 hours to correct, stop and correct. Um, and I put, I actually put my my information down there in the in the in the right hand corner, so they'll know who 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 put the notice up there. And uh, I went and did some research, and they pulled some stuff off of uh, the record. After I did this here in Hamilton County, so it does work. What state are you in? I'm on the fourth. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say it did, it did, it did raise a few eyebrows. I, I taped it on, I, I stamped it on the uh, the BMV uh, on their door, which is the Bureau of Motor Vehicles in Cincinnati. And the funny thing is, is that. I guess I'm the only guy in in Ohio that. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Let me ask a question. Are you the brother that had the flag outside of the truck in the YouTube? Hell no, that's not him, fam. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not him. No, <laughs> but I got said no. I got some brothers like that, and they about that business. Exactly. <laughs> they about their life. They soldiers. Uh, no, but I actually. Uh, Seem to be the only guy in Ohio that has a hundred billion dollar signature attached to that identification card. So they want to use that identification card. They have to pay whatever tag uh, that is listed for a signature value, data value. 
And that's all on the record with Hamilton County, along with the along with my will and my trust. <laughs> ready when you will. So it's like they didn't put it in the system. And the lady at first she was like, You can't sign your signature like that. And I was like, Well, if I can't sign my signature like that, then it's not my signature. Because here's my recorded signature here, and I showed her my recordation papers. She ran it by her supervisor, and the supervisor was like, yeah, that's how he has to sign his name, because it's been recorded. So, they can play the game if they want to. So, let me ask you this question. Like, where did yeah. they get off trying to tell people, you know, what they can and cannot do? Right. Like, it wasn't a problem, with, with specifically in my family. Um, yeah. in Georgia, that, yeah. uh, a guy by the name of William McIntosh came and tricked yeah. my, my great-great-uncles out of their land by signing wow. a letter X, right? Oh, wow. Wow. By signing a letter X. Uh, letter X does hey, constitute a signature. Yeah, but I'm just saying, whatever you sign on the signature line constitutes your signature. Exactly. Yes, that that is the that is a true and correct statement. But I ain't never heard one of them all my life. Yeah, I scribble. I don't be putting my stuff down. Well, you should you should you should be writing your name out so it can be legible. No, it depends on what it is. I'm I'm knowledgeable of the power of my signature, and I refuse to you know just like give that shit up well, to everybody or anybody. Regardless if you scribble it, regardless of you scribble it. Or you put an X, somebody gonna get paid off of that motherfucker, right? So well, long no, as you not necessarily. So let's just go into the history of where signatures came from, and it actually came from um, yeah, a, I like mark, that. a mark, a mark, right? A mark and, of the yeah. and, that, and they were and they were family marks, right? So that's where right. the whole family crest came in, and they were family marks. So mm-hmm. when signatures were first put in place, so a there was the family crest. That was sealed, and the reason they use the word seal because they would put the wax dip and then seal whatever that was. So if if that was to close the envelope or to just mark the bottom of where the signature would go, that that yeah. family was in agreement with whatever you know contract was being put forth. Right, and it's right. actually our history. You know, it's where where it came from. We brought that to Al Andalus. That later got morphed into Anglo-Saxon history of the mark, and this is where you get the letter X from, because you know prior to using the letter X, only a certain class of people were allowed to sign things because nobody else owned anything, and the only thing, things that were worthy of being signed were deeds to property, because you got to understand there was no fiat currency, you know, during these times, these medieval times, there was no fiat currency, so there were right. bonds that were being traded or pieces of paper as you know monetary notes being traded, there were debenture notes, right? So a ledger would come together and, you know, if if you were on a certain side of a ledger and then the person who was extending you that credit based upon the goods and services that you were doing, that's when they brought in the mark, which was the letter X, which later became signature, which is an acronym for a sign of nature, right? Something to represent you in the paper form.
That's a fact. Um, so you could draw a picture in the signature line, is my point. She was dead ass wrong for trying to tell you, you know, that you couldn't sign that piece of paper that way. They try and do that with um, all state contracts because they understand, like, they'll tell you, because you know how people get hit to um, understanding how to reserve their rights by identifying a particular code out of the Uniform Commercial Code. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then they be like, you can't do that. They'll be like, fuck, you, what do you mean I can't do that? <laughs> like, people literally can't tell you how to identify your own nature. It's, but yeah, if you... If you let somebody coerce you into that shit, that's on you, fam. You gotta be able to stand on your square at one point. You can always say it's just for tax purposes. That's true, too. I never thought about that. Or you could just not enter into an application with them if they don't allow you to sign it. I'm sorry, a, a contract with them. Don't enter into a contract with them. And then... Uh, your reserve notice could be an application. So your response to that is just to send them an application from your jurisdiction, right? To, you have to put a demand in that as well, but you can send them an application. So they're agreeing to, and when I say application, like a literal application that they have to fill out, you know, it's just they don't want to take your signature. So what I've been learning from Michi this past month, if so, maybe bottom month, is that in which it clearly made sense to me all these contracts, when you put your name on it, right, you're not putting any value to your name. So if you're putting your name on this contract and you're saying my name is valued 100B, right? Now they accept that application. First of all, we have to know what the application is. It's an issue to currency. You're, at, you're creating currency. That is the original issue discount to create currency. That is a credit card, right? So if I'm putting something, which is my information, my source data, and I'm giving it a value and they accept it, wouldn't that offset whatever obligation that they have on that application? So I would want to say an honor and sign everything. Yeah, in theory, it should do that. But I mean, I mean, that's why they set up a cash system. That's why they call you Negro, Black, and Colored. That's why they have Federal Directive 15. And then they dole out access. So it's going back to the same thing that I was talking about where an actual signature came from. Only certain classes of people. Which is your signet, which is the the authentication of the document. That's all it is. It's authorizing that there was an authorized representative who had the capacity, the authority to sign the document. Yeah, so this is, I'm glad you brought that up. So we're talking about capacity and being authorized. That's why they created the CAD system. So a lot of the things that, you know, quote, melanated people aren't being able to take advantage of, even though they go through the process of, you know, signing documents, entering in the contracts, or filling out applications to access credits and things of that nature, those things not coming to fruition because it's literally authorizations based upon um, where you are in the CAD system, right? So this is where the whole status correction movement came once people started to put two and two together and understanding saying hey why is this group of us always failing at this particular process and then you know it became obvious because they put that documentation out in reference to the cast system stating that you know you are who you are 
So you have to take all of those things into account. But the great thing about it is, is what I came here to talk about was DeFi and cryptocurrency. You know, the fiat currency system, that old style of titling and contracting, it's pretty much over with. That's what the Davos meetings are about. That's what the World Economic Organization is uh, meeting about. That's what Bilderberger is about in the last, you know, 15 years. So you see Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, Pharrell, uh, I haven't seen Kanye, but Pharrell um, and other technologists like Jack Dorsey going to Bilderberger meetings and then branching off and going to Davos exclusively. You know, this is about the building out of the blockchain and then their hegemon and their doctrine figuring out how they can translate these paper documents for title because they're only controlling resources. The fiat dollar means nothing, right? Fiat credits mean nothing. All of that is enforced via the United States corporations, military, and through violence. That's why when you look in the global scheme of global government, and this is going back to the late 60s, you know, they called Vietnam a police action. Well, who fought the Vietnam War? The United States. The United States Corporation, which is the East India, uh, the, uh, East India Dutch Company, uh, the British East uh, India Company, the Delaware Company, the Virginia Company, all of those compiled to make, under the Treaty of Paris, the United States and the 10 Mile District, they're the police of the global government, which is an extension of the Roman Empire. And if you want to get the real keys to that, watch Pirates of the Caribbean 3, where they really break Absolutely. the Absolutely. Everything, all, the only corporation is the crown. Everything else is a subsidiary of the crown. Yeah, but all of that's starting to fade away. So, um, Hmm. Like which way do I want to go with this? Like, there's a ton of information that I could probably get. It's get fading away, but oh. the concept of the cryptocurrency this is a this is a very very old concept. I think they're using it, and this and I do I comprehend the decentralization and the DAOs and stuff like that. Like I have firsthand knowledge of it. So the thing how I look at it is as if the, for the people who are not aware of these intricacies, all they're gonna do is put them on a different playing field where they don't have intangibles and they could have more control over it. No, not, not at all. Like I'll push back on that. And like, I kind of speak about that in an interview with DJ on his page. So yeah, I, I'm 100% in agreement with you on the age of blockchain technology. I actually dropped the documents in my link tree in reference to that interview, you know, where blockchain came from. So blockchain technology is not a government technology. Blockchain technology comes from the hacker culture, right? And hackers are normally libertarians and here to free the people for the most part, right? They're not all scammers. When we hear about hackers, we think about scammers and people trying to get into bank accounts or to grab crypto or NFTs out of your wallet and things like that. But the true original, you know, uh, amalgamation of hackers around the, you know, around the world was about freedom of the people and libertarian views. So when you get into the particular land grant system that came out of Great Britain from the 1500s that it was extended into the United States, you know, that particular system is what, you know, world governments are moving on right now because of the success of the crown. All of this kind of going to kind of fade away when you get into a DeFi system. And I just got kicked out of a room <laughs> on Twitter spaces trying to explain to people who want to no, still process right. 
You're right. Because the, the version of the corona was a change of all of that. Now it's up to us to come into the capacity of understanding what is actually going on. So you're right. right. However, you still have your uh, your layman's, for the lack of better words, who don't see interest in the decentralization and stuff like that, who still like, no, I want it to be safe, and they're gonna go and accept these bank coins, the CBDC. Yeah, but that's not that's not our fault or our problem. The only thing that we're sent here to do is to put out the correct information and to train them and give them the information for free. That's the only thing that our mission on in life. If you understand the same thing that I understand, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel sorry for, for for our people too. I feel sorry for a lot of people. I feel sorry for the gentleman that was trying to argue me down in the last Twitter space. So because he was mad that he lost seven bands and that's nothing. In, I lost in, in forty. I lost forty. I got yeah. sweat ruffle, uh, but nevertheless. Um, but there's an answer to all of that. Not to cut you off. Hashtag okay. learn the code. YouTube is free. Hashtag learn the code. Oh, learn the code. Absolutely. I I, I, I looked into learning that, and I wanted to have like a blockchain where I'm the one on on boarding and offboarding uh cryptocurrency because that's very lucrative with all the fees. However, now that I've come and I'm sure most of us known about these consumer laws and stuff, but putting it in the light of perspective of how it should be in place, which is valuing your asset, which is your sign of nature. Everything that we deal with, we're putting our information on it. So I'm the issuer of all these applications, of all these contracts, of all of it. So if I'm the issuer, even on even on the blockchain. So now if I'm putting my information on a blockchain or anyone's withholding company for that uh, aspect, if I'm valuing my sign of nature at a certain value, then if they accept it and whatever they're saying I owe, they're still remainder. They got to cut the check. So I've been on the journey for long and I've seen all the different walks of life and the different theories, but just putting myself here and understanding this, I feel as though if you really, really truly understand the value of your data and as Mitch is telling us, now you become a data broker, that's amazing. So now you're not telling someone, put your trust in someone else. You're saying, put your trust in yourself. How many trillions of cells do you have? 35 trillion cells. Okay, if you want to say each cell is worth $1, that's what you're worth. You're worth $35 trillion. No one can put a value on, on, on my life, nor on my family's life, and none of anyone else speaking here life for that matter. Yeah, and create a hash on the blockchain, and then, you know, tokenize that, and then you have something of value, right? So I will say this. I'm going to drop a gem, and then I got to jump off. For anybody saying that they understand the UCC or they are, they are a UCC big brain, if you don't know who Lord Koch is and didn't read his four treatises and understand uh, <laughs> the, the feudal law system and the basis of feudal law, that's all the UCC is, right? So the UCC Lexus is Mercantilia is just, yep. it's just a recodified... Uh, uh, law of the Venice. That's all it is. The Venetian. So, in essence, we don't need it. Yeah, he was serious about dropping off. I, 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 I hope I didn't um, persuade oh, no, that. No, no, no. 
No, no, because, no, no, no. Because he, I, um, I, I he be he be working. What he's saying. But yes, the 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 law of the merchant. This is what we falling under, and we're not even we're not even comprehensive. We don't even comprehend what is going on, and that's the bottom line. The bottom line in anything that we dealing with, there's creeds and there's principles that these creeds and principles, the foundation can never, ever uh, be missing, and that's knowledge precedes speech and action. Before someone get into an endeavor, you have to have full disclosure of what it is that you're doing, or there's going to be some type of limitation that you have. Are you taking on some type of liability that you could have assigned to something else? No, I can't care. But um, the merchant system, bartering, and then contract law, just shit. But I read the damn UCC codes from beginning to end, just raw codes. Most people... Could never, fam. That shit was boring as hell. I'm not going to hold you up. But I did it. <laughs> so I have a firm understanding of what it means in order to utilize that as it pertains to, you know, my commercial activity. And that's really all bro is saying because a lot of people misusing that information and they don't understand enough about contract law. But if you can, if you're bartering and you're doing international business or even domestic business, trust, equity, all of those there, these are the rules and regulations in order to make sure that you don't get screwed. So I'm not just going to throw that out the window, fam. And then, like, I'll leave a back-end situation for somebody to come fuck me down the line. Because how many of y'all still using UCC 1-308 in order to reserve your rights? And also, I'm not saying you specifically, but then be like, yeah, we don't need the UCC. Well, what fucking happens to your rights when you stop doing that then? Because you've been utilizing it in order to reserve your rights for so long, right? But if you come in from equity, would you need to use the UCC if you're dealing in equity, if you're dealing in clear hands? Equity, and you're equity, equity. Uh, sorry about that, folks. I, I apologize. Hey, DJ, I wanted to I, I wanted to uh, uh, interject with well, what you were saying. OK, I want to show you I'm going to show I'm going to show everybody this right quick so everybody can get the gist of what I'm getting ready to say. All right, I can show you better than I can tell you, okay? Now, what <laughs> what they did was, look, this is where I'm going to show you. They they actually put an end to commercial activity. What's up? They actually put an end to commercial activity. All right? The fact the fact that, DJ, I'm going to put this in. I'm gonna post it in the chat, and then uh, if I if I got permission to post it in the link, I will. No, you can ping, you can ping you can ping it up top, bro. I ain't okay, I appreciate that. Uh, if somebody would put that link in the in the chat for people to have that DJ has or whoever has posted it up, there I got it. I I'll take care of it. Just go ahead, bro. Okay. Because okay. I'm to fill a battle, right? All right. Now here here it is right here. Okay. And and like you say, I'm gonna I'm gonna use what they put in place on their side of the fence. On their side of the fence. People, I'm telling you, once more people get hit to this cash app scale, I'm I'm gonna show you how to do some things. But let me let me let's go to this right quick. I'm just I'm this is just gonna keep it real simple. It says that. The congressional findings and declaration of purpose, there's an abundant of evidence of use of abusive, deceptive, and unfair debt collection practices by many debt collectors. 
abusive debt collection practices contribute to a number of personal bankruptcies, to marital instability, to the loss of jobs, and to the invasions of individual privacy. Inadequacy of laws. Existing laws. So for every law prior to 2010, whether it's commercial, whether it's positive, whether it's private, copyrighted law, existing laws and procedures for redressing these injuries are inadequate to protect consumers. And they give you the definition of the term consumer. And the term consumer means any natural person obligated or allegedly obligated to pay any debt. So even 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 the existing laws prior to 2010 were inadequate to protect consumers, right? Because we had lawyers, judges, and bankers acting that people were like corporations. That same shit happened back in 1795 when they abolished the judiciary. Turned it into a corporation. That was one of the few trusts that were created <laughs> to keep the corporation up and running. But however, they said existing laws and procedures. So that's all the, the, the rules of civil procedures. That's all the commercial procedures, banking procedures, procedures. That's pretty much everything based around personal family and household, which should have never interfered with commercial activity in the first place. All right, so they they came up with these, with these, with these, with these set of laws that were based around nature. Yeah, I hope that answered y'all question. Who the is my phone? Yeah. All right, my fault. Yeah, sorry about that. You, you all right, so they kind of they kind of put to bed a, a lot of things. I think people just failed to you know go back and realize what happened. All right, because now natural persons, i.e., consumers, cannot incur debt for anything pertaining to the sustainability of personal family and household. And it makes sense why they would do that because if you have the same people creating the products and services, turning around and charging for those services to the same people who need them to live daily, these things should be prepaid. And this is this is why you know the Truth in Lending, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and the and the uh, Fair Debt Collection Practices are based around the laws of nature because they're dealing with natural entities, natural persons, people, everyday people. 
All right. Now, if that person works, that natural person works for a corporation, and that corporation deals with or sells 85% of their inventory is for consumer goods, there's an exemption. Okay, and this is where we're exposing the 3491 consumer uh, cooperative exemption. All right, as long as that company's, as long as 85% of that company's sales are consumer goods, then the exemption applies. All right, the exemption is for them. All right, because it it eliminates them to have to file that 1099 PATR, which is a tax distribution because of patronage. So for every consumer that patronizes their that business, they get taxed. This is why the company turns around and tax the consumer. But since the consumer laws have been put in place now, consumers cannot incur debt for personal, family, and household. So then now that bottom line cost has to be brought to zero. Release the goods and services up front to the consumer and file that zeroed out receipt with their monthly tax obligation. Right? So they can get their tax credit. And we relieve them of a tax burden. So this is going to be the new game. Okay, if you go back and read, the, the tax laws have already been set up and put in place for it. H.R. 1, 2017-2018, tax reform bill, signed by a good president, Donald Trump. Obama opened the door by re-strengthening the consumer protection laws with the Dodd-Frank Act, which is Title X 111. Dash two zero three dash two zero four. Okay, these actually put an end to commercial activity, folks. If you can wrap your mind around that, all right, because the consumer cannot incur debt for personal, family, and household. That means that there is no more debt. Now, if the consumer is the one who created the debt, then that makes the consumer the creditor. So that means the consumer got to get paid for his name. The consumer got to get paid for her date of birth. The consumer got to get paid for his usage of his. You, you still hear me, Okay, so there's two sides of the fence. Both sides lead back to the natural man and woman, or male and female. Okay, so you know the price of life is is, is no more. The cost of living is no more. Those things are false and misleading now, and have been deemed non-essential. Right, and, and I'll go, and I'll even go as far as to the definition of the essential consumer good.
one second. I'll put it up there for y'all. All right, because this is going to, see, because this is going to help our investors now, okay, people who have invested in, into the economy, into the systems, okay? This is going to help them even more, okay? If we show them, hey, look, on all your inventory, all your inventory is going to be gifted to the consumer from this point on. So whatever the consumer comes in here and needs and wants, go ahead and give it to them as a gift. Bring the bottom line cost to zero and you file that gift with your mom. Once you file that gift with your mom, that's a $16,000 value per dollar that you gifted away. Both services go according to the scriptures, I promise you. <laughs> okay, but however, that's what that whole tax reform bill was about. The gifting of things. Because we still we still have to replenish those goods and services. Okay, and the companies that are in the commercial realm with the EIN numbers, okay, they have to rely on who to come in to keep replenishing the goods and services? The consumers. Okay, so long as the consumer is 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 coming in using their goods and services, there's a gift. Because when you get a gift, give a gift, you get one in return. Press down, shake it up, and run it over. So for every $1 that you gift away to for the car, the house, whatever, on the business side, investors, you receive $16,000. Now, if you don't have a competent uh, accountant, I advise you to go get one. And if the accountant that you're dealing with right now don't know, tell them to come talk to me and I'll show them. But it's right there in the tax reform bill, H.R. 1, 2017, 28. So it's, it's a matter of record. <laughs> it's just the, the matter of wanting to do that. And the, the no 16, how. The 16 to 1 is in there, um, H.R. 1, 2017, 28. You better believe it. You better believe it. There you go. Shit, that, we didn't, uh, shit I can't... Uh, pinpoint exactly where it's at but we've we've pulled it up on in the room you know something that i've created we've pulled it up and showed people yes people showed examples sixteen thousand per one dollar but for people who have done dealt with taxes in 1099s and oids and Hey, that sounds like a big level up. Cause if you would have gave it to him four thousand, and then on the back end you getting sixteen thousand, if that ain't a level. Oh uh, yeah, come on! I'm just saying. Why not? Why not give the shit away and get a, a million dollars for what you gave one car away? At least you can't get no nothing less than a million dollars. <laughs> nothing less. <laughs> Just make sure your accountant is right. Don't just well, be yeah, because numbers you ain't gonna cook your dumb ass. Well, that's well, what I was well, well, that's well what I was hold on, hold on. Doing the paperwork wrong. Okay. Because they automatically uh, see, saying your your income tax forms is income tax forms when they actually get the estate tax form. Exactly. Right. So okay, but however, we know the United States cannot claim financial injury. Why? Because they're in commerce. Well, no, they're bankrupt. And they're bankrupt. Yeah, they're in, they're in, they're okay, they're, ba they're a bankrupt and insolvent entity. And this has been rec recorded in 
congressional records more than three times. All right, so the financial injury comes in with who? The one that's bringing the claim. Saying that you injured them financially. Right, there you go. Okay, that's where it comes in at. Is it? I don't think it's so. I'll post this case law and then we yeah. can edit about this 11099 situation. Yeah. It wasn't about it. I don't believe that they were claiming an injury in that case. They were uh -huh. just solely saying that the individual reported wrong. And that's what the charges was, I believe. Okay. And they reported it wrong on what type of 1099? Because that's a gift to the estate. I'm about to, the, I'm about to the IRS was supposed to do the proper corrections. All right, because who's holding the account in trust? Who's holding the decedent account in trust? The IRS is. You have a whole account with the IRS. All right, so they can't they can't they can't bring a claim against the estate. It was the lawyers that were involved that brought the claim against the estate. They know that name has been registered, secured, copyrighted, and trademarked. And they, the people who were and the people who responded to it didn't fight back. Y'all, um, everybody check this case law out. Um, I mean, let's check this case. It's not even case law. Check this case out. And it's about All right. uh, I just pinned it. And, right. and I'm sure Definitely. there was no evidential hearing, no bills of particular, no meeting of the minds, none of that. Straight what a, right, right. Again, then what about legislation where it says a consumer cannot commit a crime? What did the defense counsel bring that up? No, because he in the he in bed with the with the with the prosecutor and the judge because they all coming from the same organization. They know legislation said that they they know legislation said the consumer cannot commit a crime. What was that, dear brother? I'm sorry for cutting you off. I said that's they all have a bar card, uh, a bar card, and not only that, all crimes is commercial. Well, see, that's and that's what and that's the thing. That 1099 should have been corrected by the IRS properly, so they breached their fiduciary duties by bringing a claim or bringing or char filing charges, criminal charges. That lawyer know he can't do, he couldn't do that. He knew he can't even deal with consumers. 1692E7 of our law say you cut, there is no attorneys. And any communication from an attorney is false and misleading. So they silently silent, silenced all the lawyers, the judges, and the bankers for real. They all have something to do with, with that entanglement with the bailout. Every time the bailout happened, who was there? A bunch of lawyers with their fucking hand in the cookie jar. Bunch of lawyers got their hand in your back pocket. So, um, was y'all able? So, did y'all actually uh, y'all open it up? Did you see like what it was that they got in trouble for? 
And um, mm -hmm. one of my like my partner, he know he he know the people who got caught up in this case. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro, DJ Bay, if you don't mind, we should we should go right behind these judges and slap them all with tort claims because they don't even have the proper oaths of office. They're under commerce, but they That's don't right. even have proper oath for fucking's office. Who the gives you the lawful authority to lock anybody up if you ain't got no proper oath? Instrumentality. They're not even a government instrumentality. They're a for-profit organization. They got an EIN number. Each one of them. Yep, so we slap a tour claim at standard form 95 and we do it we do it we, and we do it by the boatloads we get the people who are knowledgeable in doing tour claims myself included and we structure the documents where y'all all y'all got to do is put your name on it and say yep i'm a witness to this case and i'm going to intervene hey, hey brother means peace and love and uh brother dj brother jasper if y'all don't if y'all don't mind um it's just like the first um the first like couple sentences or two or two or three sentences from the page you guys mind if i i read that from the case sure go ahead song? please okay. do okay yes sir okay um case uh united states versus miller 2013 um it says okay uh one background it says miller was charged in a four count indictment with making false claims against the united states uh, the government alleged that the tax returns Miller filed for the years 2005 through 2008 contained fraudulent amounts of interest, income, comma, tax withholding, comma, and refunds owed, period. Okay, at his initial appearance, comma, Miller stated he wanted to represent himself, period, right? Okay. Um, Miller was appointed a federal public defender, comma. Force, look, by force. By force. Right, by force. Right, right. And, and, and but then later it says, uh, but he later filed a document stating he would not use a public defender services, period, right? Okay. Okay. And then it says the government moved for a mental evaluation. This is off the top. And a competency hearing pursuant to 18 U.S.C. Key 4241, period. So the government also moved for a hearing regarding mental Pardon, regarding Miller's request to represent itself. Stop, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there for a second. Stop right there for a second. Right. Okay, <laughs> that mental competency evaluation. Right. <laughs> don't you think they went back to the will registry and checked to see if this man had a will in place? Or a some type of trust set up? Exactly. Right. So just like him, and he's not right. speaking the right words. So he's grave robbing just like them. You're not supposed to show up over there. You show up over there, you're showing up for liability. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but he's still a natural person at the end of the day, he right? Proclaimed so, it if he had his declaration. Well, well, he's still a natural person and, and through sight, the judge looking at him, the prosecutor looking at him, the public defender looking at him, everybody looking exactly. at him. Exactly. And he's like, not there to tell them. So he, they know he's a natural person. You can let me out right here. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, bro, me. Who holds that mm -hmm. obligation, correct? So they've recorded fraud just, just by them going through this right here. They've already recorded the fraud because they're saying that this man is obligated to do something when he can not physically be obligated to do a damn thing because the obligation belongs to who? United, United States. States. That's why I said. That's why I said the IRS was supposed to correct the tax forms. 
because whose count they're holding in trust. What you just read right then and there, we can pull a tort claim. Exactly, because honestly, how can you file something if you if you know the fraudulent How can you file it if you if you claim in your mind you say okay this is a fraudulent document? How are you filing fraudulent documents if you feel it's not correct? Where was that arbitration? You feel what I'm saying? How's the IRS even filing it if they know it's incorrect? So, so how are they even processing it per se? Pardon me. How are they even processing it if they know that is incorrect? Facts. Facts. You wrote me exact. And like you said, that's where the tort claim it, it can start with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, if you right. if you know these now, whoever know these people, if whoever know these people personally, man. No, I. Shit, I, I, I will. I, I, I want a piece of that fight. No, no, bro. No, it was a Shoot. lot of involved in this. So this man right here, um, my partner who was on the phone earlier, he the one who gave me this court case. He know these people. So no. he actually um he dealt with, like he dealt with them and shit. He explained the story about how how Tim no. Turner, how he dealt and came in contact with these people, no. other people. And so like he's been around the process for a while. And no. fam right here, the dude who this case was about, he did five years. Please mm. trust him. This man tried to file everything plus some. But and like he before he even started messing with the IRS shit, he was already a millionaire because he had farmland, Amish farmland and stuff too. So he was bringing in ag money. Like bro told me, like he sold some damn pigs for a couple million dollars. Some pigs. Shit, pigs, baby. That hey, that bring food. <laughs> bro, but you That's a small uh, price to pay to put food on somebody's table. This so part of the story is he was already established. That's the reason yeah. why. When he went into the bank and started taking on the documents yeah i would like some information on that too because that's what they're doing to all of us when we underwriting these uh prison contracts we're sending ourselves to these uh housing facilities we're stepping that's up called long, yeah long-term yeah long-term care right <laughs> it's called long-term care so how do you how do you go about streamlining that and getting that situated that ball rolling because i definitely got a few years on the belt Look at look up a ten. Okay, so if you that was on the commercial side, right? That's right. Ten ninety nine LTC long term care, right? And I would assess my own value, like according. Hell to yeah! Value. How much was your time? <laughs> Shit, hell yeah! So it's as simple as getting that form and assessing my value and putting it down. Well, I'm gonna say yes. It's just as simple as that. Okay, but the notice that you go send to the IRS is <laughs> gonna come from your own manuscript, right? The notice or putting them on notice? Yeah. Right, because you're recouping something on that long term care, ten ninety nine. That's a gift to your estate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm recouping the uh lack of uh the, the long-term care, LTC. Yep, that's what you're recouping. You want that time back, right? And, but you want it in a form of credits, right? <laughs> and, and, and Brother Meech, if you don't mind, can I read that definition as well, just for the uh, audience, et cetera? Sure, please, dear brother. <laughs> By all means. Okay, it says, um, our, uh, it's, I, I typed in 1099 long-term care, taxable. 
And this mm-hmm. question is, are 1099 LTC amounts taxable? Okay. The answer is, says your long-term care insurance contract provides only for reimbursement of qualified long-term care expenses. Period. It says all benefits paid to reimburse you for such expenses are non-taxable. Yeah, whether you whether paid to you or to a care provider on your behalf. <laughs> Period. <laughs> wow, it says plain and simple right there. Are you still there, brother? Me? Anybody still hear me? Yeah, my fault. My fault. Yeah, I'm here. I can uh-huh. hear you, because... Oh no, you're right. fine. So, yeah, that's, that's, right. That that definition speaks for itself. You ain't got to really do too much about that. Right. Right. Exactly. You got to send notice and, and and what what time? How much time was amounted? I'm quite sure the 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 captors have an EIN number. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? Yep, exactly, exactly. And it says so. Um, now you talking about multi? You talking about multi uh, housing units and housing EIN numbers? Hey, give me give me one second, guys. I'm gonna mute up for a hot second. Give me one second. Okay. No, you are good. <clears throat> I just be wanting people to see. And then also it's important that, you know, we bring these particular subjects to the table so that we can understand what happened so we don't let this shit happen to us. Exactly. Because I, I every time I hear it, it just be it just it just it just I don't get it because we know for a fact that all these well, I know for a fact that all these quote unquote government instrumentalities have a W nine. You can request a W nine that shows that they have a a for-profit organization, but yet people will constantly say they're scared of these people, and I don't really see how you can be scared of someone that's no different from McDonald's, Burger King, Target, Lowe's. I don't see the difference. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of in and out. I'm trying to stay with stay with it. Stay with it. Oh, go ahead, brother. Say that last. Say that last part again. You say he didn't. You know, understand the. the... The relation or the correlation? What was he saying? How they, how, how the, the authority that these people don't have no delegated authority to be government instrumentalities, but yet the thought of them and the boogeyman is always brought up. Like, oh, you gotta watch out for these people, and it's like they, they're not even lawfully doing what they're doing. What's up, Mike? Aren't they debt collectors? Of course they are. All right, because they're creating obligations. Right, warrants, checks, drafts, you know what I'm saying? Mortgages, of course. That's not all the fires Libra code for real. <laughs> or corporate entities, period. Because corporations can have the same rights and privileges as people. <laughs> uh. There go that's where that human rights come in, right? Hmm. The human, the monster, yeah, the rights of the monster. You have to qualify to be eligible for this type of rights, man. Everybody's not technically classified as a human. You gotta, you gotta, right? You gotta subscribe to that, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, you have to subscribe to all of this. 
it's within your will to do the will of what is being presented to you. Right. Yeah, even in the UCC, when it talks about value, it even tells you, right, that the, that the, that the natural living man and a woman, it says in order to um, give out value, right, you have to give out value, right, in order for the cor corporation to even be qualified for rights. That's correct. So, that is correct. Right. See, this is what I'm saying when this goes back to the valuable consideration in regards to your cell phone bill or your gas and electric bill or your credit card bill. What value did you receive from them using your shit? All right, because somebody was the debtor and had to receive. Well, I got a question. So if we going into economic decline, and pretty much how we all know this is this for sure is a prepaid system like cars pay for before they get to the lot refrigerators pay for before they make it to walmart everything in some way shape form or fashion right so with that and, and, yep, terrorists and trade hmm? that's what you call terrorists and trade the yeah. general on terrorists and trade yes so with that already being with that being understood mm -hmm. how does that affect the future when we're going into a depression for prepaid credits and things like that because how are they supposed to be able to issue out credits when even though we already know they're insolvent they're already bankrupt but what does that mean when they get into an even worse situation because that's how right. they guaranteed it they can't they're not even able to get some products here in the states right now right that's why they put an end to commerce they had to i said the consumer, which is the natural person, cannot incur debt for personal, family, and household. But you still got to provide the services now because you're going to be unlimited. This is what the... Man, that's uh, like uh, a form of slavery. Uh, I no, it's actually... Uh, uh, they, they, if you get rid of commerce and you say, hey, you can't pay for anything that pertains to your personal, your family, and your household... What the hell? You that means you don't have to pay for anything. Everything has already been prepaid. I mean you don't you can't pay for it anymore because it would be illegal for you to do. <laughs> like strings attached somewhere down the line to me. <laughs> I'm just being real. I'm gonna throw legislation back in their face there and say, hey, you go talk to the legislators for right now. I need this, this, and this, and I am a consumer. That means if I got to go to Walmart and fill my basket up, I'm willing to take the cost. Okay? All right, because the government has said through your own, through their own Federal Trade Commission, that shit is all on their website. <laughs> Y'all go read it. That's on them. So can you do these processes and not pay taxes on this stuff? It says without limitation, brother. You can't keep me from food, water, housing. You can't keep me from that. No, so price tag, that's a limit. Accounting, if you're doing these type of transactions, uh, all they got to do is follow a loss prevention. If, if, if you choose to, you got to understand they they're already insured. The goods are already insured, meaning they have already been prepaid for. This is why they have insurances, which we all know insurance is a big scam. But however, <laughs> people like to play with money <laughs> in the commercial side. They're supposed to be yes. Keeping inventory, giving you what the hell you need and want, and replenishing the goods. 
There should be trucks coming in that motherfucker daily. <laughs> for real, for real. That's how it's supposed to be, according to the consumer protection laws. The consumer protection laws, I feel like they were just a safeguard in order to, kind of like the UCC, in order to make sure that certain rules and regulations was met in order to ensure people wasn't getting crossed. Now, whether people are not have the ability to fully enforce these said laws, those are two completely different conversations. Well, yeah, but see, that's because you don't you have your own enforcement with the consumer protection laws called a private right of action. All you got to do is show one violation. That's all you got to do is show one violation in your private right of action. Secretary of State will definitely take care of it. They have to. Because the state commission sends federal grant money to who? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Foster? Yeah. Um, Brother Larry, you had a question? Yeah, I do. I appreciate it, man. Let's go. What's going on, Larry? Meech, what's good, everybody? I appreciate you uh, allowing me to ask my question. Um. So I, I, I got really I probably like two questions, but uh, I just okay. So first is like, all right, I heard everything y'all saying. I've been listening for a while, and once you got up into the NFTs, and it's like on on the grade school level, right? For us people who just starting out, like I can understand what you're saying and the results of it, right? And and, and what's possible, right? But then when you start trying to uh apply these things right it, it, i'm i'm the type of person i learn the way the way i learn is you could i can read the book about it all day you know i can read the code i can i can even read the law and it say do this 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 and that right um, but to actually you know do it is a totally different thing it's kind of like when i was uh my uncle he's an electrician he'd tell me all this stuff but when it came to actually putting your hands on the wires it was like watch me you know what I'm saying? Like, watch this. Don't do this. Don't do that. So my thing is, all right, it's it's an easy process, right? When I'm when you when you can look at something and they are giving you the instructions and saying, you know, do this, do that. And and if it's if it's if it's for face value, it's like, okay, that was simple. But then once I get to the part where it's like, uh, let's say, let's take your wheel for example. Uh, right. When it comes to doing my wheel. And it's like, oh, and I got it wrote up, and I'm reading the law, and it says make it presentable mm-hmm. to to the clerk, mm-hmm. and it's giving you little, it's giving you little detail. It's like, okay, well, what does that look like? You see what I'm saying? Now it becomes, well, now I I need to, I I I want to see an example of that so I can know. If I want to go in there the first time. I think that's why a lot of people who doing these who who come into these rooms. They get discouraged and they bump their head because it's like, let me go in there and do it, and then the clerk don't take it. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, well, it's not being presented right, or it's something wrong, blah, blah, blah. And you don't want to have to ask them how you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do because now that makes you look incompetent to say, hey, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't even want to ask them. I want to come here knowing. So then it becomes, well, who can I call? Who can I contact and say, hey, you know, they denied it. They said it wasn't this, this, and that. What should this actually look like? And for somebody to say, hey, it should look like this. You should have this on that. This look like that. Here, let me show you an example. If not mine, somebody else's. But it's kind of like I start I, I'm running into these roadblocks where people are like, well, this is private. 
and I really don't want to show nobody this. And it's like, yeah, but if I run in there on my own accord, trying to do it what I believe to be the right way, now I'm looking incompetent trying to do these processes. You see what I'm saying? Now I'm bumping my head the same way the person before me bumped their head. And I just feel like when you start talking about nation building and all of that, right? If I take another group of people, for example, uh, whites or Mexicans, if they teaching their people how to do a process, they're going to walk them through the whole process. They're not leaving really no room for people to guess. It's like, yo, this is exactly what you got to do. Although I do understand the privacy part of it. I'm not saying just do it for anybody and everybody coming to you. But those people who, you know, coming and they showing that, hey, I'm picking this up. I'm getting this. I feel like there should be like some kind of dossier or some type of, uh, you know, profile on the people that y'all that come into these rooms all the time on a daily basis. And yeah, we talking about it and we hear the process. We even hear y'all speak about the outcome and what is possible and what y'all got and how you got this over here and that over there. And, and I love it. Right. But then for all of us that's trying to get there, it's like, yo, I'm almost I'm almost where I'm situated to where I can mess with these entities. I can't do this. I can't do that. Maybe I need to have a trust to have control over those NFTs and all of that. But what does that look like? Especially if I'm doing like my trust, my trust uh, certificate and things of that nature. It's like, OK, I'm setting up the trust, but I'm looking at it like, well, am I supposed to put my 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 uh, my ends leakers name in this spot where it's actually to put my name? You know what I'm saying? Or am I supposed to put my my, uh, you know, my natural born name It's like it's like. So it becomes, yeah, I can read, I can see whatever what somebody is saying, but unless I'm actually having somebody walk me through it, I could, I'm just, I'm just guessing. Basically, I'm saying, okay, well, this is what it say from my idea is supposed to look, but what if that's not all that's to it? And so, and especially when you start talking about these other processes where you have to put your name within the borders and and do this, and it is like, okay. You can tell me where to put my name and where to put something within the border and on this side and on that side. But what does that look like? And so I'm still is like I, that's what type of learner I am. So mm -hmm. I'm just that's that's one thing. And then another thing is, is that, you know, what I'm saying is, is it possible? I heard you talking about the DS-11. Right. And so my thing, my, my question about that was when y'all went over there yesterday, uh, uh, can somebody have an estate? And be on the consumer side, but still do the DS11, or is that conflicting? Nah, look it up. Look it up. You got the consumer estate. You got the consumer estate. All right. What? Uh, and this is a part of the life estate. Okay. You can do a DS11 if you operating in the private equitable situation. It wouldn't. Uh, as long as you know how to do the DS11, it wouldn't violate anything that you're doing. And to answer your other question about what is the integration of your physical assets going over to the blockchain look like, it's pretty much just that you can, like, I know one, one brother, he has some bonds on Ethereum. Um, and also my other partner who was on here earlier, he has a, he has a DAO trust. People inviting me to rooms. My bad. He has a dial trust that's set up for his family, so all the money gets dispersed to wallets that are set up for his children, and his children have private access to all of their own security tokens, so that nobody can steal from them. And it just keeps on gaining value throughout time. And if anybody pops up who was a child that he was unaware of, then they are entitled to their portion of said um, trust through this 
decentralized system. So that's one way. Um, tokenizing your intellectual property, shit. I can make a token for every piece of silver that I have and just put it on the blockchain. And as I move that silver, I utilize that as a tokenized aspect in order to transfer the same way how I would a negotiable instrument that I'll be traded off of because I'll just stake the NFT <laughs> the NFT for the silver and technically I'll be making money off of my physical silver. It's a bunch of options. That's the reason why it's so imperative that we actually just get into the tech so that we can start to formulate our own ideas. That only comes with a level of understanding though. Hey DJ. Peace, what's going on bro? Yeah, I'm back, man. I had to drop off a kidney on ice. Um, so quick question. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. You said what you had that? to drop off a kidney on ice. Yeah. Yeah. I have a medical delivery service <laughs> where I do uh kidney on ice, you know, livers on ice. Yeah. Dry ice. Yeah. Damn, you out here saving lives. That's peace, bro. Look. Hey man, it pays really good, man. Um, hey, hey brother, I apologize. You have contract with the hospital with that. I know some, a couple brothers that has like move blood and different stuff like that as well. Well, my, mine is with a uh, private, you know, it's a private company. And so we right. do like delivery hospitals. Uh, like I had to drop off, I had to drop off some stuff over at, uh, you ever heard of Blue Origins, which is a laboratory out at Kennedy Space Center? Oh, wow. Well, no, I haven't ever heard of that. No, I have not. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They do all kinds of stuff down here. So yeah, I, I, I dropped Hey, uh, DJ. So your buddy, man, does so he writes the codes, like he he writes his own codes to uh, add to yes. the blockchain. Yes, sir. That oh, okay. man has been longer than I've been living, fam. Oh, okay. You know. I was gonna, I was gonna say, man. Um, yeah, you know, because Ethereum, man, the gas fees are ridiculous, though. We're all of our NFT projects are Solana based, and we oh, also okay, smart. Smart. That, that, that we're blockchain well about our project. So yeah, bro. We in a uh, you 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 got my number, bro. I'm gonna say we can set that up. Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, we, we we can talk about it, man. Cause uh, I just thought yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good that'd be a good conversation to set up. Yeah, man. Cause that that dog on uh, Ethereum, man. The gas fees are ridiculous, and so you know any any NFTs like you said, you know, should be done on Solano. Um, and Manic Polygon Polygon got a good network. Avalanche, you don't like Cardano? Oh, uh, no, they're good, man. I, I like them. I it's just that daggone Ethereum, man. It's just I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand how they're even in, in business or something, man. It's just the gas fees are ridiculous. Is the that's the thing? It's the um blue chip open sea, them being on that number one platform, open sea. And them being first to market, they're going to be the first to fuck up, too. That's right. They're the grandfather. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 so much better because they've seen the errors that Ethereum made and some of the bit, all the grievances people was having. If nobody was complaining about the gas fees or even knew what it was, if they just thought it was part of them paying artwork, it wouldn't even be an issue. You feel gotcha. me? Gotcha. Yeah, man, that right there is crazy. That That, that right there is crazy. But I heard somebody say about the trust. Hey, the thing they got to remember about the trust, man, the two most important positions is one, the beneficiary and the trustee. And uh, well, really just the trustee and where the trust is domicile is really the two most important positions. Um, if that trust, you know what? 
I wonder if a blockchain, if having your trust locked into a smart contract on a blockchain, that would actually place you outside the jurisdiction as well. But the, the issue I guess you would run into is who would be your trustee, though? You'd have to have a trustee in a foreign. Uh, that is, that is it depends on where the blockchain is because you don't you don't want the trustee and the trust you don't want the trustee and the trust domicile in the same jurisdiction though you, you see what i'm saying because they would it would be difficult to penetrate that trust if, if that trustee is in one jurisdiction and that that trust is in another jurisdiction it's almost like you're going to have to really do some serious digging um in order to to to, to uh to, to compel disclosure of that trust. So it's, it's like in the United States, you know, they could easily pierce it, you know, depending on where it's at or depending on who your trustee is. So, but no, nah, man, some good stuff, man, with the blockchain. I, I didn't, I didn't think about that, man. I got to do some brainstorming on that. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. you, you, them group yeah, man, that's, that's sick. I'm going to say, I'm going to shoot information how a lot of our stuff and also in Discord and Twitter spaces. That's He's a hardcore developer, and that's really all he's about. And even when you – I don't know if you've seen his – you were out the room when I had posted his NFT project. This is something – this particular project, I'm about to change the link. He actually – he had to argue for this years ago, but he was able to put up the blockchain – well, put a project up on a blockchain and get almost everything minted, make the website in under 48 hours. And he did it so fast. The blockchain that it's on, they actually thought that he was scamming and they thought it was a rug pull. So he had to actually communicate with the developers. They understand who he is and what the mission is. But it's super provocative artwork. But it does have a great mission behind it. But, okay, um, so, so he built his blockchain on top of Solano. No, 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 no. So this NFT project is built on this. This is a Solano-based NFT project. And if you read the white paper, you'll understand the reason behind the imagery and stuff. And Dr. Seuss was one of the precursors behind this. And even have some of the Jay-Z, um, Life of OJ aspects in there when you see the actual artwork. But um, he has been a part of other blockchain developments. And he also has made a metaverse for a couple rappers and stuff. But right now, our sole thing is we're just... We just onboarding NFT projects and on onboarding melanated people into the crypto realm, and also making sure that when they have their projects, they're able to come into a good position with some of these um, top tier blockchains. That way, that they don't have to wait almost eight months to a year just to get deployed because you can't get on the launch pad. So, like you see, like Bro Project is not that old, but he's on the blockchain, minted on his way on the OpenSea and everything. That shit is hard as hell to do. If you haven't been doing this for years. You was breaking up, bro. You all good. What you say? You in the Matrix, bro. You in the Matrix. Yeah. How, how about you It's getting better. You must be in a car. <laughs>
What was you saying? Saying is, buddy of mine, I was talking to um, doing an NFT uh, with his beverage along with a, uh, so like when you purchase the beverage, you could actually download uh, the code under the cap, which will lead you to an NFT to where that NFT comes with artwork of the beverage as well as a song. And I'm trying to get him to, um, uh, to package that up with, you know, if he has a celebrity, have that guy autograph that NFT and then they just split the percentages, you know, however they want to do the percentage, they can do that and still, you know, come out and, you know, make some serious profit as well as tying that NFT to a, uh, a nonprofit organization in terms of clean water or whatever charity he wants to donate to, I, I, you know, I told him, I think it would be very lucrative if he did that. Yeah, all of that can be established within the tokenomics, set a certain portion aside that's brought in through the liquidity pool and access, like literally just 5% of whatever's brought in goes specifically to this wallet for this one charity. They just get it off top, boom. And he rack in whatever, the, whatever else it is. Now be mindful, we gotta watch that celebrity stuff. I just got um, one of the, um, Hysteril, I don't know if you know who Brother um, Jay, Brother Hysteril is. I did a couple interviews with him, super knowledgeable in the indigenous community. And he just sent me over this article about Paul Pierce being tied up in that Floyd Mayweather, Kim Kardashian, Jake Paul NFT lawsuit right now. So, so let did it do a rug pull? Excuse me, who? Did it do a rug? Yeah, it was a, it, it technically a rug pull. Yeah, but they they just came on as promoters. So you got to the celebrities are not respected in the NFT realm. We don't give a fuck about you over here if you're a celeb. Like you got to show us that you actually know what's going on because like we understand this technology and we're not going to get played if we actually in this realm. And that's part of the issue. So let me ask you something. So somebody must have sold a substantial amount of coins that killed the price. Yeah, that's ex no. It's not even. It's not even the selling of the coins. It's the pulling them out of that one particular wallet. So that's um. That's it's the they're pulling the liquidity out of the main wallet. So that's called a rug pull. So they pretty much they can just cash out. It ain't even a sale to somebody. It's like hey, because you I have access to this MetaMask wallet that was uh -huh. over one coin drop. So it show right now that I just had all these investors drop all this money in and we raised probably like $20,000 real quick off a coin that was well underneath, uh, well, well underneath $1 and we raised all this money. So once I start, I look in the wallet and I'm like, shit, bills may be a little tight this week or whatever, you know, like have a taste of pizza. I just seen fam on IG with a new chain and I'm, I'm just sitting here with 20 racks. I'm like... Hmm, fuck it. Man, I'm just pulling off. And that's what people do. They're like, but see, hey, but see, but see, that's where you gotta have that multi-signature, you gotta have that multi-signature wallet, you know, where when these guys get coins, you don't just leave it up to them, but it has to be multi-signature in order to hold them to the agreement. You know, to give these guys coins, you're basically giving them a blank check and you're not holding them accountable and putting mechanisms in place to prevent that type of that type of, uh, I don't want to say fraud, but it's definitely a pump and dump. You know, you, these people put their money in and 
now when you see it go up, you decide to just cash out. Yeah, they shouldn't be able to do that. You know, but, you know, especially if you didn't put money in it, you shouldn't be able to do that. Let me ask you, did it, did he have a burn mechanism built into that thing? Like, you know, so if they sold those coins, if they burn, if they burn the coins that he sold, that would still keep that value up, wouldn't it? <laughs> all right. Um, so um, perfect example. We all, most of us in here, we've heard of BlackRock and Citadel. Like we know that they control the shit. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, they they're the reason why the damn crypto market dropped so hard because of them, what they did to Terra. Fam who controlled Terra, he came in, he asked for two Wall Street wells to come in and pay into his project so he can have enough money in order to stake against the United States dollar. And when you, um, excuse me, peg against the United States dollar. And when you peg against the dollar, you going for a one for one. Your token is the equivalent of a USD. It's kind of like how Solana is right now, right? So once he did that shit, he really fucked up because he went from DeFi to centralized. And then when these people see how much money, like when a Larry Fink or um, what's my man who controlled the CFO of Citadel, bro? Um, Ken Griffin or Larry Fink or Ken Griffin. When these individuals, when you know that they, they they've been running these some of the most wealthiest people in the world, and they've been running these games for a while, so they did a pump and dump. They flooded the market, letting him think shit was cool. And you know, any like any large scale hedge fund, what is your job to move money, not to leave it sitting there? And that's some of, that's the problem with cryptocurrency. You have to leave the money within the liquidity pool because whenever you pull it out, if we pull out. 80% of the funds in Bitcoin right now, what does that do to the Bitcoin? It it's going to collapse the price. Exactly. So when they decide they want their money back that they invested into this liquidity pool, boom, they clearly gave this man a lot of fucking money because that shit hit below zero. Well, let, me, man. let me ask you, because, okay, so he he pegged that UST to, uh, to Bitcoin, right? Mm, he pegged it to the um, U.S. dollar. No, because he couldn't have had it pegged. You to talking the about dollar? you talking about the Terra? Yeah, the Terra project. He had that thing pegged to Bitcoin, right? I thought you were talking about Tether. Yeah, he he had the, the guy from Terra Luna had his pegged to uh, Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't see that coming though. I mean, you know, Bitcoin got some nasty volatility. I, I mean, I would have thought he would have try to peg that thing to uh some really 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 slow depreciating Bro, asset for what peg for what my partner john made me realize this we have an issue as a people because uh, standard that we have been educated in we believe every the value for our means of transaction should be pegged off of the fiat dollar or just the dollar system period when you can create value and associate it in whatever capacity you want, we should possibly step away from that one for one pegging system and then just go, go, just make motherfucking numbers. Yeah, but I get I get why he did it, though, because when you when you think of if you if you peg that thing to a commodity, you know, gold, silver, any kind of commodity, you're going to follow the commission futures, you, you know, the commission of uh, was that a futures trading commission is who you'll fall up under. And the other thing you have to be careful about, if he's using a commodity, or let's say he pegged it to debt, 
I mean, that's a security, man. That's a that's a security. Yeah, that's a security. And now you're under the rules and regulations of the United States system in a centralized system versus a DeFi system. And now you have the SEC all up in your ass and you got to pay taxes on all this crypto. You know what, man? That's a great problem to work on and to try to solve. Anybody who can solve some type of algorithm or just something to peg it to that has no volatility, that's steady. Um, because fiat fiat monies, over time, they depreciate. It's a slow depreciation over time. Um, and, and, and a lot of that's based on the, the amount of money they print, too. Bro, I'm not having that, bro. They literally just put a stop on stable coins. I was in the process of establishing one of my stable coins when they had said this shit, like, back in February or January. And it, um, it kind of made me, like, kind of fall back because I didn't want none of that heat. But all I did was I changed from a stable coin to an asset backed coin. And I have some of my currencies backed by my actual physical assets, my silver, my gold, and my land and things like that. Because instead of it just being backed on faith or just it just being solely zeros and ones or I literally need the people in order to back my system. Hell no. They don't nobody gets to control my liquidity pool other than me because i'm the one who is over the assets moving and that's in order to maintain gotcha that that definitely makes sense but again though you know if anytime you're dealing with gold and silver man these jokers have a way of playing around uh manipulating the numbers is what i'll call it in order to drop these prices um so that's uh, are we talking about public sector numbers because if if everybody's moving on a fiat system and we act we we own, we're the only people who actually have money who's really the one associating the value here you make, like you, you get to dictate point. how much you got when you don't got none <laughs> yeah you make a good point you make a good point yeah, I mean it's an interesting system, man. I mean, I'm you know I read tons and tons of economic books all the time, man, and it's just this is this is a crazy system, man. Um, it, it's it's very interesting, and uh, but it's on its last leg, man. You know, and uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very very interesting, and I think the worst thing that these cats could have done to is when they put them sanctions on uh, Russia, man. You, you you can't remove the world's number one leading producer. And they, you know, they playing with the wrong one. They better lead a bear alone, son. And then they trying yeah. to make like Russia bad. Like that's why I don't fuck with the media. Yeah. Man. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. I mean, you got to think. You know, the whole world have a, a global ledger of their assets, right? Each country. They have, they, you know, there's a global ledger of all these countries' access, uh, assets as well as uh, their sovereign wealth funds. So you cannot remove the world's leading producer in energy, you know, those collaterals and not expect some type of uh, effect. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think they took that into account. You know, they thought that um, 
by them putting sanctions on Russia, they would be able to cripple it. But actually, man, the ruble is actually doing really well, man. So, you know, the Forex traders in here, you, you guys should be doing really well, man, if you bet it on the ruble. Yeah, because he changed his whole, he backed all his shit by gold. They thought homie was broke. He pulled up on their dumb ass. Yeah, and then, and, and then, you know, I look at MasterCard and Visa, I'm looking at them like, you guys are fucking idiots. You let this man, you let this man bully you guys into losing your market share to Union Pay, which is the last company you want to get out there because that's the Chinese equivalent to Visa MasterCard on a global scale. So now they're permanently locked out of the Russian market now. They can never go back. So they just lost that market share in all countries that are loyal and connected to Russia is going to follow the same page. Damn. So they just they they just crippled themselves, and then they said, "Well, you know, we're not going to sell you oil, but you know, China has 1.5 billion people, India has 1.3 billion people." You just went back. You got to be out there because give me your degrees. No, not Hello, yet. Dude. Hello, it's, it's still Oh, okay. Scrambling. There we go. That's better. That's better what about now? You good? Yeah, yeah, man. So, damn, they played you. They come back out. from the SWIFT system, and Russia was like, well, shit, go ahead. Remember, I'm part of the BRICS nation. We, we already use the the the, uh, the SIP system, the, you know, the cross-border payment system by the Chinese. Yeah, so, I got a so, BRICS so Russia, Yeah, man, it, bro, it's crazy. And the thing is, I sit back and I listen to people make statements about, you know, uh, China wants to be the world's reserve currency. Man, China don't give a damn about being the world's reserve currency. Matter of fact, that's not what they want. China wants to be able to trade, settle all trades in the, in, in, in the, in the yuan um, with, their, with their trading partners. Um, and, and the reason why I say they don't want to be the world reserve currency, man, China ain't trying to give foreigners property rights and access to their capital markets. They're not trying to do that. Only an idiot would allow foreigners to come in and, and, and you got all of your land and resources and capital markets in the hands of foreigners. China's not going to do that. China did that with one person. And I'm, I'm, I said his name earlier, and he's the fucking CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink. They allowed that man to come over there and establish a whole financial institution that lets you know how much juice that motherfucker got. Because you're right. China don't play with everybody. No, but China thinks they really can just walk over somewhere else, land someone else land and just go ahead and try to do a development. But China not coming with a colonizer mindset. No, China, man. No, they come that's with Exactly. You, you see, th this is the thing, bro. And, and I, I, you know, I was talking with an African dude about this yesterday, and he was talking about how you know China's coming in with bad loan. Listen, dude, there's a thing called consideration and acceptance. Now, China, China, China made you an offer. Now, you should have done your due diligence. Where's your attorney? Where, where's your financial people? You guys are supposed to be looking at that contract. You're supposed to be looking at your population. You're supposed to be looking at. The, the, the tax revenue and all kinds, you're supposed to be able to calculate up how much it's going to cost me to, to, to bear this loan. 
I don't understand these people, man. I, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't get it. You know, they they, they take the loans out, they don't do the due diligence, and then they're like going at China. Like, this is business. We not educated in finance nor business, so people are really put in a position to where they eligible to get fucked over, and that's really it's disheartening. But it's the reality of the game, and that's the reason why people like me and you, we succeed in capacities where some of our peers may fail because we have business education and financial education and in in some cases the same exact education that some of our european counterparts have if not better so we've been able that lets you know like and for anybody who's getting into these processes and stuff ask people like where what's their education like where did you how did you learn this information what are you into it does hold some merit, not to say that people who aren't formally educated won't be profound in these particular processes. And I'm not saying that at all. But when it comes to dealing with negotiable instruments and, you know, real estate and stuff, shit, I'm more inclined to listen to a real estate agent who know about these processes versus somebody who's just talking about the processes because I know that they know some of the ins and outs. So um, finding people with experience, for sure, that's for sure always a need. Yeah, it's just it's just amazing, man, how, you know, their leaders, you know, were educated in Europe. They have European education. Uh, a lot of these guys went to Oxford. So they got a great education. And I'm not understanding why, you know, their population is saying that the China, you know, the Chinese are taking over, you know. But if you were stupid enough to lease them the land for 99 years, if you default, then that's on you. And and, 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 and you know, the way, like I said, they must have not looked at their population, their, their prior liabilities. Like, it's you know so, what I'm it's it's so, so much land there, bro. But it's like it's, it's so vast. In most cases, when they thinking about allocating out a parcel or something, they like, <laughs> they're like whatever. In most cases, until they see all of the money that they're coming over there making and then they're thinking about everything that they allowed another nationality to come in and capitalize on them the same way how us as melanated people look at Europeans over here and be like, damn, why didn't we do that? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I was just looking at the fact that, you know, how are you going to put your, 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 your airport in <laughs> as collateral? <laughs> oh, that's, airport. That's crazy. The airport? That's one of the biggest money makers. Bro, I would not put my airport up as collateral. Hell no. Bro, I'm I'm possibly I'm I'm in on an airport development deal right now. I'm like, hell no. I was even and a couple years ago I was asked about a damn airport that they were trying to do in Alabama. You know, Alabama don't have no NFL team for real. They got that's a college state. Yeah, I know. So yeah, so imagine where they're trying to put that and they're trying to bring energy towards their main, you know, thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's just some of the crazy stuff I be hearing, man. And and, and the reason why I say, you know, I had a chance to go to China when I had my uh, when I had my beverage company. So I had a chance to go to Shanghai. And, uh, you know, I used to talk with these Chinese guys, man. And, uh, they, I mean, they're good people, man. I mean, if you, you know, they like you and they trust you, they'll do business with you. You know, just be prepared to, you know, they smoke your logs out and have you smelling like a wino. And then they may give you a whore. Just make sure you don't turn it down. Just take it. You don't have to do nothing. Just just take it. Yeah, you got to understand people's customs, especially when it comes to business and the chain. Yeah. They are. Um, that would be the shit that make or break a deal. 
being late, not being on point, not showing respect, yeah. not drinks, not understanding their customs and things. And that's why I, well, in one of my classes, I actually had added um, cultural sensitivity into our business class because, like, when I started to do international business, you got to understand where people coming from and they customs. Or otherwise, that should be the things that bringing in seven plus figures for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we used to do it all the time with Susta, man. Susta, the Southern U.S. Trade Association used to send us over there on trade missions, man. And they pretty much covering, you know, our expenses and food and all this stuff, per diems. And, you know, all, all they're doing is setting you up to meet buyers. And then if the buyers like your product, they'll buy it. You know, there's a lady over here close to me. You know, she she made multi-millions of dollars um, in doing business with the Beijing school system. And all she really did was powdered milk. That's it. Powdered milk. That's crazy. So the, Chi so the Chinese want to do business. You, you just got to find a need. And, and in terms of food security, you know, if you're if you're you know, if you're manufacturing some type of uh, food product uh, <laughs> to help them become more food security, because you got to think they got a big ass population. So you could easily get do business with, you know, the Chinese. You know, they'll 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 do business in terms of beverages. I mean, they're not going to ship water across the ocean, but if it's like some type of uh, good nutritious food, man, they'll, they'll buy it. I've seen it firsthand, man. And when they buy, they buy big time, bro. Big time. Um, Hugh, what's up, Huey um, and Dennis? But Huey, I got an NFT project that I want to onboard you on if that's cool. Um, whenever you're ready, just link me and then we can start the development on that. Yes, Lord. No, um, I'm about to it's it's pretty simple. Um, shit, I'm about to say it'd be best if you link me on the Discord. Let me know, um, if you have any trouble because we I can screen share and show you all the artwork and everything over there as well. But I know, um, brother, um, Gessy, you said something about an NFT project. We can. Yeah, you should set up a call with me sometime today or tomorrow for that. And I can get my other partner, John, online too. Because we actually, we making a couple NFT projects for a couple artists down here in Florida that's attached to this one this one label. And we're doing a project that's going to be handed directly over to another blockchain. So we already been handed down a marketing budget for that as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I'll... Uh... I'm gonna finish up, man. I'm on my way back. Um, so yeah, when I get back, man, if later on this evening, if you're available, man, let let's talk. Let's let's talk. Quick question. question. Go ahead. The brother who had the dry ice. I have a dry ice company in Arizona. Where where was that? Where was that? You said the people needed dry ice. The hospitals. Where where you at? Yeah. No. What I was doing is I get. Okay, so I get packages of various things from sales to uh you know organs like kidneys livers heart and this stuff is like critical like when you get it you got to move it quick because you know you can't have that stuff sitting so you got to get it there so they can get everything prepped for because you know you got people waiting on these things it's right. like a life type thing and um so when i get it it's already it's already on dry it's already in cryo when i get it I just got to move it. So that was like a medical 
like supply company, like like an organ donation company or something? Yeah, it's something like that, man. Yeah. Okay. So that I, uh, I I I looked up over it because I uh, I don't know if I told you guys I go to a lot of those uh those city councilmen and those county commissioner meetings. I go to a lot of those meetings. And when you're at those meetings, you meet other business people who are, you know, there trying to get things, you know, pushed on their behalf. That's why I was saying, you know, our people need to do a better job of attending these meetings, these city councilmen and county commissioners, and, you know, just network, you know, learn, learn government and how that thing works and just network. And you'll be surprised the companies, their lobbyists and other liaisons that are there. And, you know, if these people like you, man, and they build a good relationship with you, man, they're going to do business with you. And so um, typically what I do is I go in, I network. And then, too, if it's somebody that's of interest, um, I'll set a tee time because I like to play golf. So we're going to play some golf and we'll talk about it on the golf course. No, I be telling it's so much money. I be trying to just get the homies to. I'm like, fam, like let's just hey, go. Hey man, I love the golf course. I'm like, let's just go drive, bro. I just need you to feel what it's like out here. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I love the golf course, man. I got my my my, my bag with me, and you know, sometimes my my son or my daughter will go with me, but but mainly, man, I, I love it, man. I love my tea time. I love getting out there on that grass and that green, man, and the, the fresh cut grass and. You know, you got the, the cart girls coming through with the beverages and all this stuff, man. So, I mean, I like it. I like I like networking, man. I mean, it's great. It's, it's a different type of business that happens over in that in that realm. And I've I've went to I've been to quite a few um, golf clubs. My grandfather, golf, he gave me my first set of clubs. But I also went to this one gun club over in the DMV and it's, it's gun tree and the People who are part of the private gun club at Guntry is just like a golf club. It's the damn owner of Under Armour, the owner of the Baltimore Ravens and stuff. Like these are the same type of people who be having golf club memberships. These are the people you bump into when you on the green. And especially the younger you are and they see that you know how to handle yourself and speak well and shit, they be like, well, what do you do? Well, I can't. <laughs> Man, all the people I didn't met just especially shit just living in South Florida. Like I said, I was on the phone with a billionaire yesterday. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie and say I'm a billionaire, but I'm for sure I'm a multimillionaire on paper for sure. And I'm on now, the third now, now check this out, DJ. Now now check this out. You know, at the end of the year, you know, everybody have their tax liabilities. They trying to lower, right? And uh, you know, there's two ways, you know, you can lower your tax liability. You know, you can lower it from, um, let's say, for instance, if you're up $100,000 in profit, but you're trying to reduce that tax liability so you'll show that you didn't make any profit, you'll take out a loan. You'll take out a loan, and then at the end, at the first quarter, you'll, you'll you know, you'll, uh, you'll just pay it off. You'll pay it off. So it show that, you know, you, you know you got your $100,000 back. Um, you're not in debt. You know, anytime you have a loan that you take out against your profits, um, they're going to they're going to subtract whatever the net is and that's what you're going to go with that way that's another that's one way of lowering your uh, tax liability my finance yeah. guy who's jewish oh, schooled me on that oh, uh, right can you hear me bro yeah that's yeah, how it's always for non-tax right 
Yeah, 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 yeah. My Jewish buddy schooled, schooled me on that one. Okay. And and then the other the other way is um you know, write write me a check. I got a nonprofit organization. You know, this is what we do. You know, we're here to help soldiers. Hey man, listen, man, they be they be trying to get rid of that money, bro. <laughs> they these people, man, they listen, they will write those checks, man. If you got something that interests them that deals with troops, you know, helping the troops. You know, these people, I've seen it, man. I've seen it over and over um, where these corporations, man, they got to get rid of that money. You know, whether it be they'll buy houses, they'll buy houses in the fourth quarter, you know, invest it all in the fourth quarter because that's what Donald Trump does. I mean, that's $750 that Biden was telling the public that he paid in taxes. That man probably took that man took the profits and uh, bought another real estate property. And once you go over a million dollars, you're tax exempt dollar for dollar. You didn't have to pay taxes, you know? And so at the beginning of the next quarter, he probably sold that building and got his money back. So that's how the game is played, man. And, 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 you know, but being around these people, man, you learn so much stuff, man. And, and, and the kicker is once they get to know you, then they'll invite you to their home. And now they're, they're introducing you to their friends and now this is where y'all are able to have that conversation. And, and, and this is why I was saying when you when you get to that level, and you know this, DJ, when you get to that level, man, it ain't about skin color, man. It's about either you got money or you don't. That's what it boils down to. That's the, that's, that's the language that they talking. You know, that, the average person say it's about skin complexion. But when you get up on those upper levels, nah, man, uh-uh. Like we, nah, we, unless you really do something to piss them off. Stations, stations, in some of them. In some of them. You know, like people like about that. Like they know who you are if you're able to get in there anyway. They want to know what, you, what are you offering. I agree, man. So we just got to we gotta get with it, man. We gotta get with it. It's time. It's time to let's go. Let's make some money. Yeah. So don't be going on them golf courses without having your own business or something that you tell you you gonna be out there like you gonna you gonna watch money walk away from you. <laughs> like, well, so what do you do? Um, just sit at home. I'm just coming out. You're like, damn. Hey, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but you like you know I'm telling the truth. Yeah, I know, man. That's why I know. <laughs> I know. Cats be going in there with them um you know, they don't have their their stuff in order. And that's another thing too. You know, when you get to that level and you're needing capital to expand your business, you got to have your stuff in a row, man. You got to have everything in a row. You got to have your financial statements, you got to have your tax returns. You need to have uh your pro, your pro forma which is your projections. You know, you need to have a good marketing plan, you know, all of that stuff. And you don't have to spend a lot of money marketing in terms of, you know, TV promotion and all that other BS and traditional radio. You don't need to do that. You know, right now, TikTok and Facebook and Hulu and, you know, ways, man, there's so many unconventional ways to make money. And, and the biggest thing is sponsorships. You know, you just sponsorship, man, you know, but, um, you definitely got to have your stuff together. And if you don't have it together, man, they will expose you. Yeah, and your your business will be fucking crushed and you won't be able to raise no capital. 
<laughs> that um i recommend y'all watch the series super pump it's about the story of uber you also see how the owner of uber got kicked out his own company and now he out here establishing cloud kitchens don't get me wrong cloud kitchens make bank but uber was his baby and they took that shit from him because he was out here being an ass so um yeah i'm about to say we coming up on a decent amount of time i ain't gonna keep on holding everybody i know it's um, a holiday for some of y'all i'm about to actually get ready to shut down the room and people keep on trying to ping me in the other one everyone be sure to click the link up at the top join the discords and um so that you can tune in to the free classes that we actually hold and we talk about we actually go over a lot of this documentation that some of you all have questions about whether it be um 1099s, UCC, status, genealogy, and all of these things. I have documents. They're all free. And on sometimes on the weekend, we hold courses and we walk people through these things and we allow them to ask their questions. And nobody's being charged for anything. Not even asking for no damn donations now. <laughs> so it's just about making sure that we integrate y'all over into a different technology and we fast track y'all. So if you want to join, just be sure to, you know, um, join the giveaway. You will be eligible for a free NFT. Some crypto tokens are either a cash up. And that's just a way in order for us to incentivize you all in order to come over. I'm transparent. Don't nobody got no hidden motives. I'm telling you what it is. I want y'all to get involved in cryptocurrency. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so anybody got anything to say before we close out? Any questions? Yeah, hey, if I do the giveaway, I don't want the money. I don't want the NFTs. I want the connections. I'll take that. You, you want the? You said if you do the giveaway, you want what? I don't want the money. I don't want the NFTs. I want the connections. Give me the connections. Oh, you said you you was breaking you in the matrix, but you said you want the connections. Yeah, give me the connections. I'll take that. I just say go on the server. Go on the server. I'll tell my partner who you are, bro. You good? And all we got to do is set up a phone call. We not, I'm not saying, Marco been dealing with us for a little bit now. Like, we ain't funny style like that. And also, like, I'm I'm vouching for you too. So he going to know that you ain't on no goofy shit. <laughs> as long as you ain't coming to bro telling him you're going to pay him in 1099 A's, he ain't going to have no problem with you, bro. Uh, nah, bro, you know I ain't coming like that. <laughs> you can't even mention that stuff around me. I got these 1099 A's, man. I got these 1099 A's. Yeah, I can't mess with that, boy. Hey, and he was like, what? What? The fuck you mean, boy? <laughs> hey, man. I, I, don't, I don't mean, like, if, if I came off as an ass earlier, it, it, I understand it wasn't personal. It just, man, DJ, man, I've been in, I, listen, man, I, I, I'm 46 years old, man, and I've seen a lot of shit in that movement. And it, it just, I'm salty. Because I've seen so many good people and friends of mine, including myself, to get screwed over. So when people come talking certain stuff, man, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, bro. So Trish. if I was an ass, I apologize because that's not normally who I am in my character. It's just that there's certain things you just can't you can't say that around me, man, because it just kind of it makes me snap. 
no, I understand, bro. And I appreciate you coming to the floor in order to express that for the audience and stuff. And I know you personally, and I know you are, um, you're a real mild-mannered, meek individual, and you're very knowledgeable, and you've also had your own experiences. And that's the reason why I'm comfortable, like, giving you a green sticker on my floor. Same thing with Brother Michi. He's had his experiences as well as it pertains to the consumer protections. And even uh, Brother Saru, he's had his experiences as it pertains to more science. But even still... I am not a biased motherfucker. I will let people say what they want to say, and then I will come and I will address my own personal grievances with what was said. And I did that as well. I just be wanting the audience to be able to clearly pick up on what's going on sometimes. So I just, you know, I mediate a little bit, let y'all still do y'all grown man thing. But I don't feel no way about it, and I hope don't nobody in the audience feel any way about it. So it's all peace and love, and it's for the benefit yeah, of all. Yeah, I'm good, bro. I, I, I never want to cause any kind of... um you know, rattle, you know, the cages and cause any kind of our uh, division with other brothers. It's just, man, I, I've had some experiences and it, 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 it gets personal with me because not necessarily personal, but I'm saying it, it really touches home because I've gone through some things and I've seen other people go through things and thank God for the people that surrounded me, my family, you know, who was there and, and kind of got my head back on the right track made me realize, man, uh-uh, this is not the way. And so yeah. when I hear certain things, you know, anything, if you want to know anything about me, I'm going to keep you out of trouble. I'm going to make sure you stay on the straight and narrow path. And if I see you doing something that I don't think is right, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know because I don't want to see you hurt. Because, you know, people got families, man. And I've seen just messed up stuff. Like that lady Sharon, you know, I, you know, I did a uh, valuation on her house. Mm -mm. Remember the lady? Remember the lady that uh she in jail? Remember that lady? The the Morris lady? You the one, the one? about um damn in North Carolina. She in North Carolina, but she's from Detroit. <clears throat> I don't know where she was. Are you, the, about, the, are you talking about Nettie L? No, 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 no. We're talking about the lady, uh the, the Sharon lady. The Sharon Bay lady. That know. used to be with um the Moorish National Republic. It's Remember the lady where they were trying to evict her out of the house and she had everybody. Talking about Tracy Gale or whatever. Her yeah, name man. Man, you know, I looked at that house. You know, she had some equity in that house, man. And see, and see, this is why I try to educate brothers and sisters. Like, listen, man, everybody make mistakes. Everybody gets in situations sometimes that's difficult to get out of. You know, she could have walked away with about $75,000, man, on the real. She could walk away. She could move to a place like Atlanta. She could have got a good job. She could have had more than enough money to put down on a house, a four-two, very nice home at the time in Atlanta. But to see that equity lost, and then to see her and you know her boyfriend dealing with the trouble that they're dealing with, when they didn't have to go through all of that. You know what I'm saying? There's so many brothers that I've helped that come to me and say. Hey man, this is what my situation is. And if I know you and I have a connection with you, then I'm gonna put you in contact with a real estate agent. We're gonna do what we can to get this thing sold. But you know, you know, this is for the people that I have a connection with. Um, but yeah, man, when I saw that man, that's why I was like, this is crazy. This lady just lost the equity in her house. You know, eventually the bank's gonna store because she messed up on her mortgage. Her credit is messed up, everything is messed up. 
she's in jail, her children, all kinds of shit. When she could have just sold the goddamn house. She could have sold the house. She could have she could have been a uh, could have put it could have sold it to an investor. And they would have gave her some money to move out. They would gave her they probably gave her 10, 15 K. You know, if the house didn't need a lot of renovations, then they could have sold it. But that's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. That, that's the kind of stuff I don't want to see brothers and sisters go through. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see us with I don't want to see stuff like that. Yeah, um, trust me, we're on the same page, and that's the reason why I'm so transparent about the processes and stuff like that. Like, I'll let you know what's real, and any, and like I even how I told people, like, if y'all want to know about all that other birth certificate shit, yeah, I got all that information, fam. You ask me if I do it myself, I'm gonna tell you, fuck no, I'm a, I got several businesses. <laughs> I'm like, I don't got time to be playing with that stuff. But like I was, I'm not here to discourage nobody. I'm just here to be a beacon of light for a particular path and for your path, shit, whichever way you want to walk. I'm just here to share some information. And I'm thankful for everybody that came on the platform today and, you know, linked up with us and all everybody who came and listened. So just um, be sure to follow the room. And like I said, join us in Discord as we build out these NFT projects. And also we hold NFT workshops in order in case anybody want to do any development, you got any questions, we actually can hook you up with artists, coders, developers, and blockchains. We've been able to establish a very good network. And um, the NFT stuff, like, yeah, just come to Discord. <laughs> That's all I really can tell y'all. But peace and love. Peace and love, bro.